From Las Vegas, right outside the Lions Den, with your hosts Steve Mathis and Chris Kiefer. And now, strap in and get ready. It's show time. I just don't like the guy. The guy's just a douchebag. Wah, wah, wah. Yeah, welcome everybody to Pulp MX Show, special Sunday edition. We are live. It is 5 p.m. Pacific. Coming at you, Red Bud. We can talk about that and more. Round five of the Lucas Oil Pro Motocross Championships is come and gone. And we got a points leader change in the 250 class. And Eli Tomac is coming. So we're going to talk about that and more tonight on the show. Pulp MX Show uh, brought to you by motorsport.com. Fly Racing and the folks at Decal Works. Check out sponsor deals on pulpamexshow.com or hover over the logo on pulpamexshow.com, I should say. And you'll see the discounts. You'll see everything that's going on. We're going to try to help you save some money. All right? 702-586-7857. Got a question for myself or Mr. Kiefer here in studio. We can uh, get to that. We got an exciting show tonight lined up. I know we promised you Nick Way. He had some family stuff come up. So we got Marshall Welton stepping up instead. All right, Marshall Welton, career best 10th overall at Redbud. Twisted T, HEP Suzuki will be calling in. Styles Robertson, career best third overall at Redbud. He'll be calling in. We got Will Hahn, some guy named Will Hahn. He'll call in. Uh, and Ricky Gilmore, who uh, is uh, Eli Tomac's personal suspension guy. He works for KYB. Happy to have Ricky calling in. Last time he was in, uh, I think he got Phil, uh, Phil Nicoletti's in factory suspension. So thanks for listening. Appreciate it. 702 702- 586-PULP, 702-586-7857. You want to talk about something that's on your mind, whether it's uh, AMA Motocross, whether it's MXGP, Silly Season, whatever it is, man, give us a call. We're stoked you're listening. We're stoked you're watching. Thank you for watching on uh, Pulp MX YouTube, Racer X, Facebook, and everything else. Uh, or if you're just listening on the podcast, appreciate it. Tell a friend. Subscribe. Pass it on. All right, let's try to get some numbers up here. Uh, lots to get into. Motorsport.com, tweet a talent segment. X-Brand Goggle, Tear-Offs, Race Tech Rant, all coming up. But first up, in studio, he is uh, one of the premier test riders in the industry. He has his own uh, website, Kiefer Inc. Testing. He does work for Racer X. He does work for Pulp MX. It's Chris Kiefer. What's up, man? The most important thing, and you forget. No, I don't. I was going to bring that up. Okay. Happy 100th Pulp MX show. Slow clap. Slow clap. I can't believe it's been 100 times. Driving up here today with the family, I'm like, yeah. I can't believe I've driven up here 100 freaking times. Wow, you've driven up more than that if you think about the times we True. were riding or whatever. But, yep. uh, yeah, 100th times co-hosting wow. the Pulp MX show. Can you believe that? Thank you for having me for 100 times. Yeah, you're welcome. Are, okay. you, are you making this your best show? Uh, we'll try to make this the best one yet. All right. Thank you, Heather. Uh, we, uh, um, I gave you a guest lineup. I said, yeah. you can pick the guests. Anybody. Anybody you want. Yes. Uh, 100 show. Yep. You only picked Gilmore, though. That was it. 
Gilmore, Ricky, so last time he was on the show, I listened to it because I'm intrigued by Ricky. He knows so much, smart guy, yeah. and he's with the guy that's killing it. Obviously, Eli won the Supercross Championship. I feel like Eli only signed that contract because Ricky was attached to it. It was a big part of it, for sure. So yeah. I like the guy behind the guy. Yeah. We know a lot about the racers. Yeah. Let's talk about some people that are behind yeah. the dude. Yeah, so Ricky Gilmore. Ricky Gilmore. 100 shows. 100 shows. Yeah. Surprised you um, – I mean, Kenny Watson's been gone a long time, but he was in here every single week for many years. Yeah. And you think that would add up to, you know, a lot, uh, and you passed him. So. I think it's because I have attrition. <laughs> I've dealt with a lot of shit yeah. over what, the years what, uh, from yourself. <laughs> and I kept, I'm still here. I still love you. What a day we've had. A great day. You brought the wife. Yep. You brought the other kid. That, that thing. Yeah, yeah, that thing. Yeah. Came up, we sat in the pool, we had some, some drinks. As you can see, I'm sunburnt. We uh, we had a nice barbecue. Yeah, and you cooked. I cooked, I barbecued. Right. I was very stressed about that. You did a great job. Thank you. And the meat, the guy who ever sends the meat. Yeah, my dear friend Nick. Yeah. Yeah. Good burgers. Yeah. What a day. Yeah, it's been great. It's been great. And now and now it's your 100th. It's your day. Happy birthday, America. Yeah, happy 4th, everybody. Yep. Uh, it's, I think it's Monday. I'm still thinking it's Monday. It's weird to do Sunday. <laughs> yeah. It is weird. No, I'm with you. It's weird. I was uh, downstairs. I was like, oh, crap. I got to do some work. Yeah. I'm like, oh, no, I don't. It's only Sunday. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, lots to talk about when it comes to Red Bud. But first up, shall we introduce the minions? Important people. Behind the guy. The guy's behind the guy. Yeah. See what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. What's up, Marks? <laughs> it's a little slow. Behind you is the last place I want to be, if I'm being honest. How are you, Marks? I'm okay. Thanks for coming in on a Sunday. <sighs> this was your idea, though. Uh, yeah. I don't, like, know, I don't like, know why I did that. You said this was your idea? He pushed for it. He's like, we should do it on, on the 4th. Which or, was or better. On, on the 3rd, sorry. Not the 4th. Better for me, Mark. So thank you. I think it ended up being better for me, too. Uh, it was kind of a lose-lose. Yeah. <laughs> and then the other day, I texted Steve. I was like, is Tuesday out? Like, we can't do Tuesday like we used to? And we have the math thing that goes on yeah. Tuesday, so yeah. we can't do Tuesday anymore. Yeah. I was like... Can't do Tuesday. The things I do for Just you. think how many... So, uh, how many guys I've been through with the 100 shows? Back there, behind. Did you do uh, uh, Gibbs? Yes. You did? I was here with Gibbs. Where did you do tits the first time? Yes. You did? Yeah. Oh, did wow. you do tits, Chris? I did tits. Yeah. I do tits. And then, so okay. you, you had, you had, you had. <laughs> I'm 12. You had Peter, you had Gibbs, you had Talon. Yep. And then you had. Yeah, I'm just seeing yeah. them go through yeah, here. Yeah. The, the turnover rate's yeah. unbelievable. No, there's no turnover. These, these two jerkies have been here for a while. Yeah, you know what? That's right, because I was here when you did the contest. And he lost, actually. Talon lost, remember? The first one. Yeah. To Gibbs. Yep. No, no, no. no, no, no I no. lost it to Marks. Marks. No, no, no. Oh. Was it Marks? Yeah. Yeah, it was. You're no, right. on, but, I mean, look, yeah. we, I like Talon. <laughs> look. But Marks has been really good. Marks has been really good. <laughs> I like Talon. Easy on that. Nothing wrong well, with Talon. So was Talon going to do Marks' job like he's doing now? No, no. Talon w tried out for the phones okay. with Marks. Okay. Marks won. Right. Then Marks got put into a living hell. Right. Every single day. And he needed help. Uh, no, we created a new position, a video guy. Okay. Then we needed to fill Marx's old position. Enter Lone Wolf. Got it. What's up, Lone Wolf? What's up? How are you? Good. Good. Yeah. Happy to be here on a, on a Sunday instead of 4th of July. Oh, yeah? You're yeah. good with this? All I right. think I was the one pushing for the Sunday show. Were you? And then okay. Marx just agreed. Well, uh, you brought your RER in, and we Thank will have God. Kiefer After Dark. Grillyourassoff.com, Kiefer After Dark. Get the ladies on. in here for After Dark. Yeah. Yes, yeah. I yeah. like that. Uh, we're going to talk some Loretta's. It's coming yeah. up. God bless you. got me. some A&H stories. <sighs> the kid made it. Yeah. So you're going. God. You're racing. Yeah. We're going to get into that. Here we go. And more uh, later on in the show. Don't forget the, uh, the app uh, should be out. Um, well, maybe not this Friday because of the holiday, but uh, probably next Friday. Yeah. Yeah, because of the holiday. Push it back one day, but... 
certainly coming up real real soon here. Can't uh, wait. Yeah, no, it's going to be great. That's right. And uh, Amazon widget as well on pulpamex.com. Uh, do that. Hit that. Go to Amazon. Make a purchase. We get a small slice of that. We'd really appreciate it. Uh, Styles Robertson, Marshall Welton, Will Hahn, Ricky Gilmore. Good show tonight. Good line. Good lineup. Yep. All, all good dudes. Yep. I haven't really talked to Robertson much over the years. So uh, I've uh, so <laughs> I've said some things about Styles in the past, and then I ran into him last December. when I went to Alden's, mm-hmm. and we had a little conversation. I apologized to him, you know, oh. because I've was a little harsh on some of the Wh- things. What did you say? I don't really remember at this time, but okay. I think he wasn't doing so well. Yeah. And I might have said something in daytime well, or something. Okay, but but you can't. It's been an up and down, right? You can't. You can't say he's been crushing it since he's turned pro. But I feel like sometimes when we write things, mm-hmm. right, it gets uh, misconstrued as you don't like the person. Yes, always. Well, really, you're yeah. telling me that, <laughs> right? You're telling me that. So yeah, uh, I had a I had a t- conversation and yeah, everything's yeah. good. But he's a, he's a good kid. Yeah, seems like a nice kid. Yeah, uh, got third overall. Deserves to come on. Yeah, uh, he's he's riding really well in the Nationals right now. So looking forward to having Styles Robertson in. Uh, calling in as well. Um, we got some uh, Mav TV news coming up too as well. Uh, we know the app hasn't been ideal. What's going on there? <laughs> and that's all I see on my Twitter feed. Yeah. It's, uh, it's bad. We got some news on that. We'll talk about that later. Uh, and uh, yeah, Chris Kiefer's in. We're going to talk more a little bit about uh, Kiefering testing as well uh, and what's going on with you and what's te- you know, what you've been working on and everything else. Um, Redbud. Redbud. Yeah. Uh, okay. So. Did you ever get tired of hearing that all weekend? You know what? It really wasn't that bad. Really? It's almost like they listened to me a little bit. It, I, it's been worse in other years. Okay. I mean, it wasn't great, but it wasn't. Why can't we scream other yeah. venues' names? Yeah, I don't know. Like, you know, Dilla! Why can't we, why can't, why can't we do that? <laughs> Melville! Melville! I, mean, I don't I think, know. I think this should be a thing. I don't know. But let me just say, screaming Redbud, again, this weekend, not too bad. I dealt with it. In the past, it's been obnoxious. Yeah. It's been stupid. To just do it over and over. Just, right. What are we, Neanderthals? <laughs> I, just, I just don't get it. <laughs> Look, we're motocross guys. We're just, sometimes I, we're apes. Can, can we just try to stay classier? No. Okay. All right. No, we uh, can't. No. Okay. Um, all right. So let me start with this. Red Bud, uh, 14 point lead going in for Chase Sexton. Yep. Now, now, now it's uh, uh, seven. Uh, uh, no, now it's eight. Eight. Okay. How worried are you if you're Chase Sexton right now? I mean, Eli's, first of all, the one weakness Eli has is starts. Yeah. Got him this weekend. Right. Right out front. Uh, rode great in both motos. L- was right behind Kenny in that second moto. Didn't look like he was worried at all. Yeah. He was just, and he told me that after the race. He's like, yeah, no, I was just staying out of the roost, he said, until yeah. I was ready. Uh, how worried are you if you're sec- Honda and Chase Sexton? Like, is this, is this, is this a happening here? Uh, if I'm Chase, obviously I'm a little worried because you know Eli can just He's a closer. He can totally do that. Yeah. Anything after 20 minutes, Eli can turn it up. If you turn it up, he can do that as well. So he can match your speed. Uh, I feel like he's a little bit smarter this year. I think he's more comfortable with this bike. Uh, just like you said, I watched the race, uh, the moto actually a couple times, and he could have stuffed it in on Kenny yeah. two or three times, yeah. and he backed it out. Um, so I think he knows the ride, each rider that he's dealing with and what the weaknesses are. So I feel like he knows what Chase is good and what, more importantly, what he's not good at. And, of course, we know how Chase can be sometimes. He can be the most beautiful rider to watch ever. And all of a sudden, something happens. I haven't right? seen that much this year, though. You Lakewood, Lakewood, second moto. Yep. Yep. And, and, his, and the, to his, the, his, cre- his credit this time, Jason crashed in front of him, so that wasn't his fault. So but I just think with the package Eli has, right. we still got a lot of rounds left. And uh, when I watched Eli's bike, and to credit to Honda, too, their bike looked really good as well. But 
Uh, Eli's bike just seems really dialed. It's not moving side to side. He can put it where he wants to. And, man, yeah. these tracks coming up. I mean, I know Chase yeah. said he's been practicing oh, some sand. Oh, yeah. So yeah. Yeah. Um, it's, 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 it's going to be it's gonna South be really good. a good track for Eli Tomac, you think? <laughs> oh, you wonder? Wow. Okay, so having said that, yeah. uh, um, uh, as good as Eli was, and, you know, we know he's going to be great, Southwick mm-hmm. and all that stuff, um, Sexton didn't get his starts and still went 2-2. Fought through all the pack, you know, yep. fought through Barsha, fought through Kenny. When he went down after hitting Anderson in the second moto, you know, Anderson went down. And yep. It was like a rocket was attached to his back, the way he got by Dunge and Roxon and Barsha. Like, he had to go, and he did it. And, yes, he lost points this weekend, but I'm also impressed with Sexton in that when your competition is on yep. and there's not much you can do, get your 2-2. Don't have it be a disaster day. And he did that. And impressively, and you look at the scores from Redbud. Uh, Barsha gets third with eight three. Right. Uh, uh, Roxon goes backwards in a sec. Like everybody lost points except for the two guys. Now we saw two more. You know, we had a group of four. Yep. Now we got a group of two. Maybe mm-hmm. we're halfway next week. Sexton's still impressing me is what I'm trying to get to. Like I'm still, yes, he, you know, he didn't win, but he got it done in a way. Look, I'm not out on Chase. All I'm saying is Eli's done it before. He yeah. knows what to do. Yeah. I think if someone can match Eli's raw speed, if Eli just says, hey, I'm going to go 100%, out of all of the guys, and this is 15 minutes on, not the early 15 minutes, because if let's face it, if the motos were 15 minutes, Kenny would probably have the points lead just because Kenny is so good at the beginning. Speaking right? of that, the Walton Canadian National Day, three 15-minute motos. Kenny would have won one one But Chase can match Eli's raw speed. I just don't know when he go deep into these rounds if he's able to keep it all together. That's what I'm saying. If Eli keeps getting these starts, it's over. That's a big if. Yeah, yeah, no. That's what you have to – if you're Honda and Chase Sexton – and by the way, how sweet were those Hondas this weekend? They looked awesome. Amazing. I'm really not a big retro graphic guy, but that looked really sweet. Dude, that was good. Yeah. Lars said he'd get me a shroud for the studio. He didn't. That hurts my – breaks my heart. We used to like Lars a lot too. We're out on Lars now. Yeah, yeah, I'm out. Um, so look, if you're chasing and Honda, you you have to win this title by Eli starts not being there, because he'll grind you down. Yes. Top speed, they're equal. I think or, so. Or better. Yes. But Eli's going to grind you down. It's going to get hotter. It's going to be rougher. He's got that over Chase. Now next year, when Chase has been through this ringer, mm-hmm. and there's no Eli, that's it. He's, he I can think do he's, this. he'll be the guy. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm with you but on that. But for this year, if Eli gets those starts, it, it ain't happening. Shit, I don't think if he doesn't get those starts and if he's in top five, I still think he can still do it. No, I think if Sexton gets a start and gets the lead and Eli's five, Sexton can sprint enough away. You think so? I do. I do. Maybe not at Wick. Maybe not at Southwick because Eli has put in some rides there. Even at Millville? Yeah, yeah. Dude. Yeah. New Tomac at Millville. Is insane. Well, Tomac everywhere. But I'm just saying. I, I said to Tomac uh, a couple weeks ago, I'm like, this is a good track for you. Then I'm like, wait, they're all good tracks for you. <laughs> yeah. But I'm just thinking if the, if the rest of the series, and I'm thinking of two tracks, Southwick and Millville. Are you? Okay. Yeah. I mean, oh, Millville when Tomac was riding Hondas, insane. I don't know. When I think of Millville, I think of Kenny's RCH ride. And yeah, that's true, too. Yeah, too, he crushed right? everybody there. Uh, so lots to, get, lots to talk about when it comes to this championship. It is uh, – but, okay, so – and, I, you know, I was saying on last week's show, on the Moto 60 show, that this was halfway point because Red Bud is always the halfway point. Mm-hmm. It's actually only round five. Right. So I'm an idiot. Breaking news. It's close enough. Yeah, breaking news. Anyways. Uh, Great radio. Just everyone's up Weege's butt, too, about 
two two and three one. Poor Weech. He didn't know that. Well, on the broadcast, he was like, "Oh wait, oh wait," you know. You got to know a three one beats a two two. Yeah. So. Okay. Um, so that'll be interesting to watch. Uh, so we're not halfway yet, and so lots can happen. I get it, but Anderson's making mistakes. Kenny kind of faded back a little bit. As I mentioned, those two guys had good days. We're seeing a breakthrough here, I think. Yeah. I think this is – I mean, every championship boils down to four guys, three guys, two guys, right? It is It is weird, though, because I don't know about you, but I still don't count Kenny out. We've seen – Well, I don't count him out of winning a race. Or just not – just an overall. No. Uh, what about an overall? A moto, of course. No, but, no, no, an overall. He can okay. get, I'm saying championship. Okay. I'm counting him out. Are you? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, man. Like, it, this is the first week that I actually had questions like I used to have. Like, oh, is his health yeah. getting bad no, again? Oh, yeah. So. Uh, and, and and if you're Honda and Roxon fan and all that, you can't say, like, you, what, what's Mathis Giefer talking about? These are legit questions we've always had about Kenny. Yeah. And until he proves us wrong, we have to keep ans- asking these questions, you know? Do you remember so. when we used to say that about Eli, though, too? Like... Yeah, but he still got it done outdoors. Yeah. Outdoors. Right. We had questions indoors. Yeah. Outdoors, there's never been a lot of questions about Eli. Some weird motos for sure, but not, you know, not not like all-timers, right? Um, hey, uh, Chris Kiefer, brought to you by the folks at Decal Works. Yeah. Are you still running Decal Works in Strong? Absolutely. All right. And yeah. so they got Loretta's graphics Loretta coming? Loretta's graphics coming. All right. Can't wait. Does that sound sarcastic? <laughs> Does that sound like a lot of enthusiasm or that sounds No, sarcastic? it sounded like no enthusiasm, actually. Uh, yeah. No. Yeah. Decal Works doing a great job. For my graphics, they're doing a special one-up for Aiden for his bike. So oh, that's they cool. are? Yeah. Okay. All right. So. Um, Decal Works bringing you Chris Key for the night on the show. Pulp MX code uh, saves you money at uh, decalmx.com. Uh, please check out Decal Works, officially licensed with Honda, Yamaha, Kawasaki, Suzuki, KTM, Husqvarna, and Gas Gas. And, uh, yeah, they'll give you a great deal. They uh, will do go above and beyond for you uh, for graphic-wise. We know this. I've heard this from my listeners. Also, we have um, uh, um, uh, their special license with Red Bull KTM and the Rockstar Energy Husqvarna off-road team. Promo code PULPMX saves you money. DecalMX.com. Uh, their expert staff will go above and beyond to make sure your questions are answered. Quality, service, and knowledge over there at Decal mx.com thanks for bringing chris kiefer to us on the show also firepower parts max anstey yeah bad deal yeah. riding well yeah team. hiccup motor blew up mm-hmm. team tried to put didn't swap a motor just tried to fix it and so it was it, electrical it's not what from what i hear okay no got it not electrical Unless you count clutch plates in the motor as electrical i just saw your reeves post and he said something oh the old electrical yes well in a way it could have the been. clutch plates were probably stopping the piston from firing okay. on the spark plug. Got it. So the spark plug was probably not firing Got due it. to the crank being anyway. seized up. Anstey was impressive for yes. those 10, 15 minutes, for sure. Were you surprised, though? No. I'm no, not, not at all. Not at all. Right. And uh, next week, he'll be really good, too. He yes, rides the so, uh, Firepower Parts. They're sponsoring that Firepower Honda team as well. And uh, we know the batteries uh, are featherweight lithium batteries. We know the chains are made in Japan. they got heavy-duty rollers. they got O and X rings in Japan change as well and the lithium batteries are backed by a two-year warranty firepowerparts.com check it out they've been offering superior product for over 50 years thank you to the folks at firepower kiefer 490-2531 <laughs> is the yamaha part number yep 
There it is. Yep. Uh, which is, uh, yeah, well needed, though. 702 586 7857. Give us a call. And uh, we got some lines open still. Uh, Tomac 1 1 this weekend. Sexton 2 2. Uh, Jet Lawrence's Honda Ugh. blew up. And then Hunter said he felt like his motor was going too. Kind of backed it down a little bit. So tough weekend for Honda in a sense that Jet lost the points lead. Hunter got it, though, another Honda rider. Mm-hmm. And the second motor they put on another clinic, although Shimoda ended up winning. Good job for Shimoda. First ever career yep. win by a Japanese rider and uh, first ever outdoor win for him overall. But I still want to focus on the Lawrence brothers a little bit. Um, well, we're going to talk about Lawrence brothers? Yeah. Oh, wow. That's the switch. I don't understand that. I don't get you and these other people. I don't get that. They're I'm, crushing it. I They're the best riders in the class. Correct. What do you want us to talk about? How the, do we not talk about that? Listen, it's actually this last broadcast was better. Even though Jet was winning, the focus was on Joe, which I I thought it should have been. Him passing, him going through the pack, him maybe winning the overall. I thought that was correct. Sometimes, and this is mostly in Supercross, it was just Jet, Jet, Jet. Even though... Maybe Jet had a 10-second lead. It was still focusing on Jet. Like, let's look at other things. So, all I'm saying is it was better this week. So. Okay, seven points down. Yeah, that's no big deal. No, that's what I was getting to. Like, no big deal. You DNF. Right. You know, you're seven points down. You've been the best guy. You're fine. It's fine. Right. That's what? Three motos? Yeah. If you win? Yeah. And yeah. Hunter gets second? Yeah. Like, big right. deal. But they're starting to separate themselves here. Especially it's going to be at Southwick. I feel like those two guys, I don't know if anybody really knows, but those guys were in Europe a long time, right, yeah. in sand tracks. Yeah. So, oh, boy. Yeah, I, I'm not ready to say that. Paul Malin tweeted that out, too. Oh, he did. He said, uh, wait till Southwick. First of all, Southwick is not Lomel. Uh, Correct. That, that but Southwick, it's, our, it's our Lomel. It is, but it's not. It's not it if you're a sand guy, you're going to do well at Southwick, but it does not mean you're going to crush it. Um, a lot of th- And it's tight. If you don't get a start, it's tight to get by. So I'm... They're crushing it at every track, so but I don't think there's a Southwick advantage is going to be there. Like I'd, I'd back it off a little bit if I was Malin on something like that. Now they may go one two, but I don't think it's you know it's just because they're great riders on every track. But having said that, uh, yeah, look, it's got to be weird, man, to have a bro- your brother yeah. being the guy. Yeah, you know they both want to win the championship bad. We saw this in tennis with Serena and Venus Williams, right? Mm-hmm. They would play in the Grand Slam finals against each other. And a lot of people are like, hey, man, we th- a lot of riders are like, one sister is laying up a little bit over the other. They would switch. They would switch back and forth. Correct. And the, the, nobody really knew, and you know, but that, that's what some riders suspected. There's going to be none of that going on. No. Hunter and Jed are going to go at it. But yep. I, if, when, as we get deeper into this thing, it's going to get weird. I don't think them two together. Obviously, we saw Jet make the pass and, and bump Hunter. I don't mm-hmm. know if you saw that yeah. when you were there. Uh, so it's going to be aggressive. Are they going to cross jump? No. Are they going to T-bone? No. But they are going to bump each other together away. And when you watch these two r- riders, we talk a lot about Jet, of course, but you watch Hunter ride, man. It's it's very impressive and it's underrated, I feel like. I've, and watching Jet, it's it's amazing. I'm not going to say it's not. But Hunter has a really good style of his own. And Hunter? Then, okay, so go, go ahead. So what I was saying is, like, you have Hunter, you have Jet. Both these guys are going to go at it. I think how they ride... They ride so technically well, they're never really over their limits. Like, you watch these guys ride, and you watch everyone behind them, even mm-hmm. Joe. Joe's a pretty smooth rider, and he was a little bit ragged. But these two guys can ride smooth, not over their limit, and then keep gapping the field. So I don't see anybody trying to challenge them. I thought Cooper would have been better this weekend. Yeah, we'll talk about that later. I got so, that on the list. Yeah. Um, so to me, Hunter is a great rider. 
but Hunter just rides like many other great riders. Like? Uh, like any, like uh, Justin Cooper or... Why? or no way. Yeah, yeah. Or he rides like um, any great rider, you know, Tim, Tim Ferry, whatever. They look like they're great riders. You can see the great body position. Hunter doesn't move much. He's very centered on the bike, right? Mm-hmm. It just kind of looks like a, a great rider. Jet's riding style is transcend- transcendent. Like, okay. Jet is amazing to me. Like, Jet's hurlings, Jet's tomac, Jet's not, not that way. He's not the same, but it's next level. Gotcha. It's Stu, right? It's, it's amazing his roll speed. I, he I doesn't look like he's going hard at all. Right. He, like, never kind of stops going. He just keeps rolling. And I'm just – I'm blown away by watching Jet's riding style. I'm not blown away watching Hunter. He's great. Mm-hmm. But I'm not – you know, he, he's just like a – you know, he's not Sexton, Tomac, Hurlings, rocks and level. Jet is to me. I agree with that. But I also think watching Hunter, the more I do watch him ride, and we're getting to see him, we're getting to see him ride more mm-hmm. because he's up front, Yeah. the more I appreciate what he has to offer as well. There's still a lot of Jet in Hunter. You think? Yeah. I, I yeah. think. Yeah. Um, especially this last weekend when they were behind each other and then last week, the way their feet are, the way they keep their feet on the pegs, I would say you're right about Jet. His roll speed is better. Um, he doesn't lock up his. Re- you, if yeah. you follow Jet yeah. around a lap, you will never see his rear brake lock up. Uh, yeah. Ever. No, I, I think you're right. Yeah. Um, but I still feel like Hunter is learning some of that, and he's picking that up. Mm-hmm. I mean, you ride with the guy at your brother. Why wouldn't yeah. you? Yeah. I don't know. I just I just like Hunter's style as well too. But yeah. you're, no, you are right with yeah. the fact that Jet is next level. Yeah. I'm gonna suck Jet off. Yeah. I, I, <laughs> exactly. you know, I, I think. Yeah. I think it's. It's great to watch both of them. Uh, Shimoda. I've never been a Shimoda guy. I've always been like, he's good. Um, but, like, he, he, got, he got some wins when the field was weaker. Mm-hmm. He got podiums when the field was weaker in Soupy. You know, he kind of fortunate to get a few breaks here and there. So I've always been like, eh, like, good. But, you know, whatever. Um, but maybe he's starting to be a bit more. This was, I mean, look, he goes down in the first lap, second moto. He was way far back. Uh, he fought like hell to, to move up from there. His fitness was good. This was a kid who had to try out for that spot. Yeah. And as I was saying after the race, McAdoo and Shimoda both had to try out to get a ride. Yeah. Like they had nothing going on. Mitch is like, hey, we'll throw you into some other riders. Mitchell Harrison was in there. Enzo Lopes tried out. Mumphy. Mumphy was trying out, right? And the McAdoo <clears throat> and Shimoda are guys that won rides last minute for Mitch Payton on the pro circuit team. And you can make an argument that they both delivered the most results here. Yeah, lately. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I remember watching Joe when he was on Geico Honda at Amateurs, and we would go to Milestone, and I would watch the kid ride. And I, I've been around a lot of Japanese riders, um, doing stuff with Yamaha and all these things, and I've never seen a Japanese rider as smooth as Joe. That's yeah, a good point. They're, they're usually... They're really just they're erratic. Bonsai. Yeah, yes, bonsai. Yes. Um, I think of Narita. I think of... Uh, uh, Koji Okawara, Just, I think of these other guys. That, there that was seen. never yeah. a technically yeah. sound no, Japanese no. rider. You've got a right? great point. So, but was that because he was just here so early? No. Well, I think maybe some of that. And then he had a, a coach that trains a lot of these amateur kids. Okay. And you would know Yannick. Anyway, that's his, that, was, that was his riding coach Yannick, for a long like time. like one name, like Prince? Yeah. Well, it's, yeah. It's, I can't even pronounce his oh. last name. Corvella? So, maybe, yeah. Well, he's not. I don't. Yeah. I don't know much He's about from him. He's in France. He used to race GPs. Okay, don't know anything okay. about him. All right. Good, so it, good, that was his talk. coach. Okay. <laughs> anyway, I was always amazed. Like, wow, I can't believe how technically sound this kid is. And then as he got in the pros, he wasn't that great because I think he was so technically good. 
and his speed couldn't catch up with how good he was technically. Mm-hmm. And then I think Mitch brought out some of that raw speed via like, hey, shit or get off the pot because you know how Mitch gets. And uh, yeah. I think now we're just starting to see his speed catch up to his technical ability. Yeah. Is he a guy? Like, is he a guy? He's third overall right now in points. And he last week he was solid. Yeah. It, what's weird is like. No, he's gone four three five four seven six three five one. Yeah. So discount the one seven. He's been top five almost every time. I don't know if he's the guy yet, but he's definitely going to be the guy behind the, the guy. guys. Like Marks. <laughs> yes. Gonna he's like going to be a Marks. He's going to be a Gilly. I'm behind is, no guys. Is Talon the guy behind the guy behind the guy? He's third, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, All yeah, right, he's right. behind him. All right, okay. Yeah. Human he's like when you go to the concert, he's yeah. like, you know, you kind of show up. Like, it says gates open at 6. You show up at 6.05 and yeah. you hear music. Yeah. That's Talon. That's Talon? Yeah. Is he acoustic or is he? No, nah, he's out there trying, yeah. but there's like six people watching. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's Talon. That's Talon. I mean, he's there, right? So, like, we he's, know he's there. He's speechless. But, like, is anybody going to show up for right. Talon? I mean, I don't know. So Yari shows up for me. Yeah. That's all you need is one, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Exactly. Uh, let's go to AJ on one. AJ, what's up, man? You got a rant? You got a race tech rant? Yeah. So, I that amateur uh, combine thing, right? So, I don't know how I feel about it because I know you're not a big fan on amateurs anyway. No, no, no. But, no, no, no listen, hold on. I'm a fan of... The amateur combine, I think that's a good idea. I think it's a good idea. Yeah, These so, kids are getting a taste of a national track, you know? Yeah, so I, I I love the idea, right? But my whole thing is, it's like if Hayden and um, what's his name? Uh, Hymas. The other guy. Chance. Yeah. Hymas, uh, Ryder D, though he raced in the pro thing. Uh, but my whole thing is like, what are they Therefore, like they pretty much already have rides. Like, I guess I feel if it's a scouting thing, put the amateurs like that's a scale down from from them. Yeah. Then like the teams are looking at them more because there's other cool. guys. Yeah. Not everybody in that lineup has rides. Like, there's only three or four kids in there that have rides, from what I understand. So if no, you so if you go out there whole, as a if you show up in out of a, of a out of a trailer with your dad and you get a top five, that'll open eyes. Like, not all these kids are in that race have rides, right, Kiefer? I don't see if he's yeah. – you know these kids better than I do. I but. understand kind of what he's saying is, like, right. what about the kids that don't have anything that should get uh, some spotlight on them? But if you mix it up with the guys that have something, you'll get the spotlight. So this is what I'm about to say. If, yeah. you, if, you're, if you're an amateur kid, and, I, and I'm dealing with this right now, you're going to have to dick measure at some point. So what better way right. – to dick measure than at one of these combines and see how close you can get to Danger Boy or Chance. Um, I think that is what these other kids that don't have rides need to do. They don't need to focus on, hey, so-and-so's watching me. I might get a ride because that's not happening. What's happening is you get to learn. You get to listen to a professional racer that was been there, done that. You get to learn the program. I think that is what it's more about than actually having uh, manufacturers scout amateur talent. I just don't think that is happening there. Okay, I got, I got what you're saying. That yeah. makes sense. Yeah, I don't think... I, I, I don't, think what's yeah. misconstrued is like, hey, this is a scouting combine for people to see who's coming up. Well, that's not the case internally, maybe for the outside world, but internally in the paddock, yeah. no no manufacturers are going, okay, I got to see who's doing good out yeah. here. Yeah, no, it's more about like we've seen so many kids come in, kind of not be able to handle the track, the speed, the the toughness, all the stuff that happens right. at a combine. And so these guys are like, hey, let's give these dudes a taste of this, which is a good idea in my eyes. 
and I don't see any problem with it. And then if you if you don't have a lot of support and you ride with Ryder D or Hymas or these dudes for ten minutes of the twenty, yeah, then you there's know, some potential. Tyler Keith and Will Hahn and these dudes are going to be like, hey, who is this kid? You know. So, yeah, I think it's a good idea. I think. Yeah. Okay. Right. Yeah. yeah. So, in order for you, for one of these kids to impress someone, you would have to drastically do something within those motos to get one of those manufacturers to notice you. Okay. Yeah. So this is more being a pro. Yeah. Yeah. I, all right. Thanks, I, AJ. I, Thanks, man. No problem. Thank you. Uh, all right. Uh, good to know. I'm gonna talk a little about combine for you later. My my race tech rant is about Deegan, so we'll get into that oh, as well. I want to thank the folks at Wisco. They're supporting. Supercross teams like Factory Honda, Club MX, SGB, and more uh, over the years. They've been uh, manufacturing pistons right here in the USA for over 80 years. They've got a variety of pistons from reliable forge replacements to the performance-focused Racer Elite Series. If you hover over the Wiseco logo on PulpMXShow.com, you can see the sponsor deals on there as well. So we'll save you money if you want to get a Wiseco piston. they got Garage Buddy rebuild kits. they got CV4 thermal protection stuff. they got clutch and valve chain components. Get motorsport.com or go to your local dealer, Wiseco.com. Uh, it's pleased to bring you our first guest of the night, career best finish at Red, uh, Red Bud for this gentleman, Rockstar Energy, Husqvarna's Styles Robertson. What's up, Styles? How are you, man? Oh, I'm pretty good. Just got back here to old Claremont, Florida, hanging out. Uh, how is it, man? How was your race for you? G- good job, right? Yeah, yeah, not bad. It uh, felt good to finally, I guess, kind of ride like I feel like I should on the weekend. Um but yeah, it was good. I mean, I put him at Red Bud and it was pretty unreal. Um, the <laughs> yeah. first one, I guess. Yeah. The crowd was insane. So that was sick. Um, but no, just really, I feel like the first one was pretty quiet. Like I just got a good start and was kind of, I kind of tried to stay in there for a little bit. Yep. And then um, kind of tightened up, just being up front, you know. I, I like kind of almost, I didn't have the, I kind of thought I had the pace in the beginning. Like I was kind of there. And I think it kind of almost just made me tighten up, you know. And then, uh, yeah, I just kind of dropped off, and then Seth was right there and kind of was battling with Hamaker for a minute, and then uh, I seen RJ coming. Um, <laughs> yeah. So I had to, had yeah. to empty her at the, at the end of the moto because I know how he is. He'll, you know, he, he, he'll send it until the end. So, no, it was good. Both motos, I had, a, I had a late moto charge from RJ, which was cool. I think my last lap was, like, almost one of my best in the second moto. Mm-hmm. So it was cool, but, no, I just, just pumped to finally – ride like i feel like i should in the um, like like i do on the week you know so that that was a big monkey off my back i feel like yeah it was uh it was all the races to do it like you said red bud was pretty epic like it's a pretty nice race to be on the podium with all those fans and everybody stoked and it's the fourth weekend and, and fourth of july weekend yeah it's it's a nice race to do it at um i've noticed your starts uh lately uh really really good for the most part um they've been consistent all year uh you haven't stayed up there all the time not like this weekend but they've been better i've seen you more at the front well you haven't ridden a ton of outdoors but i've seen you more at the front this year is there anything you changed or anything you did or is it just a confidence thing or anything like that honestly i think it's confidence from supercross yeah you know once you kind of start getting those starts it just kind of you know you believe in yourself um, but like kind of when I broke my pelvis, I couldn't really do much. Um, so before Supercross, like literally all I did was starts. So, like I had a week of starts. Like literally I'd just go to the track cause I was going stir crazy. I knew the first round was coming up. I think mm-hmm. we were like two weeks out and I couldn't ride. So I was like, I'm going to go to the track and at least do starts. Like at least do something. You know what I mean? Cause obviously I, I needed to, you know? And, um, I think I, I changed my position a little bit um for the great and then kind of carry that over to to the dirt 
and it's been working. The only only time I've kind of struggled is high point, um, which we, we fixed that. We know what happened there. So, um, yeah, I mean, it's been been pretty decent. Yeah, that's uh, that's awesome. That's uh, that's really good. You're outside of Daytona, which. Well, first of all, what's up with Daytona? And you like, what, dude? You, you're amazing at Daytona. What is it about Daytona? Dude, I don't know. And that, this is kind of where it comes from, like, like Red Bud, for instance. Like, yep. Last year, I don't know if you remember, second moto, I was like with Jmart in fourth, and was riding really good. And kind of, lo- I lost a front end after the mechanics area, but it's just like these places like Daytona and Red Bud, where, where I'm kind of, I guess, comfortable and I'm in the right state of mind. I feel like I'm good, you know, and then. At these other places, I don't know if I just put too much stress on myself or what it is, but I definitely need to figure it out because it, it like I was telling my parents and I told my parents and, and the team on the way home, like, dude, it feels like this three five felt easier than let's say high point where I went fourteen, yeah. Yeah. Uh, eight or whatever, you know, right? And yeah, yeah. and that's the crazy part. Thing. And you know, everyone says it to you, but you don't really believe it. Um, but yeah, I I have to figure out just. I think for me, it's just I need to be more fun and relaxed and. That's kind of where the results come. Like Daytona, I was literally I had a bunch of friends from the Baker's factory there, and just mm-hmm. literally hung out the whole day. And it was more like it was it was more fun, you know what I mean, than than really business. And and then it kind of showed. Right. I guess it's like more of like a local race. When you go to a local race, you're chill. You know you're going to do good because you're the guy. Mm-hmm. And then you go to these races, and like you said, you have uh, people around you that you're comfortable with. But for the average guy, when when you guys say, "Hey, man, I tightened up. I'm in the front," what does that mean? Does that mean you're thinking about the podium, like, oh, man, I'm up front, I'm going to podium, or my sponsors are going to be stoked, or I'm stoked. Like, what does that mean when, when you guys say, hey, man, I'm up front and I knew it and I tightened up? What does that entail? Are you just overthinking it? Yeah, I think I think it, you probably have those thoughts a little bit, but for me it's more like, okay, I'm up here, I'm staying up here, what do I do now? Like, you know what I mean? Obviously, I've gotten good starts, but I've, I've been kind of at Colorado. I kind of – was riding behind me instead of front of me, you know, and this weekend I felt like I was like, all right, I'm kind of in the battle a little bit. I know obviously I wasn't in it, but I was, I, I could see it. it wasn't like going away from me really fast. Mm-hmm. And I was like, well, dang, you know what I mean? So then I think I just started squeezing a little bit harder and trying to stay there and kind of catch up almost. And I seen them all dicing it up and I'm like, well, I want to be in there. You know, like obviously those, those three are kind of the guys right now. Um, so I think just kind of wanting to be in there bad, you know what I mean, and squeezing, just you know, trying to get there so hard instead of kind of letting it come to me a little bit. I think is why I tightened up and kind of the arms got a little tight because the the bike setup wasn't bad. Um, like I got a pretty good baseline right now. At least you know I know what the bike's gonna do. It's gonna do, you know, it kicks a little bit, but I at least it's not side to side. So mm-hmm. I have a pretty good feeling. So that's good. Um, so I think just kind of mentally wanting to be up there and like trying to be there. And kind of trying to force it. I saw him like second moto. He yep. got passed early, and then he, yep. he, you know, he came right back. Like he latched on and got back into it. Yep, that's what I noticed. Like I looking at the lap times, I'm like, oh shit, he's coming back. Yeah, you know? yeah. It seems like yeah, no. it seems like Styles for me. Like when I look at your career from the outside, just you know, I don't know you that well, and I don't know exactly your program and all that, but. You got to to me. You got to string races together. Now, yeah. can they all be thirds and stuff and all that? Sure, like that'd be awesome. But you know, in your Supercross career, your outdoor career, since you've turned pro, anytime you get some momentum, boom, injury or something. Anytime you get some momentum, boom. So, like to me, we were talking about you a couple even before this podium, talking about you after maybe Thunder Valley or whatever. And it's like, hey, it's it's coming. He's stringing these together. And if they're fives and sevens, great. If they're threes, that's fine. 
But every time you get injured, you got you get knocked off the treadmill, and you seem to have to build yourself up again. Knock on wood, you're building this thing this year, this outdoor season. No, 100%. And that was my whole goal after after I broke my hand and I was watching <laughs> watching the finale. It's like, dude, yeah. I have to be there in the end. And I, and I know this is sucks to say, but at the end, you know how our sport is. Everyone is, is you know, dwindled off and got hurt. Yeah, it's yeah. just part of it. And I'm that guy. You know what I mean? I'm part of that group. <laughs> and it's like, I've had enough. You know what I mean? I want to be the guy capitalizing on it and getting those, you know, those points that, that come a little bit easier, I guess you could say. Yeah. Um, and and that's kind of I was I was literally in California with my parents, and I was like, dude, I'm sick of this. And my dad's like, dude, you need to just just don't even worry about how you do. Just let it come to you and get through a whole outdoor season. Yeah. And I'm yeah. like, yeah, no, I, I I agree. And that's even I was talking to Will before before Redbud, and she's like, kind of like, what's your goals? And I was like, honestly, I don't I don't care how I do. I just want to get through the season. And I feel like it's been paying off. Like. You know, obviously Denver was was a career best, and then High Point. Mm-hmm. Kind of High Point. I kind of we tried something, it didn't work. Obviously, my riding wasn't great, but that kind of sucked a little bit too. So that one kind of sucked. But here again, I you know a career best. I'm um, going into Southwick. I just, I it's not even that I want to be on the podium again. I just want to be there. Yeah. I just want to do two thirties like I know I can during the week, and then go to Millville. You know, that's just that that is my goal is just to get all twelve rounds in. 702-586. Paul, you got a question for Styles Robertson, brought to you by Weisco Pistons, uh, Rockstar Energy Husqvarna team, of course. You're, you know, but the, even at High Point, like you said, it didn't work. Bike, bike, bike setup weren't that stoked. You got an eighth in the second moto. The, you know, you, you, you got an eighth. You got back up there. You didn't get knocked down and get 15th again or whatever. So that's progress to me. Like, you're right. And then, so, you know, that's all coming together. It's brick by brick a little bit. Yeah, hundred percent. It's yeah. it's it's hard too. Like a lot of people don't realize when you know you come out of amateurs and, and you do good and you you know you win or or whatever maybe you know you're just at the front. It's hard when you come to you know the pros and you mm-hmm. kind of get beat up a little bit, yeah. get injured, and you're behind the eight ball. You know, it's it's hard for people to understand really. Um, but you know, yeah. Um, just you know, got to keep keep fighting and just just trying to stay injury free. What what I think? Oh. Sorry, people don't understand too from the outside looking in, and. I haven't got a taste of this because I never was at Styles level, but I feel like there's pressure, right? You have pressure on yourself because you want to do good. You have mm-hmm. pressure from the teams because you know you're on a team. You have to yeah. do X, right? And then you have, we're moving into the setting. You got a new bike. Uh, maybe you don't have a lot of time on the motorcycle. So he has to ride at a high level with a feeling that he's unfamiliar with, right? And that forces some mistakes because, hey, man, I got to go out and freaking pin this thing. I don't know what my bike's going to do yet because I don't really know anything about it mm-hmm. yet. Yep. And that is what people don't get to see. All we see is the guys riding around on the track. Oh, that guy sucks. He's in 12th. No, there's all these different little internal things that we don't get to see. And I see that from you, Styles. Like, you're doing a great job with a bike maybe you don't know a lot about because you're kind of behind the eight ball in that situation. No, 100%. And, you know, I'm not the most active person on, on social media or anything. And, like, Dude, before the season, I'd love to know. I can probably find out from from my practice guy, like how many hours I actually had on the new bike before I went and raced in Minneapolis. Like it was pretty crazy. I pretty much just ran what they built me originally. Mm-hmm. Um, when kind of before Skewer left, and that's what I ran until I say Daytona. And Daytona, I literally had no clickers left. Like I was all the way stiff. <laughs> wow, so then we tried geez. a new setup that week. Yeah. Right. So it's just you know people don't don't see that stuff. You know, and that's kind of what sucks but you know it's, it's part of it and 
it is what it is. You know, the new bike is obviously a challenge, and you know they've all been really working hard, the whole group. And um, I think they're they're definitely trying to you know to get it better, and it's definitely shown. What is what is the big difference between you and the old bike? Like, what do you feel? I think a little bit of it is just it's it's a little rigid to me in different spots. And then it kind of has, I feel like, you know, they moved a lot of weight to the center of the bike. And I was kind of getting a a feeling of the front and the rear not being connected. Mm. Um, so it was kind of like fighting against each other, I guess you could say. Like the rear would kind of step out, the front oversteering, like kind of just wasn't working together. Um, but actually while I was in California, after Paula, um, a bunch of teams rented the track, and we rode Tuesday, and they left the, the little roller section, and it's like second lap, and I'm kind of just warming up, get to do, you know, we knew we needed to test suspension. I jumped the, I guess that ski jump after where McAdoo crashed, and there's a little rollers, and I jump, jump again, and land in a hole, and my bike just kicks me completely sideways, and I completely wad up second lap, and I go back, and Todd and, and Craig, our, our suspension guys are like, all right, we're going to make it, we're going to figure it out, and I actually got, I want to say, Tom Vielle's setup um, from the GPs, and they threw it on, and instantly I liked it. Um, just kind of was a, was a different setup in the rear end of the bike and a different fork, and it felt a lot better instantly. So that's kind of where I've been ever since. I don't even think since then I've really changed many clickers. Um, just kind of they put that setting on, and it's been like, all right, here we go. This is good, you know. Mm-hmm. I kind of. I changed gearing at high point and 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 something else, and I went back away from that this break, and I'm literally on basically my bike from Hangtown. Like, haven't really changed any clickers or anything. Just yeah. Uh, interesting. I, I had somebody tell me, tell me at KTM <laughs> the the only thing they wanted this new bike to work was through the whoops. They only cared about getting this bike to work better in the whoops. And they, that's why it's probably a little bit stiff. That's why they lost <laughs> some of that front end stuff. They yeah. lost a little bit of that feel. They lost a little bit of the turning, right? And all they wanted to do was make it good in the whoops. And this person told me we might have went too far. <laughs> so uh, it's funny. You see on the production side of things, like I feel like it's more rigid. Mm-hmm. And it, it vibrates a little bit more for me in, in, in some areas that I wasn't used to. And it is a little bit tip-in heavy, uh, which I didn't mind so much because it, it – created some more stability in some areas but yeah. it's interesting to hear what you say about in areas it's ri- it's more rigid feeling and i i'm kind of that same way in the production side of things where it's better on lean angle like roll like on throttle lean angle on the edge of tire i think it's better and more planted there but the slower speed on d-cell bumps it does feel a really like, rigid does it almost bind and then go bing nah, like maybe that's that. kind of what sounds like what style just experienced right. at paula right right <laughs> you know? like everything binds no. up everything's swapping and then it just releases yeah 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 and i think i think you hit it on on the nail like i think on on edges and turning it is unreal like when i first rode it actually on our daytona track that was the first time i kind of rode it on an outdoor setting and the ruts were perfect, and I remember telling telling the, the guys here at the base track, I was like, "Dude, it turns unreal," and I still think it turns unreal when it settles in. It, it's right. planted, and it kind of has. I feel like the balance of the bike is really good. Like it has it has a good balance point, um, and I think I, I honestly think it's gonna it's 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 honestly came a long way with for me, and I I, I really enjoy it now. Uh, fun team over there. Like Jalik is over there. Dino, obviously, before he got hurt. I know you see him during the week. And Malcolm and Supercross, RJ. Fun team over there. Is there a guy, one or two guys you lean on for career advice, riding advice, uh, chick advice, anything like that? Like, is there any anybody over there that, you know, you kind of <laughs> bond with a little bit? Uh, 
Yeah, well, we're kind of we're, we're split up. Um, uh, Elgin's anyway, so so right. it's kind of me and Jalik and Dean uh, on you know Brownie side, yep. and then you got the other boys on on the A side. Um, so definitely me, Dean, and Jalik are really close. Like, heck, most days after the gym, we go and sit at a coffee shop for like an hour. Um, me and Dean Facetime. I don't even know how much. Like, we're always talking and DMing each other. So I'm actually I'm really close with both Dean and Jalik. Um, yeah, like. It's it's pretty funny. Our our banter's pretty yeah. pretty good. And, I'm, and Dean actually Dean you would never think it just how goofy he acts and stuff, but Dean at the end of the day will help me a lot. Like when I'm down he knows and kinda kinda can help me. We all do we fight me and him fight like chicks. I I'll be the first <laughs> one to tell you that. But uh, uh honestly Dean's like he's like one of the first person to text one of the first people to text me after this weekend, like he, he does have my back, and yep. I, I really appreciate that friendship with Dean. He's if a you're good gonna dude. Get, yeah. If you're going to get chick advice, go to Dean, because look at his, his wife, dude. I mean. <laughs> I yeah. uh, he, Dean's a good dude. He is a good guy. Yep. I've got a lot of time for Dean Wilson over the years. i got a lot of respect for him, and, yeah, he's awesome. He, he gets it. Yeah, he does. He yep. really does get it. Uh, Styles, lots of um, rumors about you for next year. Lots of talk going on. What can you tell us? Uh, we asked the hard questions here on the Pulp Show. That's uh, right. What, uh, what's going on with you? Do we know? Yeah, I mean, I guess we'll uh, we'll know October first. Okay, yeah, I'm, right. I'm with the Rockstar Husky team, and uh, yeah. Oh, look at hey, that's how Dean would handle it. Very professional. Yes, very. Can we can we let the people know what we think is going to happen? We think he's going to Star Yamaha. Right. That's what we think. Yes. But we'll we'll see what happens. But October first, we'll find well, out. October first. It's uh, going to be one of those generic photos in front of a house with the hat on and white in the background. It's going to be <laughs> yeah. something super yeah. lame. Hey, yeah. rock star. Styles, go stand by your stucco. Yeah, go exactly. stand by your stucco. And take, a, <laughs> take a selfie. Oh. Uh, no. I'll, I'll remember that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Keep that in mind. Um, hey, uh, the Baker's Factory. Um, look, again, like you mentioned, there were, uh, Mike Brown is working with the 250 guys and Dino, and then the, their Alden's got his group of guys. Uh, but I am curious a little bit. Like, There's no doubt the 250 side – hasn't performed always like it's thought there's a little in the industry people are like yeah i don't know man like you know some guys are working some guys aren't and, and certainly you're turning it around here and you know getting a podium outdoors is a strong statement but i'm sure you've heard that stuff and everything else like does it bug you or do you, you know do you is it a, a reason that you put your head down and work harder or you know what's it like on that side of things yeah, I think the hard part, like like this kind of just goes back to the point of, you know, not a lot of people see the amount of work you put in uh-huh. and kind of what you're doing behind the scenes. And obviously you hear that stuff, but, you know, I'm, I'm the, like I said, I'm not really huge on social media. Right. Um, so I try not to, like, pay attention to those things and obviously hear about them. But, no, I mean, I think it's just, it's hard. It hasn't all kind of came together for all of us. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, like, Julie's had, you know, injuries. Dino's had injuries and and yeah, I think it just really hasn't shown the the amount of work that we all put in, and and that kind of sucks. But you know, Brownie's obviously awesome. He you know he'll be out there, and he's like he's been my Florida father figure pretty much since I've been here. Um, so yeah, that that kind of sucks to hear. But I mean, <laughs> dude, we're out there doing you know all we can do, and and, sure. and every day we're doing something. And and Brownie's dude, Brownie, that dude busts his butt. You know, whether he's on the tractor helping our our track guy or. Dude, he'll yep. stay in mow like that dude's always doing something and and yeah it's kind of it, it sucks for him because i know i know he definitely hears that stuff and kind of sucks yeah, but yeah. uh yeah i mean it is what it is you know this is this is where i like to pay him back you know what i mean and show him yeah you know kind of give him that motivation that you know styles hey, we're okay styles is he uh is he riding 
Um, honestly, I think he's rode legitimately since Loretta's last year, maybe six times. Good. Keep times. him off the bike as much as yeah, you can. He's Kiefer's competition at Loretta's this Okay, summer, so, so just tell him you need more attention. <sighs> Keep him off the motorcycle because I need all the help I can get. Okay. Okay, so what classes are we racing? Because we've been, I've been telling him the 25 brownie. Is looking a little stacked. I'm oh. not sure if we should race it. Yeah, I, tell him to race 25 and 50. Tell him to skip 40. No, see, I, I'm voting for 40 and 50. Shh. I'm sorry, but that's 25 <laughs> plus. We know Alessi's going to be training. Yeah, no. We know uh, Martinez is a sleeper, I feel. He yeah, is, totally. He is, yeah, Cole yeah. Martinez, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I feel like Brownie, look, Oh, Brownie's a legend. He okay. Is. And he he's a dude, that guy works his He's fifty three? What how old is no. he? No. Fifty one? I don't think he's that old. I think he's fifty. He just turned fifty. I think he's, he's the 50. same age as my parents. Okay, yeah. so he's a legend, but yeah, I don't think he wants anything to do with plus twenty five guys anymore. I know it's Loretta's. I, I know think it's you're Tennessee. Wrong. I don't think he wants he anything. Loves yeah. it. Really? Yeah, no, yeah. I think you're yeah, I'm gonna have to say you're wrong. He dude, that dude, when he puts a helmet on, I I'm scared to ride him. <laughs> he, that dude does yeah. not care. Who you are when he has a yeah. helmet on. And I think the competition side comes out and he wants to race 25 with those guys. Yeah, I just think that's that's him. Like hey. that's, that's where he wants to be. And I know some people get like kind of get mad when he races 50, I think, from kind of the stuff I've heard. Yeah. Which kind of sucks, but I, I don't know. So those I guys, think part those of guys them are crybabies. Yeah, that's just, be, just be honored that you're racing with some guy like that. You know, like, I, here's, is it true or false? You don't have to tell me, just say true or false. Is it true that he, that some of you guys might have been complaining about the whoops at the track and the bike wasn't going through him and he got on the bike and did the track and had a great lap time? Uh, I don't recall. Okay. Well, okay. I, just, I right. heard that. Really? Soupy. I heard he just got his... Soupy. heard he got his shit on, went out and rode the track, and his times were close to the 250. Come on. That's what I heard. I don't know if that's true. He's not doing that in Supercross. I, dude, He's you're not. underestimating Brownie. He's a bad dude, but... Come on. I just feel like if you gave him a week or two, he's yeah. going to be fine. Listen, Kiefer, you're a good friend of mine. Yeah. He is going to kick your ass <laughs> at Loretta's. Look at Like, I know you beat him. You've beaten him at Glen Helen. Yes. I've seen it. I, you know, I, I get Straight it. up. I know. I know. This is Loretta's and yes. Mike Brown. Like, I agree. You are in a yeah. lot of trouble. I agree. Okay. I agree. Okay. Yeah, That's I remember, why I told Styles to keep him off of it. Yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> I remember when when he he when you beat him at Glen Helen Keep, I called him, oh, and that's when after after I I seen a, a tweet from you, I believe, and I was mad. I was like, dude, you let Keeper beat you? <laughs> that's Are jacked you up. Thanks, <laughs> thanks, Styles. That's jacked up. You Keeper beat you? That's okay. sad. So Brownie hadn't ridden much. The the, the the his crew, Brownie's crew was saying, hey, look, he's barely been on a bike and that everything else. Doesn't matter. Else. I know. You know what's gonna suck? You handled him at Glen Helen. Like, but, you you handled him. But you know what's gonna suck? Styles says he's ridden six times in in the year. Yeah. And if he goes out and works me, and I'm riding like a son of a bitch, that's going to look bad dude, on me. He is. He's going to work. <laughs> well, I don't. I don't think he's going to work you. Like the, I don't know, work, dude. Work, he is pretty work good. Work you there. means to me like ten seconds. Oh, he, he might then. Ten he, seconds is not that all much. I know, <laughs> all I know is in the gym that dude blows me away. Like he'll be showing us something, and we're, like me, Dean, and Drake are staring at each other, and this is just <laughs> doing it like talking to us, looking at us, and we're like, dude, what? <laughs> <laughs> oh my uh, god! I, I'm sorry. It's Loretta's. It's Tennessee, and yeah, it's Mike Brown, who is from Tennessee. I agree. You got a lot of problems. I have to have some luck. Yeah, yeah. I have and to have I, some luck. There might be, there might be a new bike that I have seen being built. Oh, I know. That is going to be good. 
So I'm not trying to get in your head. <laughs> I may have seen something. Yeah, suck it, Styles. I know what team you're on. That's fine. Styles, so, so like, I seen it, bro. Look at, I know he's called. Hey, I know he's made a call to Buddy Antonez. I know he wants a 350. I know what's oh, going on. Oh, so now you know. Yeah, okay. I know what's going on. Okay, dude, you got some problems, and his name is Mike Brown. Hey. It's been a problem for me since I started this Loretta shit. Yeah, but you, at Glen Helen, it was impressive. Like you, Do you know how, how happy I was when he was an alternate in 2020 and he didn't, didn't make it in? Yeah. I'm like, yes! Yeah. Yes! <laughs> I, remember, I remember in 20, I'm, I, he gets on his practice, and I'm like going out from behind. And he's coming back, and he's, he's mad because he's an alternate. So he's already pissed off. He's mad. I don't know if anybody, no, not a lot of people have seen probably mad Mike Brown, but it's not a pleasant sight. <laughs> no. And he comes up to me. He comes up to me. He goes, yeah, track not very good. Have fun. I was like, oh, thanks, Brownie. He's like, all right, awesome. <laughs> oh, man. He, yeah. and it, to Brownie's credit, dude, he's out grinding with the kids. He pedals. Yeah. I, I got a snippet of what you guys did when we got invited out there in December, and you weren't riding because you were hurt. But, dude, here's the thing. We only did three days of what they did. Right. And that's a day-in and day-out thing. And Brownie's there every day with those dudes doing the same thing, yeah. minus the riding. But he's like, like Styles said, he's mowing. He's great in the track. Like, he's just on it. Dude. So, yeah. Yeah. You're, you're got, you got problems in August. I know. Yeah. I'm screwed. Yeah, you're screwed. But plus 25, like, you guys think he can actually – he can run with Mike and Cole Mar- – like, I don't see him running those guys. At Tennessee, I kind of do. Like, really? if he's okay. in shape, yep. I feel like he could. Maybe if he's not in shape because yeah, we yeah. know Brownie has arm pump problems. Right. So, uh, <laughs> Brownie in the prime of Brownie's career, he'd win a moto. Second moto, he'd get like eighth, and you'd be like, "What happened? I got arm pump." And you're yeah. like, "Aren't you? Aren't you a professional rider?" But arm pump strikes him all the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I think honestly, if, if 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 he rode enough and and couldn't or didn't get arm pump, I honestly could see him battling with those guys yep. pretty wow. pretty easily. Yeah, I like agree. I think right now. For sure, four or five laps, no problem. Because he just has that racer mentality, like that old school. Yeah. And that, that is him. Like, dude, he's old school. We'll be on a road bike ride, and he has no problem, 24, 25. And me and the boys are like, damn, dude. Like, we just raced those We're a little tired, bro. Um, <laughs> yeah, he, yeah. He definitely has that old school freaking, yeah. Uh, we got a call for Styles Robertson here from, uh, from Andrew. Andrew, welcome to the Pulp Show. Uh, what do you got a uh, question for Styles Robertson? Hey, thank you. Hey, Styles, can you talk about when you uh, fractured your pelvis? Did you ever think of not continuing riding or stopping or <laughs> retiring? And when you're riding or practicing on a test track or racing, do you ever have flashbacks to that moment when you were in Hemet on a and fractured your uh, pelvis? No. Yeah, definitely never thought about stopping. Um, but obviously, it sucked. And obviously, honestly, at first, I thought it was fine. Like I was walking on it. And I sent it to, to a bunch of doctors, and they're like, dude, you cannot walk on it. Like, where it's broke out, you're pressuring it, it's going to break <laughs> even more. Like, stay off of it. I was like, what? Like, I was walking around. Then I had to stay off of it. But, um, no, not really. Um, obviously, you'll have those. I mean, Kiefer can probably know what I'm saying. But you have, like, a little scare, and you're like, oh. But never am I like, oh, like, you know, I, I don't want to break my pelvis again or, or whatever. But, you know, you come up a little a little short on a triple, get some wheel spin, you definitely get your heart pounding. <laughs> Listen, I yeah. uh, uh, Kiefer doesn't know. I actually broke my pelvis. Mm. Styles and I have the oh. same. So you know how you're, you have a hole in the center of your pelvis, right? Mm-hmm. That little yep. that little bridge underneath, yeah. I broke that. Ooh. 
that, that part. I, that's, I, so, okay. Yeah. So the bridge, I broke the top of the bridge going into the pelvis. Oh, oh okay. So I broke the bottom part of it, and then I endowed over the bars. So what, a, is, what does that feel like when you well, do I it? I couldn't walk. Okay. I couldn't walk. I had to. I, the, the, so my injury was bad enough that I had to be in a wheelchair for like two. I, I could shuffle to the bathroom How old and stuff. Are you? 18. Okay. I could shuffle to the bathroom, but mm-hmm. I really couldn't walk. I don't know how Styles yeah, is walking see, on his, but yeah. Yeah, see, I wasn't walk Like, I'm not saying I'm walking fine. Yeah. Like, I was walking bad enough where old school Mike Brown made me go to the doctor. <laughs> like, when Brownie makes you go to the doctor, obviously it's bad. Yeah. Um, because, yeah. yeah, honestly, at him, I was so embarrassed of what I did. I was like, dude, I have to ride again. Like, I have to ride. So I was sitting there, and I'm, dude, I'm trying to, like, <laughs> I'm literally stretching it out. Me and Brownie are stretching <laughs> my pelvis out. Like, I'm stretching my toes. I'm like, Dude, Brad, I think I'm all right. And I'm, like, barely breathing. But he's like, dude, you're not. <laughs> so then, uh, you know, obviously I went to the doctor and we figured it out. But, dude, wow. dude, it's just when you're sitting there, I don't know about you, Steve, but, like, no matter how you sit, you're sitting on your pelvis. Like, dude, it was just, no uh, matter what, it was yeah. uncomfortable well, I was, and a weird pain. They told me, look. Rub some tussin on we told They told me it's going to heal on its own. It's cracked. Uh, just stay in bed rest and, you know, shuffle around and don't do anything crazy. And that's how it got better. Mm. And, because so it wasn't like broken yeah. off, right? It was just cracked down the middle there. But yeah, yeah look, if Mike Brown is telling you to go to the hospital, yeah, it's bad that news. Sounds wrong. Yeah, it's bad news. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Mike Brown, you should be like, pour some race gas on it. Yeah, yeah run some tussin on that. <laughs> yeah, be fine, son. You pour some race gas on it. That's all we did. My dad not. Don't be such a pussy. Yeah, now. yeah. Uh, um, <laughs> thanks, Andrew. Thanks for the call, man. Appreciate it. Thank you. Hey, uh, Styles, was that your old truck that you're driving in the video that came out? Yeah, actually. When my grandpa retired, he worked at a, a concrete plant or a cement plant for I don't even know how long. Um, he retired, and I was probably six or seven, and he started building that. That was kind of his retirement project. And then that's when I turned 16, he uh, gave me the keys to it, so that's definitely something I'll never forget. And uh, he actually still tinkers on it all the time. Like That's kind of his project, and he loves that thing. Here's why I like him now. See, I'm a fan now. Oh, you and Styles had beef, right? Not really beef. I just oh. said something in an article, okay. and I, he all has right. friends – that live down south. Yeah. They're like, hey, Styles ain't pumped on you. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, well, why? Yeah. Well, it's because what you wrote. Well, I'm you like, talk well, shit. shit. On riders, yeah. uh, but we talked when I was there. It's yeah, fine. Okay. But he, if people that drive, or kids, I'll say, kids specifically that drive older muscle trucks or cars, they got soul. Like, yeah, yeah. they get it. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Styles was driving that thing. That's badass. And the kid's not on social media that much. That means you're an old soul, dude. Yeah, 100%. Like, a lot of people don't know this, but I literally love old cars. Like, <laughs> Dean always makes funny, but I love, like, drag racing. Like, literally this off-season, I went for two weeks with my dad's buddy that, like, I literally would call him and just talk on the phone with him for, like, 30 minutes about drag racing. Like, dude, like a, oh, I don't know, Keeper, but like a 66 Nova. Oh. oh. Like, I'm just, I'm, I, I, I love me small cars. My favorite, my ultimate dream truck would be a 56 F100 Big Window. Okay. And, oh my gosh, and they're they're amazing. Mine's a Ridgeline. Oh boy. Yep. Uh, yeah. I've seen these tweets. Oh yeah, no. It's He's great. out on the Ridgeline. He's getting a van now. No, dude. I'm not. No, I'm not. He's gonna get a van. No, I'm not. I just I like Ridgelines. But you might get a van. Maybe, maybe we'll see. Okay. I don't make your kind of money, so I got, I can't have two. <laughs> you have five vehicles. Do you have five right now or four? You're no, down to four. Ridgeline's gone. Yeah, you're down to four. Yeah. Four vehicles for a two person. Well, no, we're down to three. Three. Oh. Jeep. You Jeep had tri- five. Jeep trick. Yep. Uh, the Chevy, yep. and then the van. That's it. So you had five, though. We had four. You, four. Two for a Heather, two for me. Yeah. 
Uh, all right, Styles. Hey, uh, congrats, man, on the podium. That's yeah, awesome. awesome. Really good. Uh, really impressive. Good job on that. And what a race to do it. Uh, of course, Red Bud is amazing. So uh, thanks for coming on, man. Appreciate it. And uh, good luck at Southwick. How, how's the sand skills? How, where are we at on that? Uh, yeah, I mean, I, obviously I'm from Bakersfield, California. Not much sand. Yep. But yep. since I've been in Florida, I like it. Last year, we qualified P2, like, I think me and uh, RJ were thin, like, freaking one ten thousand. It was something stupid, something to be mad about. So, uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I like Southwick. I'm looking forward to it. And, uh, yeah, thanks for having me on. I appreciate it. Yeah, no problem, man. Thanks for calling in. See ya. Thank you, guys. Bye. That's Styles Roberts, everybody. Brought to you by Wiseco. That was fun. Yeah. That was better than I thought it was going to be. Oh, yeah. I don't know him that well, but it was a good interview. Yeah, I feel like nice. he's good information. He talked mm-hmm. about the bike. Make fun of Mike Brown. trucks. Right. Make yep. fun of Mike Brown. Make fun of Mike Brown. Uh, motorsport.com, Fly Racing. Decal Works, Race Tech, Suspension and Engines, X-Brand Goggles, Renthal, Michelin Motorcycle Tires, Cherubis, Firepower Batteries and Chains, Maxima USA, Pro Filter, Skosh, ORW, OGO Power Sports. You got a layover bag finally. Yeah. Very happy about that. You're, you're now traveling like a normal human being. Yes. Well, layover bag from OGO. Atlas Neck Brace. I want to thank the folks at Atlas, of course. Guts Racing, FMF, Works Connection, MotorcycleIndustryJobs.com, Get Data, WUSA. Ride Engineering, Manscaped, Suspension Direct, N10 Cycles, Wisco Pistons, all on board with us tonight, as, uh, as are you people with uh, Chris Kiefer. That was Styles Robertson. Uh, did pretty well this weekend. Our next guest brought to you by Renthal, the undisputed global leader in manufacturing design since 1969. Renthal has become notorious for a relentless obsession of detail and quality through the commitment to produce the finest products on the market today. Factory Kawasaki, Factory Honda, Factory KTM using... Renthal, that's all you need to know. Uh, whether it's uh, what bar would you run if you ran Renthal, Kiefer? Which one would you do? Uh, would it fat bar? Yeah, I would run a fat bar 839. Okay. Which is the stock one that comes on the Honda or Kawasaki. Or I would run a um, 827. Oh, okay. All right. Uh, let's bring our next guest in here. Brought to you by the folks at Renthal. It's Will Hahn. What's up, Will? Uh, how's it going? How's, how are you, bud? Hi, Will. Not too bad. Oh, I guess. Uh, are you? I don't know if your phone still works or not. Are you? Uh, are you on your phone or are you on your like your headset or what are you on? How are you talking to us? Uh, AirPods. They bad. That doesn't sound great. Can we just... uh, okay. Well, hold on. Renthal dot com. Uh, fraction of a second, a few grams, a couple of millimeters. It all counts. Welcome to the winning world of Renthal. And also, you want to talk about better? Detroit League Gas Gas Team using Renthal as well. It's a little better. A little better. Slightly better. Yeah, yeah better. That's better. That's better. Oh, okay. Uh, okay. Hey. Okay. We can deal with that. We just had Styles Robertson on, uh, third overall for the kid, and kind of slowly getting better this outdoor season. He's been up and down, um, but yeah, Styles Robertson, Wilbur. Yeah, no, I think uh, both motives are strong uh, all the way to the end. Uh, can't knock anything. It's cool to see the progression as well. Mm-hmm. I think um, the confidence is needed. Like I feel like everyone was like, oh, well, he does you know a couple good races at Supercross a year, and you don't hear much from him. But it's nice to see the progression, like. That you saw as an amateur as well, and, yeah. and the promise. So it's it's cool to see that paying off one. So for me, that leads me to the next point. I don't see progression from your guys in the uh, 250 class right now, Wilbur. Like, uh, uh, I know. Like, and look, I'm not bagging on because look, Mosman just won a moto. Probably should have won a moto at High Point, and did tipped over this weekend. Pierce Brown had some bad luck with a rock in his chain that caused him to like endo. Oh. But like, you're seeing this side of things, Wilbur, with your team. In the 250 side, it's not – they're not quite getting it. It's it's up and down. It's a roller coaster still for your guys. Oh, and it's, and it's tough, right? Well, you're, you're finding that balance of, 
you know, and, and obviously I'm learning too. I'm not acting like I just stepped into this and I'm like, you know, I'm not Eldon. Uh, I don't have the, the, the championships, but I, you know, I do have seven or eight as a manager, so I know what it takes. Um, and so, and one of my own. So it's like, I try not to second guess myself that much. And I try not to like be too confident as well. So being very humble and, and with it, but it's frustrating. But at the same time, when I look at it, um, here's Scott third in Supercross. Mosey got third in Supercross. Justin got third in Supercross. It's banner years for all of them. Mm-hmm. So we're doing the right things, right? Where it's very hard because of your last race was shit that it's, it's very easy to get uh, too honed in on the on the now and mm-hmm. realizing that like Mosey won his first Supercross, he also won his first Moto Outdoors this year. Like Justin was on the podium a lot in Supercross, best result in Supercross, uh, most consistent in Supercross. So it's and same with Pierce. Pierce got multiple podiums this year. So it's it, it's tough not to get in that when you have a, a weekend that you're not really I would say proud of on paper, right? And yep. Uh, and there's a point of trusting the process and a point of um, panic buttons as well. But I think right now we're still doing fine, and we got a lot to figure out, and we need to be better still. Yeah, yeah. I'm not saying this. Uh, I'm not bringing this up to be like it's terrible. But how do we, how do we get to a level like, even like Hammaker, like who you know probably doesn't have the top end speed of Mosman. He's been he crashed in the second moto while he's up front, but like he's been consistent and. You know these different guys have been consistent, and how do you get past that? How do you how do you get to that level? Where I'm not even talking yeah, about winning. I'm not even talking Jet or Hunter. I'm talking, hey, look, a bad moto for you is eighth. Mm-hmm. Right. No, which which I agree, but that's, I mean, if that's what you're asking. That's where Michael's at right now. Yes. I mean, yeah, yes, excluding yeah. the one moto at, at at Hangtown where his bars were folded around his gas tank. Um, other oh, than no, that no. one, yeah. Um. So yeah, I mean. I think Pierce is in that position where he needs to find that consistency, whether, yeah, take a 10th. And, you know, am I telling him that? Yeah, I am. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think that's bigger than anything is finishing this whole season. Like, we have a goal of finishing this season um, and every race. And and that's going to build you into what you want to be in the future, right? You you just got third in Supercross. Uh, You need to finish every outdoor. And not only does that help your fitness, it helps – damn sure confidence so uh that's what we're working on even though this weekend like i said didn't go good mm-hmm. um but that's the goal yeah yeah that's the the magic if you could do that flip the switch and you could sell that and make a lot of money wilbur well i just know like i, I know it from experience i mean mm-hmm. the only year i finished a complete outdoors or the, the second year i finished a complete outdoor season i won the next year in supercross right so it's it's, it's not like you know it's it's a consistency on the bike that adds up to fitness that adds up to confidence that adds up to you know, everything, really. I'm going to say something super weird, and you can oh tell me if I'm right or wrong. Okay. Uh, inconsistency in motocross is more consistent than being consistent. Do you understand that? I, I would agree with yeah, that. I, like, I mean, yeah. you look at a guy like Dunge's career, right, where that is so much more rare right. than it is to have his career. Well, that's right? what I'm saying. So, There's very few people that are like a Carmichael or like a Dunge or like a I, like. There's less of those than we we're always talking about. Oh, Mosman's crashing or so and so should have won. He didn't win. It's like that is more normal than it is seeing the guys winning every weekend. Like that's no, very no, rare. Totally. How beside you yourself were you when Ricky missed, you know, Supercross, the whole Supercross season when he blew his knee out? I was. Right. But how surprised were you when I missed an outdoor season? You're not. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's just one of those things where it is difficult, and it's gnarly. It's, it's, 
it's honestly more gnarly to complete the season and be healthy. And not only that, just being healthy, but let alone being, I think that's something that we all take for granted when a Dunge, an Eli, guys like that, that win Supercross and outdoors and doing 29 races. Um, I think we really, really take that for granted how much of an accomplishment that is just to stay healthy, let alone win both. Correct. Like it's, it's honestly insane. Renthal.com bringing you Will Hahn on the show. Uh, Barsha started slow outdoors over there, but yep. as he talked to us, he had COVID. Maybe they were you guys were off a little bit on the bike. You've made some big bike changes with the frame and suspension and a lot of changes. He's coming around 8-3 this weekend for third. That's a little fortunate third overall, but he was still, until he crashed, which was a pretty gnarly crash, uh, he's been better uh, after since third round on. No, hundred percent. And I got to give, you know, it's going to sound stereotypical and all that, but like, I got to give a big nod to the team too. Like these guys have been really working their ass off along with Justin and, uh, we're kind of chasing a bit at the beginning of the season. And that's due to, you know, went pretty deep into the Supercross season trying to get third overall, which was, you know, influenced by obviously an accomplishment that he hadn't achieved yet. And also it's a good bonus. Of course, he really, he really went uh, for it at all costs there. He really, really went for that third. Uh, well, I, dude, I got into it with a DM earlier with this. This, I mean, I, it just it is what it is, right? Oh, the DM'd you. They DM'd you. Yeah, it's it's never ending, dude. It's one of those things. But and it's it's funny too because now nah, it's a whole other discussion. Right? I'm not going to get into that one right now. But yes, we went a little bit too deep into Supercross and we too deep into a few turns as well. Too deep, um, yeah, yeah. And yeah. so it's one of those things where yeah, we 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 stayed on the Supercross program probably a bit long, and that's that's going to hurt you the first couple of rounds. Uh, we're a little bit behind testing. Obviously he got sick as well. didn't help. Uh, we're coming around. I think, like I said, these guys have been working their, their asses off. Um, it shows. Uh, and we knew that we actually needed a break for him. We had to get some more seat time and that's what we did. And it shows this weekend. Yeah. Eight three is lucky, but I mean, he wasn't lucky this weekend. He was up front, both motos. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Moto yep. one, he, he stacked it in the rollers pretty hard and, uh, I'm more impressed that he jumped the leap with his bars the way they were uh, than I am the third second moto, to be honest with you. Wow. Now, when, do you have data on his stuff, like suspension data or, or, or engine data after a moto? Can you guys see that? Yeah. Uh, yeah, for <clears throat> sure. For sure, engine. Uh, suspension, I think we run it when needed. I okay. don't know if it's on every time, but that's... And I could be answering this completely wrong right now, and I could be messing up the crew chief, but I don't think suspension. But, yeah, engine, obviously, yes. Can we ever get, like, maybe, I know you got shit to do, like, like you got anything to do at the races, but an average RPM range for Barsha during a moto, just the average of where he's at in a moto. So, you, yeah, I'm, I probably could do that, but you'd be surprised. Really? Um, because, yeah, especially lately, like, what we've been working on, like, during the week, you'd be really surprised. Um but even that, but at the race in practice, because we'll talk about that, we made a pretty significant gear uh, gearing change from Moto Two this weekend, or uh, sorry, Moto One, and um, which would the gearing change would that we went the direction would make that worse if you're a rever. Um, oh wow! And so you're telling me you're going was, back to a thirteen counter? No, okay. um, but <laughs> but bigger rear. Okay, um, got it. So yeah, so it should have been obviously worse as far as that goes but when we look at the data it was actually better he was running third in a lot of his turns versus second um so it was actually cool to see that because you you would think you know outside looking in what the way that justin rides you would think automatically you know you got two teeth in the rear or something like that you're going to be like wow it's not going to be better well it was you know he's able to carry third in a lot more places correct yeah which makes sense because he can actually shift up instead of trying to go in second it, yes 
And exactly. It, and I don't know, you've ridden the motors, but like in the production world, even when I've had a built, uh, you know, KTM, Husqvarna, gas, gas engine, it's still, the character is still the same. It still likes to be revved. Out of all the bikes that I've ridden that are 450s, the that engine invites guys to let it rev it out more. So for me, I think it is a Barsha-esque motor. Yeah, and I feel, I mean, the same for the 250 too, right? Where yeah. I ride both of them and I'm like, it's kind of strange because when I ride the 250 a little bit here and there, I'm like, well, I end up revving it pretty hard. Correct. And I kind of almost, you almost feel bad right at the end, but I'm like, the, but it likes it. Right. Like you can feel the chassis likes it, the engine likes it, kind of everything. And uh, you just end up riding that way. But yeah, no, I, I would I would agree with that. I mean, I haven't ridden, um, you know, the 450 in stock version or anything like that. I've been lucky enough to just ride Justin's, but um, yeah, it does like, does tend to like that. When you guys have suspension like, or like he says, hey, I need to, fix my setup why wouldn't you guys just use some stuff that's already out there from previous years on that generation frame or doesn't it roll over to him is it just that much different <laughs> um i mean if it was only that easy right i mean we, we to be honest with you and completely transparent we have um okay. you'd be surprised what we ran through uh there was one day probably about a month ago that we ran through uh anything that had hit the podium i'd imagine um hmm. just to see you know and then get a direction as well uh, and and that's the luxury of being a part of this this brand and and being um, you know it's worldwide as well and, and they win a lot so it is really cool to be like hey let's let's try this and um, let's pull from that and oh well you know Zacho did good this year or you know Coop is riding good here or Marv or I mean hell even Europe you know Crowley I know we ran a Crowley setup at one point last year I mean pretty sure at Millville last year was really close to Crowley so it's 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 uh it's cool to be able to have that knowledge from the the whole group worldwide as well. Um, hey, I'm, this isn't going to happen, and I'll talk to Kiefer about this later in the show, but I'm pounding the drum. Look, the team's going to be Coop, Sexton, Tomac, unless things get unless somebody gets hurt. Does Nation's team, that's what it's going to be. Jay Coop hasn't been as good as he was in the past. He's going up and down. I'm banging the drum now. Barsha on the 250. Let's do it. Wilbur, I asked him about it after the race. He's like, yeah, I'll do it. Let's do it. Let's get it's that funny. going. I listened, I listened to the interview this morning, um, and I'm surprised that uh, in a way that uh, he didn't, I mean, I know he was excited, but I, I thought he'd even be a little bit more. Um, okay. But I, I know, I know that that dude will go for USA, no matter yeah. if you guys ride a tricycle, like right. he doesn't care. No, he's there. He's willing to do whatever it takes. So, um, he's like, that happens. He goes in the I'm interview for it. He's like in the interview. He's like, yeah, give me a couple of weeks. I'll be good. <laughs> Could you imagine him on uh, the F? Oh, my God. That's what I'm saying. He'd be fine. Revy, he'd be, he'd be, oh. he'd be fine. Dude. He's not heavy. He, and especially, like, you know, the last, no, I mean, he's, he's you know, 155. He's fine. Yeah. Um, and, I, and I think also at that, like, I mean, the last time we saw him ride 250 competitively was 2012. Um, he's pretty young then, too. Like, I would say he was probably 20. 21 maybe he's fine he's fine um no no not even 21 he's younger than me so yeah no he's he was probably 19 or 20 and um i think you put him on that thing now with his strength and and a bit more years and i, I think it would be pretty damn impressive to be honest yeah i agree man and look if, if jay coop was on top of his game I, i'll send him like i'm all for that yamaha good coop's been there he performed you know before it got rained yep. so i'm all fine with that but justin cooper has not been the same guy we got to pick a team here in the next 30 days yeah. or so like, want to pick the top guys dude, and drop and them down? USA keeps losing. Right. Let's try something else. Let's put a 450 guy in a 250. Nothing wrong with Mosman's bike. You just want a moto, so you know the TLD gas gas guys have a strong machine. Barsha can, yeah, he'll do it. So, you know, let's do it. 
Let's get it. Let's get it. Let's get it going on. Didn't Hannah drop down one year? Yeah. Oh, Hannah did. Wardy's done it. Yeah, a lot of guys dropped down. Yeah, yeah. it's happened. Van Horbeek did a few years ago. Caroli did. Uh, yeah, it's yeah, Van Horbeek's massive. Yeah, Van Horbeek's a big dude. <laughs> He's right? a so. shit brick house, dude. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, he is like literally like six of me. He's a linebacker. <laughs> yeah. Dude. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think it'd be fun to watch him yeah, ride I'd, one. That'd be great. And I was watching it, and I told this to Aiden while we we're watching Justin ride. Is do you know how strong you have to be to ride like Justin for thirty plus two? It's like, a lot of work. It's insane. Like I purposely tried to be lazy so I don't have to use energy. Right. And he is just yeah. using energy all over hell. Yeah. yeah. No, I agree. So that's that's me, and that's that's what's funny is like uh, when we talked early on, like when this be you know kind of came to fruition and like i was coming over here you know primarily at first it was to work with him um he was the one yelling at me and saying i need you and uh, i'm lucky that it turned into what it did um but he was the one doing it when we sat down and talked about it you know it was more so i'm not going to change you it's more how do i get you more fit to ride the way you want to ride right Mm because in the end game he's probably at this point not going to change a whole lot um, yeah, we're getting better at certain things and brakes and gas and, and clutch and all that, but <clears throat> at a point, it is what it is, right? So it's more so getting him fit to, to ride that way. Yeah. Uh, Will Hahn here brought to you by Renthal.com. Renthal, official bar sprocket of the uh, TLD Gas Gas team as well. Um, Wilbur, got you good this weekend. I hid behind that van for 10 minutes. Are you seriously 10 minutes? Yeah. This is what you're doing? Yeah. This is how far it's come? Yeah. You will hide places I mean, for 10 minutes. Will, will, uh, will rode an escalator, crouched down for like five minutes to get me at an airport. Yeah, no, I will literally, I would, I would, I would do unspeakable things to make it happen. Like, I'll do whatever it takes. I'm about 4 1 right now in the outdoors. I'm, I'm crushing it. And you only get one yeah. per day? One per day. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And that's different state because we found that out at Redbud one year because he got me, I think. I got you in the morning with Hilton. I think you got me on the bus. I night. got you on the rental car bus, and you said, no. I said, no, we're in a different state. We were in Illinois, so it's fine. So you got and, the rules And it made out. sense. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, it made, it made, um, it made total sense. This, weekend, really this, this weekend, a guy made a shirt up with Will's I face. I saw that. And the middle finger. That is great. Dude, how good was it? And it's hilarious, too, because like he came out of the truck, and uh, my wife came to the race this weekend. And he was, you know, looking, hey, you know, where's Will? And she's like, hey, can I just get a photo of that? You know, he's probably like, what the hell? And he's like, yeah, that's my husband. And he's you know, he's probably like, wow. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was the Johnny Cash shirt, right? Yeah. Yeah yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. And then put me on that with, and also found a picture of me with my braces, luckily, which is always nice. <laughs> It's it's uh yeah it's and now a, it's evolved to when people just flip off Will yeah all the time. no well no I got I got a guy flip me off hey Mathis I turn around he flips me off oh he's like that's for Will hey so we're 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 walking out uh, to the rental car at the end of the day and uh, Moses with me Pierce is with me and we're walking out there and this guy goes hey Will fuck you, you, just, you know, just right in my face. at the end of the day you know it's pretty rowdy they're pretty drunk and like both the guys are like they're like who was that guy i go i have no idea it's just the story of my life yeah, uh, yeah. and mosey's you know it's yeah, quiet christian right. get yeah, yeah. mosey mosey's definitely got his eye on will like i don't know about this yeah guy. exactly yeah, yeah yeah he's i mean i mean i'm not gonna try and deny that i don't do some sus things that would make you feel that way <laughs> you can't deny it no you can't yeah. oh i love it um. All right, Will Southwick. How we how we feeling? Ooh. Uh, we're ready. I mean, Justin. Uh, Justin loves that place. So I think he's had some uh, really good luck there. And I mean, his skill level in the sand is ready to rip. Uh, Timothy's. We're. I mean, kind of like my post this morning. We're just regrouping. We're ready. We're gonna um, 
and we got to be better. So that's all we can do, right? Are you taking a crap right now somewhere? Where you at? No, is it weird now again? No, now you're fine. You're in the bathroom for like a couple minutes, so I'm like. <laughs> that's awkward, but <laughs> I mean, if you want me to go back to it, it's not quite Keith After Dark yet, but. Uh, no, we got Keith After Dark coming on later on. Um, huh. Yeah. Talon's Talon's always, Talon's wife Yar Yar is in for that session. Yeah, so. stick around. It's gonna yeah, be, stick oh, around. be great. All right. Um, now I totally lost my train. Well, Barsha's good in the sand, dude. Like yeah, he's gonna no, be fine. He's good at Southwick too. Yeah, yeah. that's great, what I mean. We'll time. be yeah. good. Uh, I mean, so so will Mosey, so will Pierce. We just got to um, tighten it up a little bit. I mean, honestly, there's nothing else you can say about it. Mosey's kind of like for me a little bit like Chase. You watch Mosey ride, great. On the bike, technical, smooth, and then just kind of craps the bed every now and again. It just crashes out of nowhere, right? Yeah, and, and they're not big. It's it's more you know normally a little bit of a and, yeah. wash or yeah, it's something mm -hmm. something that's pretty minute in a lot of ways. Um, and I think that makes it more frustrating for not only him but obviously us as well because you're like you're you're, you're so close, right? Um, to, to being this this uh, this guy that you want to be in so many ways, so. It's tough. Um, I mean, trust me, he knows, and he's aware, and he wants to be better, too, and the kid's motivated, so um, so I think he will be. Are both hey. these guys locked in for next year? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, will, you worked with Schmoda, right? A little bit? Yeah, it was briefly. It wasn't oh. as long as I wanted to, but I did get to know his family, like, pretty decent, his dad, and, and obviously, and him. Uh, yeah, really good, people. good job for Schmoda this weekend. Crushed it. Honestly, yeah. honestly, it was really cool to see. And then, obviously, I know Nick's helping him now, which yep. um cool for Nick because Nick, I know how much pride he takes and how good of a job he does and everything he does. So it's also cool to see that um, and the mutual respect that we have for each other. So, yeah, yeah and obviously, Joe. Joe's been at it a while. Um, he kind of was in that, like, that luau, not really sure what he was going to do when Geico folded and was kind of left to dry. And to see him kind of revamp himself, like, how cool is and, that? And look, I feel like he's buddies with the Lawrence brothers. They're all friends. I understand that. I feel like they push him around in Supercross, outdoors. They get by him. They pass him. They don't, you know, yes. it's, it's hard racing. I'm not saying it's bad. But I feel like in hard racing circumstances, the Lawrence brothers have really had their way with Shimoda. In Supercross, Shimoda tried to take a couple guys out, and it was terrible. He... He had no idea what to do to T-bone guys or anything, you know? Yeah. I don't think he, that's not his game. So it's nice to see him get this win. That's yes. that's where I'm at. Like I was the same. Beating the Lawrence brothers, you know, all of that. Like, I like that. Uh, good job. Yeah. It's just cool to see, you yeah. know, just staying at it. for for. And honestly, I felt the same way when Joey got third in the first moto. I was like, yeah, Joey, that's both awesome. Of the, both yep. the guys where I was like, this is this is just cool to see. Where yep. and, and I feel like that's the weird thing about Red Bud. There's always guys, maybe not win, but podium too. Yep. Like it's always there's always someone there that gets steps on the podium that's like it's his first or Ryan Mills a winning a moto. Right. Ryan Mills out of nowhere. Yeah, I mean yeah. I think even on Star, like not to be disrespectful, but I think that was Harrison's only podium. Uh Masterpool um, in a moto. Masterpool Master. on, on Star? Yeah, but he didn't podium. He didn't? No, he led no. for like fifteen minutes. I thought he like got he... third. I thought he got third. No. He was Hold on. He might have got a third in a moto. That's what I meant, in a yes. moto. Yeah. No, I don't think so. No? no? I just I remember, remember that one year he came so. back and he led for like almost 20 minutes was leading. No, I think he led for a good pit of it, and then I think him and J-Mart, or J-Mart, remember when J-Mart and Dylan crashed before the leap? Mm -hmm. He crashed there. Yeah, it's another kind of weird thing, too. Like, Masterpool leaves AO or mutually, how whatever the hell happened over there. Um, yeah. Barring bar a used bike, get his boat suspension, and 
and does well. Like oh, yeah. He, Th- he, Ma- Tom Masterpool, thir- 313. He podiumed. Thank you, Mathis. Okay, he did. Apologies to Steve Mathis. <laughs> Apologies. I don't, I don't apologize for nothing, but yeah. He got third um, in a moto. Uh, Ty Masterpool is a unique individual. I don't understand some of the career moves. It's very odd. He crushed it this weekend. But here's what he has to do. Keep crushing it. Right. Keep racing. Right. Don't stop. I feel like that program would have been fine for him over there. Like, I well, felt he didn't like, like Will. No, no, no. I'm uh, talking about the AEO. Oh, KTM I thought you the star team. thing. No, 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 no. He didn't like Will. I'm kidding. I'm joking. I know. Right. But I'm just saying, it's just kind of weird that he, he bounced yeah, from that and I, got on. I, I don't know, man. They make decisions on, you know, for different reasons. They're, they're, they're a tight family. They got their own program. I don't know if everything suits them. They just leave, you know? So, yeah, it's it's weird, but good job to talk. He crushed it this weekend. Yeah, he did so great. keep keep that up, right? Yeah. That's what you got to do. Um, uh, Will Hahn on show brought to you by Renthal, of course, Renthal.com. Oh. What? I was going to say, I was going to ask Will, how do you think Ryder did for his first race? Uh, I thought he did great, to be honest with you. I mean, I, I'm sure there's always the hindsight to it where he's going to fix a few things here and there, but considering how far he came back from Moto 1 and probably used a lot of energy. Yeah, that's what he told us. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I mean, and you know how that first race is. That just the anticipation and the mental energy you use from that is enough to wear you out, right? Where you've been waiting your whole life for this. You also want to make a statement because you only get one time to make that splash, right? Where you want to make it known. Right. And you go out and you crash in the second turn of them starting third. Yeah. Like, you're, you're probably picking up your bike going, like, you got to be fucking kidding me. Right. Yeah. And so you move on from that. You charge the whole moto. And then to, like, be in the fight, the second moto, like, legitimately for 25 minutes is pretty good sign that this kid's going to be something, you know? You know what's odd, though? So I talked to someone who would know. Mm-hmm. I thought Ryder D is just the next one in line, right? He certainly had a great career as an amateur. Mm-hmm. He's got no deal for next year. He's riding for a ride. Mitch is full next year. Oh, There's dude. no spots at Mitch, Mitch Payton's team. What? So, like, yeah, he's full. All his guys are coming back. So, like, Ryder Francesco is not set for next year. That, to me, was strange. I just don't see Mitch just saying, all right, bro, you're dude, on He's your- got no contract. I, I understand that. Yeah. But at some form, I think he still maybe gets the exact bikes that the guys do. He gets the same equipment and okay. maybe a bonus program, yeah. and he's there on. But are you surprised to hear that? Yes. Yes, I, yes. I was too. Yeah. But so, I don't see just Mitch saying, all right, man, if you get a contract, yeah, peace out. They don't, I don't see him doing all of this work for him this many years mm-hmm. and then just bouncing on him on his first year of pro. I just don't see that. I mean, that's yeah, pretty much Saturday, uh, like what I imagine. Like, I'm just trying to uh, get this drop that's, in. That's one of my, that's one of my all times. Um, it's almost as bad as like Eli Manning funneling the, fumbling the ball from the snap. Like, I mean, that's in my opinion. Like, if he's not signed, I don't like. What are we doing here? Right. Well, you, tell yeah, him. he groomed him and then just said, "Ah, we're all full, dude." He he does not have a contract. Trust me on that. Now, right now, right. He has not does not have a deal. He will have and a Mitch contract. Is full. Tell after Moto Two, he's probably had six in his lap. In his email inbox this morning. Okay. Well, I'm just telling you, there's an opening maybe for Gas Gas. Another rider. Add it, add it Will. Make well, it bring him on in. I am ready. I like him and his family, so bring him on in. He is. I mean, he's a good family. Dad's a cool dude. Yeah. I think they listened to Pulp. I know Ryder D called in years ago. We had really? him on the show, yeah. I like I like him. I like his dad. I've never met the mom, but right. the dad's cool. No, honestly, great family. Like, any dealings I've had with them and any discussions or just do a chat at an amateur national, like, awesome, awesome family. Well, Will, uh, they're awesome, but you're not. Uh, we got to go. Uh, thank you for calling in. Um, I'm kidding. You're awesome, Will. Hey, who who does a show on Sunday? 
my minions wanted to not have a show on Monday. They, they. Well, I mean, I get it. Fourth of July is more important. And we got a party. It's, just, it's America's birthday. They, they run the show. Marks and the, the other guy in the corner there. They wanted the show tonight. I'm glad you finally admit that. Yeah, they, they wanted to do it. So I'm like, okay, cool. Let's do it. So we're that's what we're doing on Sunday. I don't really like the negativity. You should have came up here uh, uh, with Kiefer. It would have been fun because we had a barbecue. We were lang- we were lounging out in the pool. Yeah, we had some music going. Would have been a good time, Will. Was he nude at any point? Well, Aiden came, so we kept it PG. Yeah. Yeah, you like that? Hmm. So. <laughs> but I, I mean, still don't I, believe that all the clothes were on the whole time. Man, but there's two pieces, right? There's two pieces out there, so that's fine. I'm I'm down with that. I like a little right, bit. I li- I don't like everything to be shown. I like a little bit a little of mystery. Yeah, a little yeah. bit of mystery. Yeah. Hey, man, you beaten off? Right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right, Wilbur. Thanks for calling in, buddy. And by the way, I'm not going to Southwick. Uh, wife's birthday this weekend. I so don't believe that for a fucking second. Uh, I'm not going. And I don't believe. <laughs> did, did you catch an earlier flight? I all my life, yes. I we got on the eighth. So so funny story, right? So it's every time this happens. We're driving in, it says ETA, 7 o'clock. Because, you know, you gain the hour, all that. Mm-hmm. We got out of there in good time. And looking at the Saturday night flight, you know, so I'm like, hey, let's switch to the earlier one. I tell Pierce and, you know, my wife and stuff like that. And was that was LAX or where so was like, it? LAX? Yeah, back yeah. to LAX. Yeah. I'm like, I, I searched my phone while we're driving. And, United? Um, yep. Yeah, I'm like, boom, 830. I'm like, okay, let's switch to that. So I call, switch the flight. As soon as I get all that done, there's a wreck on the interstate, of course. And then now now we're, like, kind of pushing it a little bit. Yeah, so I was in that. I saw that. I got stopped there, too. Yeah, and I'm like, oh, that's about right, you know. So then we get a little bit nervous, and then uh, watching their TSA pre-check, so that took a little while. But we get on. Everything's fine, right? So we get on the plane, and then there's someone trying to – a family sits down or comes on the plane. Well, there's someone in their seats. Well, these people will not leave. Like, I think it must be, like, I think it's Southwest where you just sit wherever you want. <laughs> So they're, like, not going to leave, period. And they're, like, causing, honestly, a scene. So they come on, they escort them off, they talk to them, they come back on, they're back in these this family seats, which I'm like, this doesn't work like that. And this, this lady's, like, saying that she spent three grand. And I'm like, well, that sucks for you because I spent 600 round trip. I don't know what flight you booked, but I wouldn't have spent three grand on but it. But hold on. Coach. Like they, so the, the, the airline issued them the same seat. Like, they both had boarding passes with that seat? No. I, I Well, I don't know. I don't oh. think so because I hear her say, I don't know. I just sat here because I have a star where my seat number is. And I'm like, well, that's, it's not Southwest. That's not how it works. I don't even know how you got on the plane. Wow. Hey. wow. And I'm like, this is this is weird. So it's a scene, right? And now it's starting to dwindle past like the 830 departure where this was a good idea. And it was starting to get closer to the 930 departure where I was already on. And I'm like, okay, this is getting worse. Well, eventually these people, they got escorted off the plane. They didn't get to fly home with us last night, but wow. we still made it early. So and I was in my bed at about twelve thirty. I saw the gate, LAX nine thirty United. Yeah. Saw the gate uh-huh. when I was walking to go to the United Club, and I, I'm like, oh, okay. Come back, and I am sneaking up against the wall before the gate because it's a different state. Different state. Okay. I can get them again. Right. Yeah. And I'm just like looking, and I'm like looking, and I don't see him, and then I hide behind like a garbage can a little bit, and I, this family's watching me. I can see not, you did not hide behind a yes, garbage can. Yes, I did. Oh, my God. And I saw this family watching me, and I'm just like, oh, shit. Like that, they probably think you got a bomb dude, or some right, shit, right? right? And I'm just creeping hey. along, and then I'm like, wait, he's probably at my gate. He's waiting for me That's at my gate. It's too much stress. Like, why do you guys dude, deal with much. this? Why do it's you guys too- do this to yourselves? You guys got fantasy and this other bullshit flip-off game. That's too much shit. Yeah, so I'm like, where is this mf I'm like looking, 
Nowhere to be found. You guys need to simplify your so, life. <laughs> no, Commitment's no more sad tonight. You? Fuck it, I'm out. What round did I get you when you came on the plane and you were dead? Oh, that was uh, that was Lakewood or Hype? Was it High Point? Uh, I can't remember, so but he, you got on the plane because I, so I hit at the gate. I got there extra early. I'm, I, we're he, on the I same flight. We're the on the same podium. flight. Yeah, you know, I, I saw him on the upgrade list. I saw S Matt, and I'm like, oh, it's on. So I got to the gate extra early. And I hid behind where the stewardess and everybody are that check you in. So I'm, like, behind their podium because I'm, like, no one will come back here. I just went back there oh with my bag my hit. So, and, and so I'm, like, I'll just stay back here until I watch so that when they board 1K, I'm, like, I'm going to get him. As soon as they call 1K, he's going to storm up here, and I'm going to be sitting behind this and ready to just go, you know, fuck you. And so I give up because he's not there. So I'm, like, whatever. So I board and get on, and I'm, like, I am, like, on the edge of my seat in the aisle seat just waiting for him to board. Basically, my hand up already put yes. people off. Just yeah. He's, on, like, he's, I, it. he's still wide open. I walk to the plane, turn the corner. I'm still at the front. He's, like, double barrel in the in coach. Yeah. I'm, like, done. I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> hey, can okay? Can this happen? Can you guys make a rule here? Can I help this? Okay. If one of you guys do not go the race, but one does, can you hire a hitman to help you? No, I don't think so because then you won't see him coming. You'll you, right, it's, it's, but that's the thing. Yeah, but you have. Oh, that'd be so intense. I would be on edge. I would just have. I would just wear a football shirt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That should be legal. Hire a hitman, right. but you know who the hitman is going into the weekend. Oh, I tell Will. Hey, yes, I, I hired oh, this oh, guy. Yeah, yeah. Here it is. Oh, you know who it is. Yeah, be on the edge for them too. Yes. Right. Yeah. Oh man, I gotta really hate someone else. This is gonna be bad. Yeah. So maybe you should hire a hitman this when weekend. When he for got when I when he got me on the plane, I was just like, so like I, like, I didn't even look at the upgrade list. I didn't know he was on my flight. It was a failure. It was just I'm, a failure. I'm calling yeah. this right now. Yeah. Jimmy Dakotas is the hitman for Steve this weekend. We're in Southwick. It's Massachusetts. Jimmy Dakotas is Steve Mathis. Okay. In Southwick. All right, right. I contact so Jimmy that D. is the guy yeah. you got to watch out for. Yep. He's little, too. I I mean, he's little. I might not he don't need to hide behind trash cans. He just walks behind He'll it. sneak behind. Yeah. 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 He's fine. Yeah. He's like Bilbo Baggins he's from like, The Hobbit. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. All right. Um, Yar-yar got that. Only person that laughed about that joke. I don't want to put him off. I just want to hug him. I know. You can't be mad at Jimmy. He's so nice. No, you can't. You really can't be. Oh, man. All right, Wilbur. Thanks for calling in. Appreciate it. Uh, always fun to have you on for sure. And uh, enjoy Southwick. <laughs> All right. Thanks, boys. Have a good night. All right, see, you, see you later. That's Will Hunt, everybody. Brought to you by the folks at Renthal. Before commercial break, let's get this gentleman on. Hmm. Brought to you by Acherby's, uh, industry leader in aftermarket dirt bike plastics and accessories at Acherby's USA. AcherbysUSA.com on the web. Uh, Jason Anderson, Barsha, many others using uh, Acherby's Plastics, Cooper Webb as well. Fine-tune their products. They're off of the highest level of performance and protection in the industry. Bring your bike back to life for the Cherbys. Got a bike? Got a bike? Um, let's bring our next guest in here. He is uh, the ambassador of Canadian Moto. He oh. is uh, coming back from the Canadian uh, uh, National right now. Goldie! Hi, Galdi. <laughs> Hello, Christopher Kiefer. <laughs> that uh, is, that's the way to be brought on the show right there. That's Galdi! Uh, Galdi, can Dylan Wright go undefeated? Can oh. he pull us RC and Stu this season? I would say there's a pretty high percentage, man. He is domination right now. He, he if that In the last moto, he rode at 65%, 70%. Oh. And he won by five seconds or so, but he was yeah. not. 
he 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 definitely could turn it up anytime he wanted. And unfortunately, uh, I mean, the guys behind him are riding amazing. Like yeah. not, it's not like they're riding shit, but he is he's on another level. Basically, he just on, said that without saying level. that. Yeah, yeah. He, dude, <laughs> the little bit I've watched, he's he's gone, gone. I didn't watch today, but yeah, yeah so, he can he can turn it up. He started. Uh, I can't remember if it was the middle. I think it was the middle moto today because today was the sprint thing, the three moto format. I think it was the middle one. He started seventh or eighth, and he's in second by the end of the lap. Like wow. he's, he, yeah. he's going by guys that they're just like they're nothing. It's, can uh, we say that the depth of Canadian motocross is not what it used to be? It's not. It's not. No, I mean it, it's definitely not. Like you're, we don't have the Phil or the Gurky or uh, you know maybe when the Millsaps the Purcell. We don't have that kind of name right now. Um, it's kind of funny. Someone actually just tweeted this before I got on the phone about why is it why is it so. Uh, like not so deep, and and it's funny because all the teams got an upgrade as far as budgets and money and support, but it hasn't really transitioned into trying to find somebody that has a bit more of a name and a following to kind of help sort of create a little bit of deepness. Mm-hmm. And then the Canadian side of it, there's like a crazy amount of young talent coming up, but they're not quite on the. They're not there side. yet. Yeah, they're not there yet. And then the COVID side of things, you know, like do you got to be vaxxed to get in? Don't you got to be vaxxed? And I don't know how that's all working for guys. And then the other thing, who the fuck are you going to hire to beat Dylan? Like, it's got to be somebody pretty legit. Right. Like, it's going to cost you some money. Like, you know what I mean? Like yeah. the Bogles or, you know, these guys that are running eight, nine, ten. Marshall Weldon? Could Marshall Weldon's got 10th. Could he beat Dylan? No, he was here last year and he got smoked by Dylan. Did Phil beat him? Phil was... He beat Phil beat him, him one year, the next year Dylan got him, yeah. Okay. yeah. No, 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 no. The year oh. that Phil uh, was fast, that was Fasciotti, because Dylan was on the 250F. The, oh, next yeah. year, the next year he was racing Dylan, and that's when they collided at Sandley. He beat Dylan in two motors, I think, out of, say, six or something that we had at the time. At, he was, I literally he was beat there. the shit out of him. So, yeah. <laughs> peak, uh, peak er- era, Fasciotti or Dylan Wright, who's better? Ooh. Or or peak Clat Clat dude peak Clat was my guy. pretty good dude peak Clat was insane yeah oh oh six Clat was unreal on the Honda yeah six Clat was unreal oh eight nine Fasciati, uh even fourteen the year that Fasciati battled Phil like he was what was I think it was eighteen he was uh, oh fuck that's a great. Dylan is unreal right now, but again, I, maybe like we're talking, the competition isn't quite there to kind of make it be as legit. I, I'd have to give it to, to Colton. The mm-hmm. amount of people that he knocked off in right. those years that he won was pretty uh, pretty stellar. Galdi was back on the TV show. He hasn't been out west, so okay. he was back on the TV show yeah. calling the action at nice. one. Yeah. Felt yeah. good, boys. I'm not going to lie. It felt freaking good. I had a good time out there today. Good That's time. Cool. Yeah. I How like was it. the track at Walton? Up, um, it actually was pretty good today. Like it, it's, it's. I, I don't know if you guys have seen it down there. I've obviously watched some of the, the AMA ones. Colorado's a similar type dirt, but I really think that the tracker guys are having a hard time to make hard pack clay type tracks a good racetrack anymore. I don't know if it's more machinery or or what it is, but they can pour water to it. They can rip it. They can have ruts everywhere. The track just kind of falls into a one main line rut hmm. situation, and that's kind of what we had today. There was a few options, but literally the only guy being able to use them to make something work was Dylan in the 450. In the 250, if you ventured out and did something, um, like Ryder McNabb was the kid trying to try different things, it, it bit them. Like they'd lose three or four bike lengths, and then they'd have to try to close back up again. Perfect example the final moto, Harrison, uh, he hole shots. And leads wire to wire, and I think he was the fourth fastest lap time of the moto. Wow. 
Uh, Natsky was faster. McNabb was faster. Pickle was faster, but they could not find a way to get into a line to make a pass because they all just kind of drifted. If they went wide, it came back into inside in the next turn. Or, and, and Harrison was just fast enough and good enough, and he was playing good defense that the, a pass never really kind of came to uh, fruition. And Josiah Nazi PRMX took the win. Uh, he, Dude, uh, yeah. first pro win. First pro win for him. First uh, pro win for the team. First team. First win for the team. First mm. win for Julian. It was a big day. Yeah. And uh, dude, that guy was legit. Like, obviously, we saw what he did. Right. He was the Paul Pipex fantasy guy for. Uh, yeah, he was good. Yeah. <laughs> Excuse me for Fox Raceway. Yep. And was he the one that hit the pole, or was that Gilbert at Hagtown? Uh, Gilbert hit the pole. Uh, oh, okay. yeah. Yeah. Okay. So uh, anyway, so I guess after. I guess it was Hangtown. Did he ride Colorado? I can't remember. He did. Now. Yeah, I think he okay, did. Okay, so yeah. maybe it was after Colorado. He was heading back to New Zealand. Like, the, the, yeah. it wasn't working out. That You know, the phone wasn't ringing. He was hoping he was going to get something. Uh, he has got no money left. And him and Julian, I guess, have been talking. And they made it happen literally within the last, like, seven days. He was actually going to come race my local race, an ammo race, last weekend. And they're like, yeah, we're just going to pass on him and sort of just chill for the weekend. And then here he goes. He went one one four. Uh, in the three moto format, Olympic scoring for was at six points, so to take the overall, and uh, he he was yeah he was good today. Like he was yeah. he had to go, he had to go in the B practice and still was able to get second fastest lap time. Canella ended up beating him by right I don't know, like point two or something uh, at the very last lap of the A practice motos. But uh, yeah, he, and I guess he's here now. He's here for the rest of the it's year. Cr- so I'm just looking at results from uh, April 14th because Aiden and I went to Cal Classic. Uh, Josiah, what's his first name? Josiah. Josiah Natsky went 9-2 and got 6 overall. So Hawkins won the overall. Uh, Lesler and Viney. Brock Bennett, Desmond Spears, and then Natsky. But he got second, so something happened in the first moto. But Yeah, but I was there and watched him ride, and yep. he got gapped. Yep. Like, I'm thinking, okay, this guy's okay, but he's yeah, not yeah. great. He was 11th at some, I think on 11th in a moto. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. So between yeah. April and now, the kid has yeah. done really well. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Good story. He's been living in his truck, I guess. He's on full low budge, and... He had some guy buy him the bikes that he rode at those AMA races, and he's connected with Julian. And, and Julian's that guy right now, right? He's kind of like pulling these these guys out of the mm-hmm. the pasture, if you will. And and this one here looks like it. Well, I mean, we're only round one and whatnot. But so the plan is he's going to stay for the rest of the outdoors. He's going to do the uh, the small amounts of Supercross, and if it all makes sense, it looks like he may ride for Julian this winter in in AMA Supercross, and then come back to Canada. That was all the conversations today. Yeah. That's, you know, this is all within seven days, so if it all pans out, pretty cool. But seemed like a really nice guy. He had some family with him. This one guy was with him. And uh, we're whacking people tune in from New Zealand, watching today. So, yeah, he was legit, man. And, and he's a little bit older than uh, – actually, I guess he's about the same age as Harrison. They're like 23. Yep. And then the Piccolo McNabb are, you know, they, they still can't get into a bar in Canada. Actually, maybe Quebec, I guess. But, and then uh, um, how many points did Piccolo lose today with the bike, bike issue? Uh, he, he lost 12 points, and he was up two. So I think I believe he's down 10 now to Harrison. Okay. And he is 20 up. Uh, Harrison's 20 up on McNabb. Okay. How many right. rounds left? Yeah. Uh, five to go. So ten, ten more motos. It's, it's kind of funny. We're, we've done four rounds, but they've actually done ten motos because of these two sprint things. And then there's ten, ten motos left, and uh, uh, three sand or two, yeah, two sand in a row. Hard pack, then a sand, then a hard pack. Uh, see you later. I mean, frick, dude. Dylan Wright yeah. and sand. Peace. Yeah, yeah. No. Well, I, yeah. I, I think he goes undefeated. I mean, it's he is. I mean, these next couple ones obviously are great for Tyler, the sand, long motos, the heat, all that stuff, but they're, they're all the same stuff that Dylan rides. Like, they're literally the same dude 10 or 12 years apart from each other. 
Right. Uh, you know, kind of thing, right? Dylan and Tyler both born and raised on the MX101 property in Sandalee. They both actually rode for Gopher Dunes. They both love the sand. It's yeah, it's it's not playing in any cars of anybody else. Uh, Dylan is he's definitely on another did, level today. Did you guys up there in Canadian Moto see Dylan doing what he's doing now? Because I was up there with 101 racing, and Dylan was on the same team, me and Jimmy, and I I just didn't see it. I didn't see the this what I see now. You know. So uh, it was actually funny. Steve can I don't know if he remembers this or not. So he did the MX101. He had a couple of good motos. Did he won them overall? in 17 i think it was and then got hired by Diggs, and mm-hmm. or maybe it was 16 and then got hired by Diggs. and the first two years were okay he won another one overall a year or something like that but crazy raw speed with like crashing like just and breaking bikes and all this kind of stuff and then all of a sudden in 18 uh, or i'm sorry 19 it just clicked and he stayed consistent he won the title and all the speed and skill set that he had just kind of elevated, and it's he hasn't lost since. Hmm. He hasn't lost the title since uh, since nineteen. He's won the, the what well, that was a two fifty, and then now he's won back to back four fifties. And right now, sitting on a perfect season, like and the way he's riding the four fifty, like I've never really got a chance to watch a lot of the GP guys, but more of American. He's got a little mix of both. Like he's loose on the bike, but he's like really in control of it too. I watched him today. There's this like sort of like out of a, a left hander sharp rut up his face of just hard pack and the bike just got loose and just, it just like, and it came like out from underneath him and he just muscled it all back to it. If that was myself, it, my bike would have went into the parking lot. Well, first of all, you're, was, the blue crew is never getting sideways. So don't worry. Well, true yeah. enough. Yes. I mean, I mean we, we, yeah, but, <laughs> don't just, just settle down on that. Uh, so yeah, but he, he's impressive right now, man. And, and uh, he's found, he's, I think a lot to do with Colton Fasciotti helped a little bit. He kind of calmed him down and he, He's learned it. If you watch the show today on, on uh, replay later on, he, he says in his interviews, he's like, man, I just, I'm really focusing on when the track is like this to kind of just be relaxed and not be so hard on the gas and, and be nasty out there. He's got to, he's flowing a lot more. So Ryan Gold on the show brought to you by a Cherbies USA at a Cherbies USA on social. Of course, uh, great plastic, great stuff. Uh, Galdi, are, are we, it's July, yes. so it's early, but here we go. This is what I want to hear. Are we committed to world vets? Yes. Done. I'm, you know, I'm, I'm 100% committed. Already talked to Galdi. You about lost this. your number one plate, but you'll come back to try to get it. Well, I'm to be honest with you, I've I've been riding a lot more this year. Uh, mm-hmm. So I've been racing a lot of my races, and I raced again this weekend. I've got a lot more, a little more time on my hands. Business is good, so I'm pretty sure I'm going to try. I'm going to I'm going to battle the uh, the cash the cash class of 40. Oh wow! Cash. Here we go. Yeah. Here we go. Yeah. Now we're yeah. talking. Now my, this is what I want to hear. Yeah, yeah. What works connection yeah. perch and call, fucking there you go. That's all I need. That's yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> and then that way he only has to ride two motos. Doesn't have to ride three. Right, right. Because a three moto format this year for you guys. Yeah, they they, they they're going to try to maybe uh, try to work the track a little they've better. Got, maybe try to have a little more safety. Got corrals now. <laughs> We've got yeah. corrals. Maybe we won't have an ambulance crossing the track in the middle <laughs> uh, of a moto. So all this sounds like it's creating for a very sort of dull, boring weekend. The show, the show might not, you know, not be as good. Come, come, ah. Not be as good as what we created that last time. But I mean, we want I'm less organization. Not, I'm, chicken, I'm, chicken has his pickaxe. Don't worry, chicken will bring his pickaxe. Yeah, okay, yeah, that's good. That's that's uh, but I already talked to Gali, so he's just going to come out here and live with us for about two weeks because. 
There's yeah. a Team Pulp MX 24-hour of GH team, too. Yeah, yeah. Oh, so, he wants to do that. So He's we're in? just going to have 24 hours of GH fun and then straight into the Vet Nationals. I mean, wow. let's, let's just go. Wow, there we go. Let's do it. Uh, I'm all up in that GH. Yep, I'm into it. <laughs> up in that GH. Uh, all right, Goldie. Well, yeah, oh, yeah. Uh, by the way, Marks, we have a Goldie drop. He's very excited about this, right? Yeah, I mean, he he deserves it. Right. I don't know where it is. I, I've never I never had one, and to be honest, with the very first time it. I did the show, I'm like, okay, i got to say something good to get a drop. <laughs> and then Marks dropped it like, <laughs> good job, three Marks. or four shows back, and I'm like, fuck, that sounded like me. You guys are all pussies. There we go. That is right there. You're all fucking pussies. Yeah. I, be- I believe Darkseid made it. I just played yeah. it. Uh, Thanks, Darkseid. Pony made it. Darkseid. Thanks. He, he's... He is the heart of the show, really. He is. He, really he is. runs it. Yes. Yeah, uh, yeah, thanks for thanks for. We just want to check in real quick. A commercial yeah, break, buddy. but uh, yeah, man, check in real quick and Canadian national update, courtesy of Goldie. Goldie. Yeah. Thanks, Cheers, Goldie. Boys, enjoy the uh, rest of the show. Thanks see you, man. Me. Thanks. That's Ryan Gall, everybody. Canadian Moto update. Let's go to commercial break, shall we? Ricky Gilmore's coming back. Jason Thomas coming back. Marshall Welton Jason coming back. Who? Jason Thomas. Jason Plessinger. Yeah, Jason Plessinger. We'll okay. explain when All we right. come back. All right, everybody, we'll take this commercial break. Be right back after this. God bless. At motorsport.com, our ride started in 1999 with a commitment to making your next ride your best ride. We take pride in having a huge selection of gear, accessories, and OEM parts for moto, street, off-road, ATV, and UTV. Riding is what connects us and makes us a family. From the track to the trail, tarmac to open roads, we're all connected because we ride. And that's what motorsport.com is all about. We've got your back. Our unrivaled and dedicated team of gearheads are willing to go that extra mile. No gimmicks, just high quality parts, the best customer service in the industry, and free shipping on all orders over $79. Our passion at motorsport.com is to ensure your next ride is your best ride. This is our invitation to you from riders for riders. Visit us at motorsport.com. Hey, in case you didn't know, Racetech is the world's largest aftermarket suspension modification company. All Racetech products include award-winning goal valves and settings are 100% guaranteed and made right here in the U.S. of A. Racetech also offers state-of-the-art precision engine services and parts to all engine builders. The staff has over 65 years of championship winning experience. It's so good that many of the top privateer teams such as SGB Honda, Team Solitaire Nuclear Blast Yamaha, and Motul AJE Gas Gas, as well as Jerry Robin, Kevin Morans, and many more, Choose Racetech for their superior performance, reliability, and their customer service. Hey guys, what's up? My name's Kate Clayson, and I choose Racetech because I love their desire to strive for perfection. I think we all know that perfection isn't possible, but getting to perfection is always the goal, and I think that is something that both myself and Racetech have always worked towards, and I think they can help you get there too. Hey guys, this is Alex Ray. I use Racetech components in my SGD suspension and also the Racetech engine. The reason I like it is just because uh, the engine is super reliable, tons of torque, and also on the suspension side, it just gives it that flush, nice feeling. Hey, it's your boys over at Team Solitaire. If you don't run Racetech, here's what you do. Put your hands behind your back and run your face into a f***ing wall. Racetech.com. What's up, guys? This is Kevin Morans, and I choose Racetech because of their convenience of having Racetech centers all around the United States. Obviously, within my Decker Performance suspension, works really well. They're very high-quality performance product, 
Definitely check them out. Hey guys, this is Jerry Robin, uh, and I choose Race Tech because uh, the reliable motors, good power, good suspension, and obviously it's great people around, and I've uh, been there for a long time, and they're awesome. Visit Racetech.com and use code PULP22 to save. Love the guys at Works Connection. They continue as a 10-year sponsor of this show because, yeah, just like you, they're committed to the sport for 33 years. They've been designing and distributing leading-edge performance products like the Elite Axle Blocks, Elite Clutch Perch, Pro Launch Start Device for performance, radiator braces and skid plates for protection, along with a shock pump, attack, hour meter, and more for maintenance. Works Connection, great guys up there in NorCal and super cool company. I'm more stoked to be uh, associated with them. When you take a look around the AMA pitch, you'll see Works Connection proving ground for products under the canopies of Team Honda, HRC, Star Racing, and other top teams. And the best part of this whole deal is if you use the code PULPAMX20, you get 20% off your order. Visit your local dealer, check out motorsport.com, and uh, ask them to see the Works Connection product line for 2022. Great company, great products. Check it out. Thanks to Works Connection for coming on the show. PULPAMX20, the code to save. With 80 years of experience manufacturing power sports pistons right here in the USA, Weisco has evolved into a full range of performance components for dirt bikes and other power sports machines. Whether you ride a two-stroke or a four-stroke, Weisco has a variety of pistons from reliable forged replacements to the performance-focused Racer Elite series. Weisco has recently expanded our Racer Elite line with SX and MX proven USA-made connecting rods. Now adding to the Garage Buddy Build kits, clutch and valve train components, and our CV4 thermal protection line. This makes Weisco your single stop performance name. Visit your favorite online or local dealer or Weisco.com to find products for your machine. Maxima Racing Oils was created for world class racers who challenge the limits of possibility. Their demands on equipment drive us to look beyond conventional ideas and to exceed industry standards. It's in our DNA to identify problems, formulate solutions, and execute at the highest levels of competition. Case in point, the championship-winning Factory Kawasaki Race Team. Longtime Maxima partners who extensively use Maxima throughout the bike. Maxima's USA-made products exceed JSO requirements and can be used in all motorcycle brands. Kawasaki, Honda, Yamaha, Suzuki, KTM, Husqvarna, and more. Maxima Racing Oils. Experience the difference. Visit MaximaUSA.com for more information. In 1990, my dad, Jamie Gregg, started Guts Racing. Guts stands for Gregg's Ultra Trick Seats, because I was just a little kid that wanted a trick seat. And if you're out there looking for a trick seat, go to GutsRacing.com, your local dealer, or Motosport, and place your order. Support the people that support Pulp MX. You can use Pulp 2022 for 20% off at GutsRacing.com. FMF Racing is proud to celebrate over 45 years of fun, building every FMF exhaust right here in the USA. Owner and founder Don Emler may have started FMF Racing in his garage 45 years ago, but Don is still hands-on in our 100,000-square-foot, state-of-the-art manufacturing facility in Southern California. FMF's goal? 
Design and manufacture the world's best performance exhausts, 100% in the USA under one roof. FMF is a proud sponsor of the Lucas Oil Pro Motocross Championship for over 25 years. Superfan Dylan here. The only thing I love more than seeing Eli win... Whoa, wait, Dylan. Sorry to cut you off like Steve does his callers and guests, but a lot has changed. Similar to your favorite rider being on a new team, the new Michelin Starcross 6 tire range provides significantly improved performance and durability. Designed to win. The new Michelin Starcross 6 tire range offers up to 16% more traction when new and up to 19% more traction when worn in comparison to the previous generation. This means consumers will not only benefit from improved performance on their first few rides, but that this performance increase will continue throughout the extended life of the tire. Michelin is a legendary innovator in motorcycle tire technology, and thanks to Michelin Silica technology, the Michelin Starcross 6 tire range provides up to 11% more durability than the previous generation. This means consumers will enjoy the significantly improved performance throughout the increased life of the tire. Take it from me as I, too, have to buy my own tires. This added value is great news. The new Michelin Starcross 6 tire range is available in six versions, specifically sand, mud, medium soft, medium hard, and hard versions, with the naming designation corresponding to the type of terrains and conditions where the tires were designed to win. Another innovation is the Michelin adaptive design, with specific positioning of the tread blocks in three zones, central, intermediate and lateral zones with the single goal to offer exceptional grip for the front tire and exceptional grip, traction, and longevity for the rear. To learn more about the new Michelin Starcross 6 tire line and all the quality products that Michelin offers for motorcycle segments that Steve cares nothing about, visit michelinman.com motorcycle and then visit your local dealer or online retailer to choose Michelin product to maximize your riding experiences. Also, too, make sure to follow at Michelin Motorcycle on Instagram and Facebook. Attention riders, welcome aboard the all-new Atlas Vision. We hope you enjoy the added mobility, quicker flight time, and additional views. Please follow along as we outline the safety features of this revolutionary device. The first thing you will notice is the added headroom. The fore and aft positions no longer come with annoying restrictions, so feel free to move about the cabin. Quicker flight times can be achieved by unmatched comforts and unencumbered movements. Yes, we're built for speed and comfort. And now available to all customers is a 360 panoramic view. Go ahead and look around the cabin. These new angles are available at no additional charge. Located on the underside of the frame is the gold standard of impact absorption, D3O. In the event we accidentally take a trip to Indonesia, we suggest that you remain with your neck in the underextended position and allow this proven material to do its job by reducing the forces over 50% better than ever before. Although the Atlas Vision will not be noticeable, it will be there when you need it. If you are riding with a child or someone who requires assistance, secure your vision first and then assist the other person with a prodigy, tyke, or brawl. We ask that you keep your brace on until your moto is finished. We remind you that Atlas makes flexible neck protection. Tampering with, disabling, or destroying the product is prohibited by the limited lifetime warranty. You will find this and all other safety information in the user manual located online at atlasbrace.com. At this time, we ask that you remain standing with throttles in the wide open position with your elbows up and hips fully unlocked. Whatever that means. On behalf of the captain and entire crew, thank you for flying Atlas Vision. Enjoy the views. 
For over 30 years, Decal Works has led the industry in quality and customer service by offering the best custom motocross graphics, plastics, seat covers, and Rider ID products. Decal Works is officially licensed with Honda, Kawasaki, Yamaha, Suzuki, KTM, Husqvarna, and Gas Gas. Their expert staff will go above and beyond to make sure your questions are answered. Decal Works is a proud sponsor of Red Bull KTM Factory Racing and the Rockstar Energy Husqvarna Factory Off-Road Team. Visit decalmx.com and be sure to use promo code PULPMX at checkout. Quality, service, and knowledge is what makes Decal Works stand out. Decal Works, number one for many reasons. Yeah, welcome back, everybody. Hey. Show presented by Motorsport.com, uh, Fly Racing, Decal Works. Chris Kiefer in studio here. Uh, we have Marshall Welton coming up. we got Ricky Gilmer coming up right away as well. Uh, looking forward to, uh, yeah, having a great show. And uh, thanks to Will Hahn, Styles Robertson, Ryan Gold for calling in already. Yeah. Uh, uh, really fun to have him on. Maxima USA. Pulp 20 is the code to save with Maxima. Biowash. Are you down with Biowash? I'm down with Biowash. Think about how many great products they have. The, 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 the contact For trainer. how long they've had them. Right. The chain guard. Yep. 927. Right. Biowash. Have you tried it? Of course. I use Biowash all the time. It smells good. I just didn't think you were a Biowash guy. Biofreeze. Remember Biofreeze in Canada? Nope. Okay. Uh, Pulp 20's code to save MaximaUSA.com. Love the products, whether it's two-stroke oil, four-stroke oil, Biowash. Uh, of course, the suspension clean and the SC1 as well. Thank you to uh, Maxima USA Pulp 20 to save. Pulp 20 at ProFilter.com. Sold through Motorsport.com. Power Sports dealers nationwide. You can pick up a pre-old, ready-to-use premium air filter, oil filter for your next service. They make uh, top-quality air and oil filters for dirt bikes, side, street bikes, side-by-sides. And everything in between, thank you to ProFilter. Use the code PULP20 to save. We'd really appreciate it. Also, thank you to Skosh. Skosh. Get the boom bottle still? You still doing the boom bottle? I would love another boom bottle if possible at any point because I've had mine for over two years. It's a little ragged right now. It's mm. getting thrown around. Mm -hmm. still works. So I do love those things. All right. PULP2022 is the code to save at Skosh. Skosh.com, S-C-O-S-C-H-E.com. Over 40 years in business, visit Skosh.com. Phone mounts, chargers, cables, power sports, clamps. i got a base link modular charging system here I like that. as well. Yeah. I don't know if it charges with your case on. It does. It does? Yeah. Okay. It's charging right now, see? Oh, wow. Check it out. Uh, thank you to the folks at Skosh and Skosh.com. Pulp2022 is the code to save with those guys. Skosh, bringing you our next guest on the show. This gentleman is uh, one of the guys behind the guy. This is my guy. This is your guy. That I picked for my 100th show. Your guest. My guest. Ricky Gilmore. What's up, man? How are you? Good. Thanks, Steve. How are you going? We're good. You know this is Kiefer's 100th show, and he requested your presence on. Yeah, yeah. How's it going, Chris? <laughs> What's up, Gilly? How are you, man? Yeah, good. Thanks. Gilly, so I got a, a DM from a, an Aussie today with, a, with an action shot of you on the bike. Oh. Honda. Is, am I looking good? Looking good or all right? Are you... Are you um, are you were you number nine one six or something? What what was it? Ninety one. Ninety one. That's it. Okay. Yeah, send that to me because I I, I just told Gilly the other day when I was I saw a video of him riding that he still looks good on a motorcycle. He hasn't ridden in a while because he was injured, but like he looks a little Tomac ish when he corners. Oh wow! <laughs> if he like heard that, he he thinks I'm the biggest goon because I always <laughs> ask him like, "What gear are you in there?" 
And he goes, dude, if you know what gear you're in, you're going too slow. <laughs> uh, this gentleman also asked, uh, do you miss uh, Vegemite or Aussie meat pies more? Meat pies, for meat, sure. Meat pies? I've got Vegemite. Yeah, mum sends Vegemite, but meat pies with tomato sauce on it. And then I'll get a, uh, we call it like a jam split, like a jam donut. It's like a split with a glass Coke. From okay. the bakery, that's the best. That's the best? Okay. Wow, he kind of yeah. looks like a little Travis Preston-ish right here. You think? With the no fear and the showy. He's not that tall. And he's on though. the he's Honda. He's tallest, TP. Yeah, no, but it just looks that way. Okay. All right. I thought he looked a little Jimmy Allen. I'll send this to you, uh, Gilly, so you know what's up. All right, thanks. Uh, thanks for coming on. Appreciate it, man. 1-1. Uh, one, one. Eli had been going 4-3-2-1 uh, to start the year, and then 1-1 one, one this weekend, and his starts were back. Uh, I know, Gilly, that's all due to his suspension, uh, the starts, but that's really what, what really helped him this weekend. Yeah, his starts are really good. The, the team did a lot of stuff during Supercross, and then now Eli's just getting a feel for the dirt because he figured it out on the grate, and then now was just getting a feel for the dirt, and that helped him a lot. But the, that's credited to the team. They were doing a lot of clutch stuff to get him comfortable and to get him how he liked it on the track and, and for the starts. Yeah, for me, and, and people are like, why'd you pick Gilly to be on the show? Show sure 100, yeah. Uh, there's always someone that you need in your corner that's going to help you be the best. And I feel like like Ricky's kind of that guy for Eli. I mean, Eli feels comfortable with Ricky. Um, as a guy who tests a lot, I respect the suspension guy because basically those are the guys that's – they're just getting shit on all the time. <laughs> if something goes wrong, it's suspension. Hey, so – to divert from this a little bit, I, yeah. Ricky, you know Dan Worley, right? Yep. I had Dan Worley on, and Dan went from mechanic to KYB. Mm -hmm. And then he started Suspension Direct, and they're on our show, and really smart guy. Dan was like, I've had the opportunity to be suspension people for the teams mm -hmm. and riders. He goes, I, I can't do it, man. I can't do it. It's <laughs> too hard. Like, the, there's a lot of finger pointing. It's never perfect. You know, you're always working your balls off. Like, it's just it's a it's a really tough spot to be in, Gilmore. And you know you've been there. You're in the job now. But Worley was like, I don't want that. I don't want that pressure. And I don't want you know. Very rarely does a rider be like, Yeah, it's great, man. Leave it alone. Yeah, th that's because Worley's too intelligent. He's too smart. <laughs> like I, I, don't, I don't have the brain cells he has. So I gotta gotta get in and work the angles in the trenches. And <laughs> <laughs> he knew to get out of the game. Look at him now, like because he does. Like my dad's a CNC machinist. And he was trying to teach me that growing up, and I couldn't get it at all. And Dan taught himself. Yeah, he did. He yeah. did. That's impressive, yeah. I just feel like uh, being in a position that Gilly's in, it's uh, it's rare that you get thanked or noticed yeah. when a team does well Yep. Uh, because they're behind the scenes. They're not out in the front. And a lot of times, of course, it's engine. But in the 450 class, you've got to have a, a chassis and a suspension that works well. And uh, for me, it's just really interesting to hear Ricky talk at times. I listened to the show when he was on last time talking about suspension and uh, Phil and all these things. And I just think it's interesting for me from my background. So right. that was the reason. Yeah, show 100. There it is. Ricky Gilmore. You could <laughs> yeah. add anybody. You could add anybody on. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, I'm a techie yeah, guy. Yep. yep. Uh, question. I'm going to start this out. Okay. So we know Eli went back to an air fork, correct? Yep. What are the so for the average guy listening to the show, compared to what Eli was on before to now, what is the feeling that he wants? So if to try to relate that to the average guy, like what's he looking for? 
he really wants good comfort in the hands, but it's got to ride tall enough that the bike doesn't pitch. But so we were on the hybrid because that has the best hand feel, but the PSF performance, it didn't have the comfort, but it had, it had more performance than the, than the hybrid, but it was roll reverse in, in supercross. Cause we have the dampening for the holdup in supercross and you don't really need to rely on the, the air spring and the spring as much as what you do in, in motocross. And the way Eli rides, it's it's more about the way he rides. Like, I was talking to him after Hangtown. I'm like, I was giving Kenny good props. I'm like, you know how Kenny, like, he's really good. He rolls out of the throttle smooth. And Eli goes, I don't ride like that. I just, like, 100% gas and then 100% yeah. brake. Right. <laughs> so I'm just like, yeah, uh, okay. You know, like, I was trying to talk to him, and he's like, no, this is how I ride. I'm like, yep. Yeah. <laughs> You're right. So then we got to you got to have a system that suits the way that he rides. But he was yeah, he was we were trying with the hybrid for a while and I still think we can get it. You just need more time with it and then with his with his knee the the safest play was was the air fork for sure because it had the performance that he needed at the time. We we were laughing on our last week's review pod or after uh after high point cuz we said that they did an interview with Eli on Friday uh, before the race at the, at the for this pre-show they do. Mm-hmm. And Eli said, they were talking about, hey, man, you've been more consistent. You've been more ready. You know, as, we haven't seen those ups and downs. Eli's like, yeah, man, whenever my shock's too low, I got arm pump. I hang on too tight and I get arm pump. And that's always my problems. And we're like, so for 10 years we've been talking about these weirdo races and it's arm pump from a, from a low shock height, right height? Yeah. That's it? Like, we could have just been like, oh, Eli's shock was off. <laughs> and then all the words we've wasted debating Eli Tomac, all the time we've debated wasting Eli Tomac. And Gilly, it's a shock height. That's it. That was it. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, and you'll, and you'll hear it from him, too, when it's, if it's dragon butt. He's like, dude, it's dragon butt. Mom's blew up. And you're like, oh, man. But like, good, good for him. Like, when he does have a problem with something like that, he keeps it pretty hidden and within yeah. the team and yeah. he won't blame the team, which like, I don't mind. He can, he can throw the blame, but he, he takes it on the chin really good. Yeah. That's what I noticed too. Like he doesn't complain much about his motorcycle. No, he says, even uh, in the Kawasaki but, days, but he doesn't say much about his motorcycle, <laughs> but he does say like, Hey, my, he is, I don't know if picky's the right word, but he is, he's a, he's a hard to work for Gilly on a bike end of things. Um, it's, a, it's difficult to explain because, like, I'll come up with what I think he needs, and then we'll go down the road that he thinks he needs, and then we got to try and meet in the middle. Mm-hmm. And then we got like so many people to bounce stuff off to, like his practice bike guy Kyle and and John. They watch him ride all the time, and then like Brad and Jeremy, they have so much experience with the Yamaha. So I got so many people I can go to and check in with when we got little problems, just just everyone's experience mm-hmm. talking but the short answer is Eli is pretty picky but once you get him in a window we're we're fine tuned and yep. once he's in the window in the window right right yeah uh, interesting uh, skosh bringing you uh, Ricky Gilmer on the show pulp 2022 is a code to say with skosh 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 uh cables chargers and more um yeah he uh, he explained it that just when his shock was too low his arms pump up and then he can't ride and that's like last year at Lakewood, he went ten eleven. Right. That's probably what happened. <laughs> and what, which makes sense to me as a rider, and I'm sure Gilly understands this. If you have a shock that's ass in low, and 
you're trying to accelerate out of a corner, you have to pull yourself back up towards the front, mm -hmm. which obviously increases but, arm pump. But do you know how many riders I've worked with that are like, I don't care what's going on in the back. I don't want it to hit me in the ass. Yeah. That is what riders say. Like a lot of them are like, dude, just I don't want to get pitched over. I just, you know, that's what they care about. And then that's where you see lower, lower ride height. Yeah. You know, like a lot of riders. But Eli's taller and bigger, so he probably doesn't care about that. But a lot of guys do. Yeah. Just don't have the seat hit me in the ass. Lou so. is, and I don't know if we how much we need to know, but I don't know if his subframes are cut, if they're the same, because you can get no, some. No, they're, they're, they're full length. Yeah, so that is something, too. Yeah. That's even yeah. rare. Usually guys will cut their subframe and then have a different shock right. to kind of compensate for that. Right. Uh, I like what you, you said, Steve, about guys want it low, but that it's like the, the chicken or the egg, like what come first? Like the lower it is, the, the more it's got to come back and hit you in the ass. True, right? Yeah, the more they're right, exactly. The more it's bottom yeah. and coming back at you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And that and that was parlor. The, the shock was too low, and then I was balancing the bike with a soft fork, and it was balanced. And then as soon as you got out there, race condition, and it was just this little teeter totter going back and forth, and mm -hmm. so it blew Eli's arms up. So we learnt that lesson pretty quick. But Eli's good like that. I'll want to do a lot of testing preseason stuff and he kind of just wants to get to the race because he knows as soon as we race we're going to reevaluate everything because it's just completely different like his place colorado like it's really hard to replicate what we get at the races mm. and the, and the traction but so that's why we're always after the first round he, and he's really calm about it. i'm stressing like we need to try this, this, and, this. <laughs> and he's like no let's just get through the first round and then we'll see where we're at yeah so the, I'm learning some of that maturity from him. Oh, yeah. Interesting. Yeah, I know. He said that at the beginning of the Supercross. He's like, yeah, everything was fine. Then, of course, you know, we always have one fire drill at the beginning going, oh, shit, we need to go this way. Yeah. And he even admitted that, too, you know? Right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And then you were at the practice track, and he's hitting lap times every single lap, and you think, like, he can't put a foot wrong. But as soon as you got to ride the track after the 250s have been on it, you, like, you can't replicate all those bumps and the ruts with the hooks hit them at the practice track so does uh when you turn up and race it's like you've never even raced on that track like or you've never even practiced on that during the week or tested on it it's really difficult to replicate does it change for you that when they go first like this weekend does anything change much um i would say it's a little easier yeah a little easier it's just yeah. uh you just see eli's a little more cautious on the first lap because it's wet Mm -hmm. I just I noticed that like coming in he'll break a little more up, upright for a couple of laps and then then he gets a feel for the dirt and then he goes goes for it. Uh, Ricky, are you are you the uh, are you Eli's guy or are you also Ferrandis too? You're 450 guy for for KYB. Yeah. yeah. So last year I did I did all three guys like Malcolm, yep. Malcolm, Christian, and Dylan, and then AP, and then uh, going into Supercross actually Drew Hopkins took care of Dylan on the 450 for Supercross because he felt really comfortable with Drew. And then, um, but switching back to motocross, he was going to use the stuff that I built. And I'm doing Christian as well. Oh, okay. So you are doing Christian. Okay. So you're, you're more than just yeah. Eli. All right. I, I wasn't sure. Yeah. yeah. But of yeah. course, Christian is like, yeah, dude, it's perfect. It's good. I, I ride so light on the bike. I, yeah. Right? Right? I can't imagine Christian is driving you around the circles. Gilmore. Uh, I, I was the one driving him around in circles. I would see it because I wouldn't watch him ride during the week and I would watch him ride practice mm -hmm. and then I'm like trying to put preload on, make his rear stiffer and then we end up taking it back off. So like uh, Rich Simmons and, and Jeremy Coker, like they watch him ride during the week. So I have to trust their eyes more, what they see because I was 
I was the one spinning Christians in circles. So, like, on the weekend just gone, we he came in with what those guys tuned during the week, and then we we didn't touch a clicker all day for Christian. Right. Uh, let's is, get to... Oh, go ahead. Sorry, is, is CC still on uh, the same fork? Is he follow Eli's lead? No, no, Chris, Christian's on the LSF hybrid. Okay. Uh, let's get yep. to the important stuff. Uh, Phil's 2023 deal. <laughs> Ricky, how are we looking? Yeah. How are we looking? Uh, that's all That's all Bill. He's got to get in there with Bill and figure that out because we got a heap of new test parts that we need to try. We got some new oil, and I'm, I'm too nervous to put it on any of the Starboys, so Phil's going to going to be the one breaking that stuff in and we'll see how it goes because there's a little bit of like you can go kefir and then you the next step is phil and then the next step is eli right you can kind of make your steps that yep. way yeah yeah right, yeah right. yeah and then um shorty andrew short always too like i would send andrew some stuff as well oh okay all right yeah good and shorty. yeah he would give me a different he would more challenge me it, it needs this this and this and and he'll just say, figure it out. Okay, I've got to go by. <laughs> <laughs> and then whatever I c- try and come up with then, then I can try and hit it with, with Kiefer and uh, and do some stuff. Well, I haven't been able to ride for a year, but then I would try and ride it, get it close. But that's we've been able to util- utilize Chris. Right. Yeah, it's good for him stuff. because Ricky can actually still ride a dirt bike fairly well. Yeah. So he can feel a lot too. Um. So so it doesn't sound like KYB necessarily is going to punish Phil for uh, losing suspe- losing set of kit, uh, factory suspension. Yeah, that wasn't good. That was no, bad. That was bad. Of course, that was bad. But what, like, what do you do? Like, no, it wasn't his fault. I was still. I was still I just, we just had to like. It just sucks though losing it. Yeah. We, well, the case turned up with nothing in it. Wow. Somebody, oh, I didn't know that. Oh, the case did turn yeah, up. Yeah. Oh, okay. It turned up with nothing in it, so somebody did an inside job. Someone oh, knew about whatever. dirt bikes. Yeah, someone knew about dirt yeah, bikes. Yeah. yeah, it had a sticker on the on the box, too, on the case, so somebody knew what they were up to. Jeez. That sucks. So this brings me to another yeah. question. I get a lot of emails, people asking me, all right, so I buy some kit stuff. What's the difference between kit stuff and factory-level suspension? Why is it, if we put a price tag on factory-level suspension, what makes it so expensive? Uh, so... The factory stuff is mainly just all the the rebuildable parts, and depends on how deep you want to go because all the factory stuff has a price tag too. You can get most of the parts in titanium, but I I try to avoid that. There's some inconsistencies, but the billet shock body for one, which you don't probably don't need it. You know, like the production castings these days are really good. It's just, but it comes with like a billet shock body and then a bigger adjuster and more tunability. Okay. And then all the little intricate intricate parts, all the little check valve pieces and adjuster options, which, like, you need all these specific parts that you can't... Because to build Supercross suspension and the amount of dampening you need, like, you have a lot more options on the factory stuff as opposed to the kit stuff. You really, you're really kind of limited with the kit stuff. So it doesn't mean you... Like, the kit stuff, though, a lot of the, the new kit parts are in the factory parts, like the... KYB starting to simplify more of the factory stuff to have a lot more of the stock pistons in it. Well, I do notice, like, you get a production KYB fork, and then some of these guys buy uh, a kit KYB fork through Technical Touch, yep. and a lot of that is the same internals, just different coatings. Correct? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And even, um, like, Eli's Supercross fork, like the base valve piston, the mid valve piston is the same as, like, the 22YZ production. Hmm. Hmm, interesting. Yeah, uh, yeah, because the production stuff's at such a high level now; it's really good. 
Yeah, I just think people get misconstrued like, you know, oh, factory suspension, it's it's magic. But yep. you actually have to be at a certain level to, to be able to ride it yeah. to the setting that it's at, yeah. right? Yeah, I would like one of those shocks because it looks cool. I don't really need it on my bike, on my Blue Crew, but that shock looks really cool. So if I could get that, Gilmore, that'd be great. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they they look pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. No, I I like. I think I'd show up. I'd uh, I'd psych some guys out of the world vets if I had that. Oh yeah. yeah. You yeah, know what I mean? Get a better like, start. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. yeah. No, I think that. Maybe that's great. what you're. That's what you need. Your your ass ends too low. Maybe you need to raise it up a little. Yeah, bit. Yeah. There we go. That's the problem. Yeah. Uh, I gotta say, uh, Ricky, getting back to our buddy Phil, like, obviously it started out the show some support, and you know you were using him to test some stuff. Dude, his bike looked really good. Uh, you, you, whoever was doing it, I don't know if it was you or Bill or, or other guys. Uh, I know he was sending it back and forth to you. Like, oh, for me, uh, I thought one of Phil's strengths in Supercross before he got hurt was how great his bike worked in whoops and, and everywhere. You know, so yeah, yeah good job. Yeah, uh, yeah, a lot of that was uh, Ryan Corum. He's like our in-house production test guy. So, okay, like yeah. I said, we use a lot of the production parts, like because. Couldn't use, can't use any of the work stuff with Phil. So Ryan's really dialed in with that, and like I helped, I worked with him on that. But mm-hmm. Ryan took took the lead on that, and then uh, we went testing with Phil, and he dialed Phil in pretty good. But I think it's like the confidence Phil had too. Right, he was yep. he was he was different. It was just different. I don't really know if it was like that much better, but he he just seemed a lot more confident. Yeah, yeah. Oh, interesting. Yeah, I thought I thought it looked I thought that was one of Phil's strengths. I was like, look at his bike, man. He I don't know if he's ever been that good in whoops. You know, he just I I was yeah. I've never really noticed much before, but when we went to the this track in the back of Menifee, the whoops were really really busted up and like he was wheeling in like two or three whoops and he'd put the front wheel down like every single time in the same spot. Like a lot of the young kids you know, they ride in and then chop the throttle. Yeah. Phil would just, even when the bike wasn't dialed in, like the shock, the first couple of shocks weren't that good, Phil would just ride in and not chop the throttle. So he has the technique anyway, like regardless if the shock was good or not. Yeah. But I think just us being there, he was confident, and then he kept getting better and better. But his technique was good from the start. Do you think we see Ferrandis before the end of the Nationals? I'm kind of hearing different stuff. I don't know what you know or what you can tell us, but... Uh, I, I was actually asking the same questions to the team this weekend. I hope so because yeah. I'd love to see him get in there and bang with the boys because uh, like he yeah he'll come in like fit strong. He's probably training really hard right now. God, could you imagine that right now too? Adding him to the mix of the guys. The biggest thing for me is yeah. like imagine never getting to ride with the number one plate. Yeah, you literally yeah. reach I your think you'll goal. Get back. Yeah. yeah, and then you don't get to ride your plate. Like I just I think that would suck. God, that would suck. Yeah. You know? No, I think he'll get back because I asked too. I go, is Dylan going to be like Team France? Because he's going to need to race to be ready for that. But yeah. I text Dylan that too, and he said it all depends on how much Supercross testing he gets because he really wants to focus on Supercross. Uh, Eli said he, if, if asked, he will go to MXDN, I, and I think he will be asked, by the way, Gilmore. So. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be cool. Yeah. That'd be fun. That'd be great. Uh, you think about the, that team, and then you think about the France team, Australia. Mitch Evans and the Lawrence brothers, possibly, right? That's yeah, strong, it's gonna so. depends on how they prep the track. Remember, they brought a heap of sand in, and it no, didn't Tim, even really feel Tim feel Ritchie, like Redbud. Tim Ritchie said they brought no sand in. Oh, it they was, didn't. It was natural runoff from like the rain and crappy weather. Okay, and it all gets on the track. Mm-hmm. You know, from the fall time and yep. that, uh, Tim outside of the starting area. Tim swears he brought no sand in. That was all weather related. Yeah, because the start the start straight was like hard packed sand. Yeah, yeah, that part he brought sand in. He's not saying that. He's saying okay. the rest of the track. Right. Yeah, but yeah, uh, yeah. 
Yeah, very, very strange. Because uh, I'm with you on that. It looked like, yeah, it looked like Lomol at times. Yeah, but uh, yeah, like um, <clears throat> we we were. I was there with Kenny that year, and we were struggling really bad. Like the Euro dudes just put it to everybody. Yeah, they were um, just they were just another level in that in the, those conditions. Ricky, something I want to ask you about, and Kiefer, you too, you can talk about this too. So we're, you know, for a long time, we kind of had cartridge suspension, and it was good, cartridge forks, and, you know, your basic suspension, and then all of a sudden we go twin chambers, and that's pretty good, right? That's work stuff and transfer to production stuff. We run that forever in all these OEM bikes, and then we run into the air fork, and Suzuki goes to a triple air chamber and double air chamber, and... And we, we, we had that for a little while, and now we're settled back in. You know, the Suzuki and the Honda have basically an old factory fork on from not that long ago. Mm-hmm. And still, Blue Crew, Ricky, they just KYB, SSS stuff, works great. They never went to the air stuff. They never went to the, the, you know, the, the different uh, work stuff. They never done any of this. They've had the same basic stuff forever, and it works good. It's a good performing fork and shock on every bike. Uh, props to Yamaha for never kind of caving into the to the trend. But what makes that suspension package really good, Ricky, for a long time now? What is it? I think it's that that crew at Yamaha. Like they have a good uh, like <clears throat> Preston and Butler. They have a good relationship with Japan, and okay. they correspond and. They keep developing that fork, and it, it, like the quality of dampening it has is is so good. So it's like trying to bring a new system in to beat that. It's, it's really difficult. Yeah, they kept saying, with hey, the, we, like with we, the work they do, they said we'd put the air stuff on, not as good. We'd put the fork, this fork on, not as good. <clears throat> right? Yeah. They just kept coming back to. Well, let me just add to yeah. this too. So yeah. the Kawasaki SR, yep. the special racer, yep. comes with KYB on it. Uh, the stock KX450 is a Showa mm-hmm. fork and shock. And just when I hopped on to the, the SR, yep. the quality and the feel of the bike got better for me. Like uh, there was more dampening feel, uh, more comfort. The bike had less pitching. So I don't even know, and I, I guess we should ask you, is that fork the same as a Yamaha fork? It's it's really similar. Settings are a little different, but yeah. the system, system, the mid-valve yeah. system and, and the parts are really similar. Okay. But but yeah, it's like those guys just keep developing it just a little bit every year, and so you try and bring in something completely new, and this thing's got like fifteen, almost fifteen years of development on it. It's really hard to beat. So you're not even saying it's the system necessarily. Some of it's the system, but some of it is just the crew, the R and D crew. It, it's the crew because, like, the show fork, it's it's like a really good fork. It's right. practically like an old works. Yeah, hit fork, that's like what I, I've been days. told that. Right. It's just the the correspondence and, like I said, like Ryan Corum in our shop, he goes out with, with Butler and Preston and then they, they're going out like a couple times a week, you know, leading up to these big tests that they have and they just keep developing and then they'll send the reports back to Yamaha Japan and KYB Japan and then they'll come up with some new parts and send them mm-hmm. to Ryan and when they come in like a month later, they go out testing again. So yep. they're just always doing something. Great. So, not to listen to this yeah, shit. Yeah, really Travis. hard to beat it. Yeah. <laughs> now, every time Travis comes over the house, he'll be like, yep, see, it's all because of me, Kiefer. You suck as a test guy. I'm way better. Right. I just, yeah. Because that, that show of fork, I mean, from what I was told, that's like Larocco Wyndham era factory stuff. Like, basically. Yeah. 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 You yeah. Know? Really, really good stuff. Right. Really nice right. stuff. Right. Yeah. Do you see, um, okay, so we saw the air fork. WP has the air fork. 
Um, every time I ride that kind of fork, it's it's not a horrible feel. It 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 has some good points, but it just feels cheap to me. If you can kind of understand, it feels like it's uh, it has a yeah. Feel. I understand. You understand yeah. what I'm saying? So like, yep. Compared to a KYB or a Showa, I feel the dampening feel, and then you have a WP AER fork. It just kind of has a harsh slap down. It feels cheap. You can kind of hear things internally moving or slapping. Uh, do you see air fork technology just taking over our sport, or do you think we'll obviously get back to everyone going back to pneumatic spring? Yeah, it's difficult because it, it goes in waves. You know, like the the race team when when like Star the two fifty guys are using the PSF, and then it creates a lot of hype and a lot of buzz, and then a lot of privateers that race they want to buy that fork off Ross. It's it's just like a feel thing too, I, I think as well. And then depending on who's in charge at, on the manufacturer side, like in Japan, I, you know, did they have a bad experience with the system or did it bite them when they were tuning it? It's just, you know, like the higher ups can make the decisions and then we kind of get stuck working with what we got to work with. Yeah. And to me, obviously cost is a thing too. They can, you can market an air fork to have more adjustability, yeah. right? And to, to recreate, you know, like, hey, I can set up a fork for you, Steve, and Kiefer with the air fork. We can get that spring going, yeah, right? Right. Um, yeah. But it's tough for the feel when you go up in air to get the comfort. I, I think the biggest thing is the average guy doesn't want to be adjusting his air chamber every day. The or, average guy doesn't check, check sag. That's what I mean. That's yeah. what I mean. It's beyond, When I saw Suzuki came out with a triple air chamber, dudes oh don't want to do that. Dude, that was People don't want to do that. They just don't. They can't. They don't want to, right? Well, so, even when Show had the yeah. SFF and it wasn't air, it was just a single spring. Yeah, the single spring. That feel was different. I had a suspension guy tell me that was the worst design fork in modern motocross history. Really? True or false, w Gilly? Uh, the design is good. You see, it works good on mountain bikes. It's just oh. how you apply it. You okay. Know, like I, when it was SFF with the spring in it, the, the balance spring, and then they eliminated that to get rid of some weight and then make it more tunable externally with the the triple air like you you can get them good it's just i don't know with the weight of the dirt bike having all that force on one side because it would twist the fork with sealy's back in the day like he would twist the yeah. air side wow so you've got yeah. like opposite forces so that yeah. makes it difficult and then i think kyb has a pattern on the their system so everyone else has to run a single-sided damper mm. on one side and then uh air spring on the other side so i think it makes some of the other manufacturers limited to what they can do let me and, ask you this and we won't see a, a hybrid fork production right too much money too much complication from what i understand uh i don't know about that oh like, okay um, all right uh, it, that depends on like if if the customer wants it if yamaha want it so if if we do a good enough job of presenting that it's safe and to Japan, yeah. maybe, but that that's not discussions that I'm involved yeah, in. I'll yeah. just like here's here's what I like what we can do, and we present it to our engineers, and then they'll do their best to try and show Yamaha something. But okay. I don't know. Like you guys were saying, how good the the SSS fork is or AOS, and it's it's hard to beat that. Yep. But like you said, how simple it is. Guys don't want to go to the track and check all their pressures and yeah, some, like just doing tire pressures and lubing your chain and all that type of stuff. <laughs> it's like 20 minutes before you get on the bike. I know, yeah. Somebody told me that hybrid is just, it's never going to be production. It's too much money for hmm. OEM and too complicated. It's not so. It's not that complicated, though. Okay, okay. All right. Yeah. Hopefully there's a possibility of it because I think it could be really good. Like, you've got a little bit of both, you know, but still it's the, if the consumer doesn't want to spend the time 
setting the pressures that you've still got to set the pressures. You don't, you wouldn't need to. Like I, I rode one week and checked it and it was only like half a PSI down. Yeah. That was pretty much only what I lost just putting the gauge in. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Uh, why but the same thing? You're like, you're not going to just ride and go riding without checking your tire pressures. If you're, if you're racing. Yep. Why was PSF one better than PSF two? Mm, PSF two, they, they put reband, reband, uh, clicker on one side and compression on the other. So it kind of became like a split system. Okay. And it was also like, uh, not like a pressurized system. It was like the old cartridge fork where it drew, it drew oil in on reband. So it wasn't like a closed system. Mm, okay. But I just remember some riding. people really liked it, but it was a little, it was more complicated to work on. It was complicated to work on. Like there's a lot of, a yeah. lot of adjustability in there and, and people are like, Hey, what does this red knob do? Yeah. And the blue knob, I'm like, right. Dude, honestly, I'm I'm almost there with you. Like uh, it's it's difficult for me to kind of grasp yeah. as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got to make sure you put all the parts in right too. I've <laughs> exactly. messed that up. <laughs> uh, Ricky Gilmer on the uh, Pulp Mech Show, presented by Scosche uh, Pulp 2022 at Scosche, S C O S C H E dot com to unlock your discount accessories for life. There you go. Um, all right. Anything else for Ricky? That's it, man. I just want to have Gilly on talk some geeky suspension yeah. stuff. Yeah. I'm all about that. Right. I'm right. sure the, the diehard core guys we, will appreciate I need to, it. We need to do a podcast, Ricky, with just like an hour long, kind of go through like the evolution of, of twin chambers and, and PSF and, and SF, SFF and, you know, like in pros and cons of everything and your thoughts on it and what works and what doesn't. I, I think that'd be interesting. Yeah, a lot of people love that stuff. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah we, we'd need to get Ross, Ross in on that, the master. Yeah. And he worked on all that stuff yeah. yep. before it was even production, like way, way back. So Right. Now, Ross I has some amazing stories. It. Ross? Yeah. Ross has a yep. story about Bob Hanna in a, a Dade City, Winter Amps. Trying out the boys in Link. It's great. It's a great story. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. He's got all. He that. was telling me a story a little while ago. Like you know the current, not not to steal any thunder from the Showa guys, like the the BFR, which is like a BFRC, yeah. similar to like yeah. the the Olin's TTX uh-huh. technology. And then Ross made one himself for like Mikel Pichon back in like two thousand really something. <laughs> yeah, like he he made one, and then he was racing it. Oh, I didn't know. And like Ross, wow. Ross just made it out of Enzo. Wow! Shock. Yeah, jeez. Like Ross has yeah. got some crazy stories hey, like that. Speaking of that shock, Sexton's given it a lot of credit, right, for putting on, yeah. putting it on for yep. the outdoors. And he was on here, Kiefer. Maybe you yeah, know, I was on here. Were too. you in? Yeah. And I was like, dude, the JGR guys hated it. Seen Cirillo? Yeah. These guys hate that shock. They wanted to throw that thing in the nearest river. They could never get it working right. It would fade a lot. It, it just was unpredictable and soupy. And, and, you know, obviously it's production on RMZ. But, um, and then Sexton's like, this shock's the one that, right. you know, I give all the credit to. And I'm just like, okay, all right. They did something, Gilly. Yeah. Figured something out. Yeah, you see it now. Like, I saw, like, one of the shock bodies. It's like a, a work of art, like the billet machining on it and the chambers. That, like, they keep doing a lot of work to it. It's really good. And then I think, like, what Chase really likes is Kiefer could probably say, and, and not to talk trash on any, I mean, like the Honda, but the frame is more durable so that's a nice like word that's a nice word to put it yes yeah more more durable <laughs> for the consumer like it 
it's bomb bomb proof. So that gives like uh, maybe a little bit of a feeling in the seat. Like Chase doesn't like it, and this shock seems to really alleviate that for him because like braking, he's awesome under brakes. Like the thing stays on the ground and gets yep. really good drives. Yeah, so it's been a really big advantage for him. Like whereas Kenny probably doesn't need that. Kenny rides a lot lighter on the bike and. Right. Runs his rear, rear taller. So, so it's just they, like different preferences. So maybe they've changed the body. I think something's changed yeah. because that shock comes stock on a Suzuki, yeah. right? Yeah. And yeah. Where, yeah. It, where it's okay on acceleration, I can feel what it's doing. Yep. It follows the ground really well, but it's everything off throttle, you know, for yep. me that I had a problem with unloading yeah. and, and not getting as much traction feel. But now I Ricky's mean, watching them and says, hey, off throttle, Chase is looking better. So something has evolved. I, yeah. I'm telling you, every guy I talked to, because Showa was making guys run that shock, mm-hmm. they hated it. Mm. Hated it. Yeah. I mean, Adam one time was biting his tongue so bad after Soupy is bleeding. He was bleeding out of his mouth to not publicly. And I think most you know, of that complaint wasn't Supercross. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, mostly I can hear mostly Soupy yeah, right. stuff. But anyways. Uh, yeah, I rode one of those way back in the day with um, like Shane Drew and Ryo had me at like 2000. 12 oh okay one. yeah yeah so like and it it's like same thing it felt really really good but like position at the time it was like felt too position sensitive and would just stop like mm-hmm. three quarter strokes so it looks like they'd fix that and then also too it like um i don't think you can't just like put it on it's got to be like matched with the linkage and sure. wheel position and all that type of stuff it's got to match so it seems like honda have done a really good job of matching that right now for chase yeah he's stoked right there he is stoked yeah. on his bike right yeah. we know in soupy it got ugly with him and the bike kenny yeah. too you know so cr- props to all those guys for getting that thing working yeah. better for sure yeah uh, yeah and then uh, all that stuff probably like guy all the years guys has been on it yeah, good point. God has yep. had some wild, wild rides on it. So he's <laughs> yes, yes. he's probably but, tested it out really good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But when he, when guys is on like at those hard packed tracks with the little bumps, yeah, and he's on a whole nother level. But like the wallowy stuff, he's yeah. seemed to struggle a yeah. bit more. But Wait, waves and geyser really are never good. good. The waves and geyser, yeah, yeah. never good, dude. But yeah, and then you see Chase though. Uh, it was really good on the weekend in like the rolly uh, yeah. wavy stuff that yeah so yeah whatever those guys have done they've, they've done a good job to get chase comfy on it from what i saw and i didn't watch eli every lap and i you have to watch the broadcast <laughs> chase looked the best through the sand whoops to me from what i could see i think he was the best guy did, did you stand over on that side i didn't I, stand over there the no uh, i saw tv yeah, yeah tv stuff what yeah. i noticed yeah. about eli's bike is it'll kick a little bit but it never moves side to side it's not a side-to-side yeah. motorcycle. Yeah, yeah as lo- that's what I say. As long as it's up and down, it's controllable. Side-to-side, then we're like, uh. But, <laughs> right. But up, up and down. But, yeah, as long as the wheel gets back on the ground, then, right. then we're getting traction. Yeah. Well, Gilly, uh, always interesting to have you on the show. Thanks for the time. Kiefer's yep, 100th you. show. He wanted one guest only. And, yeah, uh, yeah, thanks for having me on. And that was you. And uh, we'll see you at Southwick, man. Thanks for calling in. Thanks, Ricky. Cheers, boys. Thank you. See you. Uh, that's Ricky Gilmer, everybody. Brought to you by Skosh. Skosh.com. Um, you know who's on the phone? No. Is this JoJo? Yes, it is. JoJo Keller, everybody. Oh, shit. The legend. Nice. JoJo. Uh, right. Are you kidding me? How's it going? Let me hit this on mute. How are you, yeah, buddy? Just, uh, I'm doing great. I was just uh, loving your show. It's nice to have it on a Sunday. You just had the fireworks display here, and I, I, uh, I've been watching you all night and listening to you. And I heard you talking about 
I heard you may need someone killed at Southwick. So <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Will Hong. Yeah, maybe. What about what about Will Hong? Can you go uh, flip him off for us, Jojo? Uh, I don't know about that. He's too nice a guy. Yeah, he is. Oh, that's a good point. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, what's going on? Yeah, you all good? Nothing. I've always wanted to call in, but I've always been scared. I listen to almost every show, and uh, yeah. No, I was just like thinking about you guys are coming to Southwick. I was disappointed to hear you weren't coming, but yeah, sorry, man. I, uh, Wife's birthday. I gotta. No, that's yeah. way more important, and we're all huge fans of Pookie here, and uh, even my wife loves her, and she's never met her, but uh, <laughs> I got her listening. She's uh, that's why I'm scouting. I'm scouting for okay. the uh, next fantasy. She's really big into the fantasy now. Oh boy, yeah, I'm yeah. fucking kill you. You got you got. Can I've been smart enough not to do it because I know I probably would have committed suicide by now. But <laughs> I, I, I get her. She's been doing great. She's got a, a good feel for it. This week she uh, she got in there late, so it didn't work out so so well. But uh, I think it's how uh, you guys doing? I think it's going to be Tristan Lane and Chris Canning are your can't miss picks <sighs> for South. Canning no, was good. Some other, there's some sleepers. There's some sleepers. They're always been waiting for this round. Right. Yeah. Hey Jojo, yeah. we did a podcast. Um, uh, with Kudrowski the other day uh, for, uh, for a re-raceables, and we talked about uh, Unadilla 89. You went like 8-6, and there was, in, Cycle yeah. News, in Cycle News, you told uh, 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 Kit Palmer, you're just like, yeah, I don't really ride that much. I got a full-time job, but I figured to come out and see what, you know, see, race with the boys. And you went like 8-6 yeah, in fun. the 250 class. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I was just talking about that to a, a few people because uh, – that was a huge race because, uh, you know, the uh, Jeff Hicks, uh, Tom Carson, all of us were, like, pretty much figuring out what we were going to do with our lives. <laughs> and that was, like, pretty much all of our last race. Was it really? Yeah. And I remember yeah. Af- after the motos ended, uh, Tom Carson, uh, Jeff Hicks, and I uh, were all there like, well, I guess that's about it, boys. <laughs> and it was like. To this day, I remember shedding a few tears, and uh, wow, it was yeah, I, that was pretty much all of our last race. I ended up, uh, you know, getting a an idea to ride a little later and stuff. But yeah, I think if you'll check the vault or whatever, it was pretty much Jeff Hicks, Tom Carson, Fred Andrews. He got into the uh, you know the off road stuff after that, but we were all you know kind of hung together and. Uh, that wow. was pretty much our last hurrah. How old, a, how old were you when you decided, like, hey, this is this is I'm wrapping it up? Well, what was that? Eighty six. I was born in sixty two, so seventy two, eighty two. So I must have been, uh, you know, twenty seven or something. Yeah. Not even that old. I up, yeah, yeah. I ended up racing uh, ninety three at Unadilla, ninety five at Unadilla. So I raced a couple times after that, but that was about it. So, man, well, I didn't. Yeah, I but, didn't. My first Supercross, I was twenty eight. Yeah, um, I was no, old. I saw you and you qualified, you son of a gun. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Jojo, that you. That's one of the reasons I was calling because I've always, uh, Chris, is that you? Yeah, that's me. Yes, I've always followed you and I was always like so impressed with your work. And uh, I was just saying, uh, my friend uh, was watching the podcast with me. And he said, like, is this, like, he's a hockey player. So he said, like, does this guy know who he's talking about? And I was like, yeah, he's one of the best. And I. And there, but I was just saying, like, how different. I remember Mitch saved my life when I went out to, you know, out west and got me the pipes and everything. But a lot of times, 
some of the stuff didn't really mesh back here right. on the far east coast. And I was trying to explain to him, like, because I know, I know Steve is a big hockey guy. And they're like, you know how you skate on bog ice at 40 degrees and then you go to arena ice when it's like 20 below and how much hard pass. And so I was trying to explain to him, like, the difference between back east and stuff. So, so everyone who calls me about settings and stuff, I say, see what Keeper's doing. Oh, thank right you very much. Money. I appreciate no, I'm that. I'm serious, but the thing is, back here, sometimes it doesn't correlate because it's so sandy yep. and homey back here. Yep. But the thing is, you're always right on the money, and I'm really impressed. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. I'm just aware of, just like you said, there's all different kinds of dirt and there's different types of right. people. So. And just like we used to get all the pro circuit stuff, which worked great everywhere. But come back, I'd come back here, and sometimes I'm like, what the hell? You're not going to believe this, but my stock <laughs> pipe's working a little better. Yeah, you know? exactly. And he understood, and he made the uh, the right decisions. But, yeah, no, I was just thinking, uh, when you guys mentioned Jimmy D and Southwood coming up and stuff, I had... I had the greatest uh, Magoo story ever. Remember 82, you see the pictures on the internet when he's riding with the the bars down, yeah, when he yeah. bent the bar. Well, everyone's like, oh, he won. But he didn't even make them. That was the first national of the year for the 500s. That's when they had, you know, the 125, 250, yeah. and 500. Right. So half the time they raced 125, 500, the other half 250, yep. whatever. But he didn't even make the first round. He almost won the title. Schultz won it that year. Oh, really? But, I didn't know that. You yeah. know, but yeah. Danny, yeah, but uh, Magoo didn't even make it through Southwick. Oh, wow. And this is, you can ask Brock Glover, you can ask anyone, but so I'm the worst guy at organizing stuff and everything, but Danny and I were re- really close. And um, I, after uh, he didn't make it in the last chance, that, that picture you see with his handlebar bent, that was the last chance qualifier. Oh, shit. He didn't, all these he years? Didn't... We had no idea? Yeah. All these oh, years? I know it's sad, but, <laughs> but he didn't make it, so he comes to me and goes, Jojo, I know you're from around here. I need a flight out. And he and I were both scared of flying at the uh-huh. time for some reason. The craziest guy ever. Yeah. He hated flying. And he's like, I know you're from around here. And like, this is before cell phones. And I had a girl I went to school with. She was like a travel agent. Mm-hmm. And then I don't know. We can go up to the VFW place. We got a payphone. I can try to find. He wanted to leave early. Yeah, yeah. And so uh, I'm there. I'll try to find your flight. So he's okay. So we walk up to the VFW, and uh, I call. I get the calling card or whatever. You know, one eight hundred collect or whatever. And uh, I call her, and she's there. Like, yeah. What do you need? And they're like. We're looking for a flight from Hartford to uh, uh, where do you live out in Northern California? Yeah, like, Sacramento or something probably. Yeah, yeah Sacramento yeah. exactly. Yeah. And so she's there. Oh, let me see what I got. She's there, like, and I swear to God. So I'm there, like, yeah, we got a nonstop uh, four o'clock Hartford to Sacramento Delta. He's there, like, no, no, I want to. That's too good of a flight. He literally said. That's too good of a flight. He wanted, like, a lesser airline, so he had a bigger chance of crashing. That's how difficult it was. Wow. I swear. I mean, you can't make that up. No, but, Magoo. Jeez. Uh, it was crazy. But anyway, uh, you know, and then the next week, uh, the next week we were at uh, Mount Morris. It was a mutter, and he was still, you know, bummed out because he got the factory Honda ride that year. Mm-hmm. I was riding the support, uh, you know, the Honda B team or whatever, and 
And I went by him in practice. It was muddy, and he's like, and then he won both motos by like a mile. And he's like, thank God, Jojo, thank God you went by me in practice. I never would have been able to win him. They're like, thanks, buddy. I got like eight yeah. or something. And he was like, but anyway, yeah. Showed you some I, uh, Yeah. Yeah. Uh, all right, JoJo. We got to run. We got our next guest coming up. Yeah. Thanks, no, JoJo. Thanks no, for calling in, buddy. I just for the moment because I really no. like your stuff. And I, I love uh, your show. Watch it every week. And, uh. I had, uh, I, had, stuff. I got a little excited. I had JoJo's uh, high flyer in my room when I was growing yeah, up. I don't know. I don't think I had one. I so. think you did. I think but you were a Suzuki maybe, guy back in the maybe. day, right? Well, I just rode them for like a couple of years, 81, yep. when the Hondas were so bad. And then uh, and then once again in like 87 when the Hondas were, or 88 when the Hondas were bad. So, But anyway, I love you guys. I listen to your show every week. And uh, I wish you were coming to Southwick. But uh, just flip uh, off Will. Just flip yeah, off Will. Just, no, actually, just pick Will up and bench I press will. him. I'll just have bench press him. Do it. Yeah, bench press him. That'd be great. Thanks, JoJo. <laughs> Thanks, Thank JoJo. You, guys, See ya. Keep uh, up the great work. Thank you, Thank man. You. The legend, JoJo Keller. He was a little bit uh, before my time, but I yeah. remember he does. He did have a trading card. I remember. Yeah, that. no, he did. Yeah. He did. Yeah. All right, let's get to our next guest here on the uh, Pulp Mech Show tonight. Brought to you by Fly Racing. It's Jason Thomas. What's up, JT? Sunday night pulp show. What is going on? Like well, sort of ask, alternate universe. Ask oh, the minions. Rascal, Rascal, Rascal Flats in town. What's the, going on? That's the minions. Rascal Flats. That's the minions. They <laughs> wanted this. They they determined this. So, um, but normally, like, there's always like a concert. Like uh, Sheena Easton is is in town. Like something's going on. He's you're busting out some. You're busting out some bands. Where's right he now? coming from with Sheena Easton? Rascal Flats and Sheena Easton. Hey. <laughs> Listen, I may, it's Sunday, it's 4th of July weekend. I may have been drinking a little bit, okay? okay. He sounds looser tonight. Yeah, he does, he does sound a little looser. Can we, uh, Great radio. before we get too far into this, can, <laughs> can we cover this cowboy hat phase you went through? <laughs> it wasn't a phase. So the story behind that, they used to have, like, we had to be there, like, all weekend before, right? Wh- we when? Where? Where? <laughs> when Back, this is 03. At Sheena Easton concert? Where are yeah, you at? Where, what are you talking no, about? No, Supercross. Okay. Supercross. Had to Back be where day, all so week? Like, the race. Okay. Like you got in Thursday. We had Friday <laughs> yeah. practice, right? Like you know how it was. Like, it was like a multi-day event. Before, First of all, before right? we get too far into this, I Instagrammed a photo. I got sent a photo yes. from a pro. It's a program, or where's where that from? Where's that pro? That is from the the motocross program. Okay, the, the motocross program. Subway oh Honda God. JT. He's got a cowboy hat on. Yeah. Did you, Marks? Did you see this? Oh, I saw it. It's, so, a, it's a okay. good look. Yeah. All right, all right, JT. So now tell us the story. So you you got there early. Yeah, so we, like, you get there, like, Thursday. You ride Friday a couple times, and there's just all this downtime. Right. It's kind of what MXGP goes through now. Like, there's just endless downtime. Mm-hmm. So we went to the mall, and I saw a cowboy hat, and you know, I was like, you know what? I'm coming out like Bradshaw in Atlanta <laughs> at 92. I'm coming out yeah. in a GD cowboy hat. And so I had the cowboy hat on all day, and oh they decided God. they were going to take photos for the motocross program while I had the cowboy hat on. So I'm like, saddle up. Let's do this. He said cowboy. And he probably had Cavaricis on below that. He just didn't know. I, he- I, I like my caption. I said, JT gearing up to get his money from Subway <laughs> team. <laughs> hey, I would need more than that. I, would need I got my six shooter. He's got six shooters. He's got his hat on. He's getting his money from <laughs> yeah. Subway Honda. There, would, there definitely would have. Somebody would end up dead for me so, to get that money. That's for sure. Oh, wow. Oh, oh, yeah. what was that? Oh, what was oh. that? That was weird. 
You guys all right over there? Yeah, we're good. Yeah, yeah, get back there. Yeah, 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 yeah. That was weird. Uh, hey, so that wasn't a phase. That was a weekend thing. That was definitely not a phase. Okay. No, right. no, no, no. I didn't. I didn't like go off the reservation and uh, and and go full cowboy or anything like okay. uh, cowboy Troy or right, right. Any of those okay. Cowboy Troy. Just checking, yeah, because that was that. Was, yeah. All right. Uh, let's talk about across the nations. So, I talked to some people. Mm. It's going to be, barring anything, it's going to be Sexton, Tomac, uh, Cooper. So how bad does Cooper have to do for that to change? Right. Well, that's what I'm wondering. Um, you know, we're not a very progressive Team USA the last few years. We just kind of roll out the same old, same old, right? Um, so we're not, you know, totally on it. So I don't think that changes. I mean, Cooper's up and down couple of bad weekends that third at high point in one moto mm-hmm. yep, yep but but this weekend wasn't good and so that's what it's going to be are we okay with that i think that it's the best option unless you're going to go 450 guy well that's where i'm going if you can if you can get me barsha or webb or anderson webb or hold Sexton, on not webb i'll take webb that's really fine. he's racing gnccs he may be at some sort of beach race. He is drinking. And I don't know what he's doing. Okay. But if, like, but I want to like, if you're going to give me one of those guys that knows what this race is about and what it takes and is willing to go and prepared, I'm in on that. Would, would you? I just, I just don't think it's going to happen. It won't. Would you? Okay, I'm banging the drum from Barsha. I talked to him this weekend yep. about it. He says he would yep. do it. No problem. We know the bike's good. I'm would, fine with it. I would just you don't send? That's going to happen. They won't. But let's just in our imaginary world here. Okay. The, let's say they get progressive and they figure this out. Would you send yep. Barsha over Rick or over another person, another USA guy? Yeah, I would. You I would, would. Kiefer? Yeah, especially especially after the way he rode this weekend. Um, I'm not. I'm not a huge fan of the way Justin Barsha races. Like right. I have we know to this. put that on the yes. front end, right? right. And even like. The, the move on Dungy this weekend, I was like, oh, my God. Dude. Like, I wanted to dude, talk about that with you? Will, that he what, whipped it what, into him. Oh, God. Like, that stuff drives me crazy. Like, I really, really don't like Okay, that. so but, I saw that live. Was it worse on TV? It looked like he, when he whipped it in, yeah. and he scrubbed that way normally. Yeah, 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 but, yeah. like, he knew Dungy was right there. But you know as a rider, you scrub that way, you got a guy on the right. That could happen. Like you could hit him, and Dungy had to pull up like a fucking swordfish right. in the ocean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To, to, but to it, get away from it. it. It looked like he. Re- it didn't look that bad, but it is okay. All right. It, it. I just. I mean, that's like one incident out of a thousand. Yeah, yeah. Like it. Re- it really is. But you've also um, been at this race when he's ridden his balls off. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. I, I love the effort he puts in for motocross nations. He takes it seriously. He comes prepared. He doesn't back down to the moment like all those things so if you're going to give me Barsha on a 250 that race i'll take it yeah that's fine over and what about you Kiefer? Over I, Rick, I agree or? i think we need to do something different yeah. we're at our home we're at home this year right so let's let's try something different we know how good he can ride a, a small bike he, he's going to shred he's good at red bud it he makes said, sense he said give him a couple of weeks to get used yeah, to of course right right i mean he already rides at the high rpm anyway right. he's got a couple would weeks. you send give him a day would you send look sexton and eli are obvious 450 guys Leave that alone. That's perfect. Would you put a who else in a 450 class? Would you drop down? JT said Webb, but what do you think, Kiefer? Mm, dude, I don't know. That's tough. Looking at the, the the list right now, honestly, I think that's only other guy. And I mentioned this to Aiden another day where we were talking about would be Anderson on a 250. Could you go, could, could you go Sexton on the 250? Because he he's not that far removed from it. 
right? He's very capable, and that Honda, the 250 Honda is, you know, they're one, two in points. Could you go Sexton drop down and then go Anderson on the big bike? I don't know. I think the way for the 250, you would want someone high revving like Barsha. I feel like Sexton's too smooth. For me right now. What do you mean? He was great on that bike. For me, Anderson is just like like, uh, RJ. They're just too error prone for me. I just don't I, – what I, what I struggle with is guys that have been away from the 250 for too long, going back to it is, is tough. I mean, these guys haven't raced it in years and years and years. It yeah. doesn't mean they can't. Yeah. I would just rather have a guy that's got some sort of, like, reasonable recency. Yeah. Of the but my rebuttal to that is if there is a guy, it's going to be Barsha because how he rides, he rides his big bike like a small bike. Yeah. And you, you definitely want a team that has been developing the 250, right? So gas, gas. You know, somebody with Honda, somebody's got a bike that's like, here you go. This is a race winning caliber bike. Go ride this. Let's blow people's mind and put Tomac on a YZ250F. Stop it. But why would you do that? Why would you <laughs> yeah. take the No, best th- that's, guy, that's ridiculous. You know? Like, you can't do that. For my entertainment, it would be great. It would right. be awesome. I, I get it, but it's like you strategically, you can't take right. the best guy. Uh, but oh, look, Cooper's going to be on it. He's just got to get better. He's got to figure this out. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I'm, I've been kind of, you know, and Steve, you know, we've been in this in this battle text-wise with a few guys about, not necessarily battle, but like, what if, you know, like, what are all the scenarios? And I've been pushing the Cooper thing because I think he is the best pick. I just don't think that they're going to go 450 route for whatever reason. I'm not saying that's the right direction. I just think that's what's going to happen. I think Cooper is fine, but I would love to see him ride better than he has lately. I don't. You know, like the Hangtown Justin Cooper and the Thunder Valley Justin Cooper, like I'm cool. Yep. Like that guy, those good starts. He he rides well from the front. He was really impressive to me before, it, you know, the deluge unleashed in Athens. So I, I think he can do well at this event. But if he's going to run around at the pace, like a seventh to eighth type pace in that class, then that kind of ch- starts to change my opinion yeah. a little bit. Yeah, yeah, a little bit. We got a call for you here, JT. Uh, it is from uh, Ryan's on one. Ryan, what's up? Uh, what's your question for Jason Thomas? Yeah. Yeah. So, um, you know, speaking of which, you just mentioned this in the show about, you know, Cooper and how he's, like, getting better and kind of off the pace. But uh, mm-hmm. specifically, in a lot of Jason, uh, JT's, like, columns, he always puts um, in his picks, like, Cooper or Moseman or Hampshire for the third place. But after this weekend and after the past couple of races, are we finally at the point where we can say, hey, Shimoda's a little bit above them now? And, you know, the last couple of weeks, Shimoda was sick, so he wasn't as good. But at Hangtown, we saw him able to, like, pass Jake, uh, Justin Cooper and Hunter Lawrence straight up. So are we at that point where, you know, Shimoda is up there now? Yeah, JT, Shimoda won this weekend, first win. It, it, and I'm, I talked to, we talked earlier, I'm not a, I haven't been a Shimoda guy. I've always felt like. Have you talked to him much? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, he's quiet. He's not. He's not. Yeah. You know. But uh, what about JT? Are you starting to put Shimoda in in your power rankings uh, over RJ and over Cooper? Is this, is this what does it for you? I'm not there over Cooper quite yet, just because Cooper's body of work has been so strong over the last few years, and we have to remember like he is still coming off an injury, right? Like, no matter what the time frame is, like he's it's still that dynamic is still playing out. Like you can see it. He's just not the same guy. Like he has his moments. You see it in qualifying. Like, he puts in these qualifying laps. You're just like, oh, my God, there it is. Like, there is Justin Cooper. It's still there. But it's not showing up every single moto yet. So I don't want that to be – I don't want that to discount Shimoda. I just think we have to kind of go easy on Cooper for a little bit longer. But Shimoda should get all the credit in the world. He has really stepped up his game. And whether you want to put him 
over, sideways, above, alongside all those guys, like he, when he's not on the ground, he's capable of running the best pace in the class. You know, I, I think Jed is better than him. Like Jed just can consistently do it, but the, the strides that Joe Shimoda has made should not be discounted, no matter what, no matter who you're talking about. Right, right. Yeah, there you go, Ryan. Thanks for the call, man. Yeah, thank you. Appreciate it. What about Craig on a 250F? I'm not there, but I had that on Twitter. No. Okay. No. All right. I think what we're talking about is the is the better direction. Right. Yeah, if you're gonna go if you're gonna go Craig, I would just rather go Cooper. Right. Like yeah. Craig's a great rider, don't get me wrong, but I would just rather go with a guy that's been on the bike all year. Right. right. That's all. Uh fly racing, flyracing.com. Please check them out. JT twenty twenty three stuff. Oh yeah. Coming around the corner. Let's talk about that. Right? Everybody's gonna be late this year. Oh okay. really? That's, we're late? Yeah, okay. it's gonna happen. I mean it's I think I don't know, maybe not every brand. I shouldn't say that because who knows. But I think the majority of brands are going to be, you know, typically like everybody's pushing to get stuff out in July. Like that's the push. Get it out in July. Get it out. It's really tough. I don't think you'll see anybody get stuff out in July. I think you'll, you know, August will be fortunate. And then I think you'll see a lot of September and later this year. So will will 8-1 be the time we can see it online or we won't see it until it's ready? Our tentative kind of go live will be for Unadilla. Okay. Um, so that would be like August 13, 14, mm-hmm. which is the latest we've been probably in like eight or nine years. Okay. So you, your family first. I you've am. chosen your path. I have. So don't worry but about But I that. still respect what Fly has. Yeah, but just don't worry about I it. I love gear. Yeah. I love new gear season. So I'm just curious. Of eight, eight one is usually when everyone puts it out okay, there. Okay, but don't worry about it, okay? You chose it. Don't worry about it. All right. You've, you've chosen your path. I have. Okay. All right. Uh, Jason Thomas here on the show. Uh, what else, JT? Oh, uh, Ken Roxon, World Supercross. Mm. Big get for those guys. He's going to be on a Honda. So everyone's not no, freaking gonna out. No, he's going to be on a Honda. No, he's going to be on a Honda. Now, we heard Firepower Honda. Stop. That's not going to happen. No. That's your Reeves team. Yeah. I don't, think I don't know. I, I really don't know. Um, I don't know. Like, there, there are so many moving parts to this World Supercross thing. Okay. Like, ori- originally, they were not supposed to go out and hire these super talents for the series that that was like not what was supposed to happen and now that is kind of happening did you hear jt a couple couple teams are upset about this yeah i've heard that why and i i don't blame them like that was not the deal like they were not supposed to go out and write big checks to these guys to and then them get assigned to a team because you're basically in that essence just you know handing over a title to that team like that's yeah hold on i what this stuff doesn't start till after outdoor season, correct? Yes. So why right. would they get upset? The teams that are in the World Supercrosses now, okay, that have hired some riders and are going to have teams, right? They're one of them is going to get handed Ken Roxon. Here okay. you go. Okay. You know, here's Ken Roxon. Right. Because they're writing the check to Ken Roxon, yeah. and they got to put him somewhere. The series is writing check to Ken Roxon. Yep. Okay. Yep. And so they're going to put a him big, somewhere. A so then, if you're one. yeah, a big one, right? I heard two fifty around. 250k? Yeah. JT? Per, per round, yeah. Per round. Per round. Holy yeah. shit. So So we're talking Paris type numbers. Paris isn't that much. Really? No. Yeah, Paris isn't I think, that much. I think the highest ever for Paris was like 200 for Stu. And that was like all in, travel, everything. Wow. So I heard some of the teams are like, hey man, you're just you're going to pay for rocks and then you're going to determine where, where, look, he's going to win races, right? And yeah. maybe the championship. Right. So some team is just going to get handed Ken Roxon. Like the, so the they other wouldn't, team they wouldn't say U.S. Team Honda is in. Like they no, would, you got to be on one of the 
pre-qualified teams for World Supercross. Are we full up on those pre-qualified teams? They're not all announced yet, but... Well, that's what I'm saying. So maybe Honda's going to announce they'll be... No. You know, no. You I don't believe so. No, I don't, okay. I don't think so. So, you know, Chris Kiefer is going to be announced as a team and Kiefer Racing, and now you're going to get Ken Rocks, and you're like, sweet. Got it. I mean, it's tough. Like, I, I get the pro- the promotion side. Yeah. Like, if you get the chance to get Ken Roxon, you're going to do it. Like, you're like you're going to take whatever backlash and all that stuff. But yeah. I think there are some upset teams already. Yeah. About that. So I don't know, man. There's a, there's a lot happening. Regardless, I don't know how any of this makes long term financial sense. Like the checks that they're writing are just insane. So good for the teams, good for the riders, all that. It's not my business to know how the, any of this makes sense. That doesn't matter to me no um but it's it's awesome like if you're a fan you get to see ken roxon at these races awesome if you're ken roxon you're a lot richer than you were uh so yeah i yeah. mean I, I don't see any huge downside i'm not the one that has the right to check no 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 i don't either it's great to have it i'm not i'm just saying like i heard some teams are upset that's all yeah and, yeah and, and, if you were going into this and you had your guys and you're like man we have just as good of a chance to win this world championship as anybody yeah. and then you see ken roxon get signed now you're like well, shit. but you get you don't see Ken Roxon get signed by another team. You get see him the series. No, no, of course, yes, right. The no, series. they wrote him a gigantic check to come in and yes. win the series. The you series know? is like, the- hey, Kenny, here's here's some checks. Please, please race our series. Yeah, yeah, he's going to be the face of this thing. Yeah, now. yeah, yeah. So uh, it's interesting. Yeah, we'll see. Um, Fly racing, Jason Thomas on the show. Uh, the eight o'clock hour brought to you by the folks at Off Road Warehouse. They're proud to supporting guys like oh, uh, like the uh, Club MX guys. ORW is the place to go for all your truck and off-road accessory needs. Troll Train really let me down in fantasy, JT, this week. I don't know if you had them. But, um, yeah, I did. It wasn't, it wasn't awful. It just wasn't great. <laughs> no, it wasn't awful. You're right. He's 15. No, he got the, I mean, he got double yeah. points. Uh, yeah. Motos, he went 15-15. Okay. Like, what do you want yeah, from no, him? I mean, Qualified 8th or something. Than that. Yeah, Qualified I thought he'd be better than that. Right. It wasn't but, awful. And, and, and the second moto, he was up there. And then just, I don't know if he just wasn't. No, I think he fell. Didn't have the pace or whatever. But, no, I think he fell. I and mean, he was like eighth on the first lap. Yeah. Moto one, 35th start. Yeah. Moto two, eighth. Yeah. Um, yeah. ORW, they got stores throughout the West Coast. They got uh, one in Arizona. They got one out in Georgia as well. Pulp in Mexico to save at offroadwarehouse.com. ORW, staffed by a knowledgeable, experienced team. Plus, they installed everything. They sell from suspension kits, tires and wheels to steps, bad accessories and more. Please check out the latest in truck, Jeep, Overland, UTV stuff at orwoffroadwarehouse.com. These guys are great stuff. If you drive a truck, if you have a UTV, check them out. Use the code PULPAMEX to save at offroadwarehouse.com. Stores everywhere and they install everything they sell. Flyracing.com. Jason Thomas on the line. Shall we do the uh, X-Brand goggle tariffs? Let's, uh, let's do Did that. Did you finally get some? Did you get some? We'll get to that. X-Brand okay. goggle tariff. Okay. It's the X-Brand Tear-Off segment. 15-second rapid-fire Q&A. Check out the Lucid Goggle from the folks at X-Brand, EKSBrand.com. Pulp Show 22 is a code to save at EKSBrand.com. Great goggle, great company, and uh, the Lucid Goggles, next level. And when you look at the GNCC guys, they're crushing it with X-Brand. Fast Freddy Norm, Warm, and Supercross. Kyle Chisholm wearing them as well. Everybody loves Chisholm. EKSBrand.com. Uh, please wrong, check him out. What's wrong with Freddie? He's hurt. Freddie's got a bad disc in his back. Okay. Yeah. Uh, these questions are submitted by a uh, Travis Marks. I have a question. <laughs> nope. Nope. Wait. No. I have a question. Oh. Have you okay. have what? you told Freddie that he should get on the back of a bike and have somebody wheelie him off the back? 
No, but that's a great point. I should that's get a good a, idea. Right? Yes, absolutely. Yeah, uh, yeah. Are we going to be able to read these questions? Who's Mark's okay. reading the questions? Uh, Mark's, what happened? Tell us. What, 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 what's, what's going on? What do you mean? So these are I not. Know, I don't know who these came from, but they didn't come from Moser. They're not from Moser. Thanks for nothing, Moser. Wow. Moser did not come. Come. They're through. never from Moser. They're always from his buddies. Hard to yeah. find good help these it's days. Rest, it's a rest day for Moser. <laughs> it's a rest day. Yes. Ah, <laughs> uh, rapid fire. Here we go. All right, Marks. Uh, for whoever did make these, you'll have to go easy on them because that person threw these together pretty quickly. <laughs> okay. Oh boy. Oh boy. Uh, Steve. Yep. We know you won't sell out, but why won't you admit the coverage has been bad? I have admitted the coverage has been bad. Sell out. I, I haven't. I. With me tonight. What the fuck? Sell out. <laughs> With me, all right. I, no. Listen. Hey, listen. This I, is my first experience this weekend. Okay. And I don't. Oh boy. Uh, I, I just should not talk. Yeah. Don't okay. Do so it. I, I had a I had a trittys. First two rounds, I watched at home from the comfort of my couch, on the app. On what what device? Um, the first round was on the uh, app. On on your phone. On a TV. Okay. You know Apple TV. Yep. Mav app. Got it. Yep. Worked fine, but there was a shit ton of commercials. Okay. Okay. Uh, so that was a little irritating. Next week, watched it on my computer. Okay. Because I wasn't in front of the TV, or I don't remember. What a exactly. Mac. A Mac. Okay. And got locked out late in the second moto of the 450s. Okay. Had to log out and log back in. Missed about five minutes of racing. Okay. And other than that, I've watched the replays. Now, I see your tweets, everybody, and I see what's going on. <laughs> I see your DMs to me. I, some guy DM'd that I was, I was part of the problem. Like, I did this. Like, Pulp MX. Yep. You know, because we're on Mav TV now. Yeah, we're on a TV show. Mm -hmm. I feel I said we've I, I've been the review shows on this show. You know, there's issues, mm -hmm. there's problems. It's not been great. They're going to flow racing. Have I torn it apart and said that I should sue them? Like I've seen. <laughs> no, no, <laughs> I'm not. I'm not that. there. Yes, oh yes, my God. yes. So, like everyone for years had to watch one set of motos on Mav and one set of motos on NBC. Yeah, and it was all a problem for changing channels. Yep. This You're still doing that now, and it's still a, like changing channels to me was never a problem. I've done the Race Tech rant on this show about all the people bitched about changing channels. Correct. So I'm not there. I don't give a fuck. You can't, I don't care about changing channels to watch the second motos. Okay. That's all that's going on now is you got to switch to a different app. What's the difference? I, I, I still don't understand the anger. Now, look, the, the locking out on the motos and I. That's all legit, and that shouldn't happen, and it's bad. But, dude, is this the end of the fucking world? People, no. People love motorcycles. They do. They want to watch. But I'm just not at the level of anger of these people. Like, it's not good. Right. They fixed it. They, they, well, they couldn't fix it, so they went to flow racing. I don't, I'm not going to say much. Uh, but I will say, when you plan your day around watching racing yep. and you can't watch it. Why can't you watch it? What well, happens? Well, I could only watch it on my phone. I couldn't watch it on my Mac for Why? whatever reason. What, what, what's, what was going on? I don't know. Well, no, it, you, I need more instructions okay, so because I I'm going to be critical of this. I would log this. in. Yes. And it, I would log in. Yep. And my screen would be blank. I would have nothing. Okay? <laughs> so I'm like, okay, screw it. I'm going to try on my phone. Went on my phone. Worked fine. But I had to watch it on my phone. Yeah. Tried Heather's computer to see. Maybe it's my computer. Same thing. What, just blank screen. Okay. Uh, the next week, same thing. Commercials. I don't care about commercials. Yeah, as long yeah. as I'm able to watch the yeah. race, there were, there I don't were, care. There were too many commercials week one. 
But I just would get bummed out when I want to watch it and I can't. And I'd pay, you know, the money, whatever, it's seven ninety nine or whatever it was, yeah, right? Yeah. I'm fine with that. But yep. I just wanted to make sure, hey, okay, we got to go to Flow TV now. Yeah. So you went to Flow? Uh, well, we will, right? Oh. Well, this week I was still on the app, and oh, it, it was yeah. okay until the second moto, and then I had a trouble. What happened? Blank. It just went locked me out, like you said. Just but then, but all I did was log out and log back in. It was there. I logged out, logged back in. Still wasn't there. Okay. So, but eighty percent of the time it worked. The twenty percent of the time <laughs> it that, didn't work. But it should work hundred percent of the time. I understand that. Right. Right. But I, I get a little bit of people. Ma- I don't obviously suing people need to calm down. Right. But. I would get upset, too, if I planned my day to watch Moto, and right, I can't. Right, so. I, I'm with you. I'm telling you my experience where I'm like, I don't know. Seems like it's okay. Right. Uh, I was know. having a tough time. JT, what were you on? What were you watching on? I was on the app, and then I was, uh, I was Chromecasting that to my TV. And what was it doing? Uh, uh, pausing, stopping, Buffering. black screen. Uh, glitching. Um, and, and also, Mark, as a programmer, as a coder, guy who makes an app, it's coming out any day. Mm-hmm. A lot of these problems are people's internet, right? Um, Maybe not a lot, but some. I mean, there are certainly some, but I don't know if I would say a lot. Okay. Yeah. Right. Sorry. Why is. Can, no, you, you can tell me. Why, can I ask one question? The picture, why is it not as good as others? It's just the way they're casting it, or. I didn't notice a bad picture. Hmm. Yeah. I didn't get all of it on Saturday. I got some of it, but the bit I did watch on Flow was fine. Okay, so right. fuck the people who are saying I'm selling out. Like, I've been critical. Yes. I have. I had those issues like I talked about week one and two. Mm-hmm. Then I watched the replays. So I'm not – I don't see it. Like, But, dude, trust me. JT sees the Pulpamex Fantasy emails, okay? JT deals with this. We have a Pulpamex Fantasy game with a lot of users. Marks sees this on the YouTube for the pulp show and his own business ventures over the years in computer work is 50% of these problems, JT, not user error on the fantasy game. Yeah. A lot of user error. Right. A lot. All I'm a saying lot. is, dude, you don't understand these people out in the world. <laughs> Mark's right. Yeah. So when you're angry at me, oh boy. when you're angry at me in my DMS about Mav, yes, I don't know if you're an idiot. Right. I don't know your level of technology. Yes. Uh, 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 Capability. Capabilities. Correct. So, like, because I can vouch for you. And JT, you can vouch for me. We get level 10 anger about fantasy, and it's the fucking person's fault. Do they ever come back and say, oh, shit, my bad? They never come back. No, they do. They they do? Okay. They do. Yeah, sometimes, sometimes you'll get like, oh, my God, I'm an idiot. I'm sorry. Okay. They do. Rarely, though. Rarely. Uh, but so like, I think, but with the with the app, like I think some anger is justified. Absolutely, it's not working. Absolutely, anger, but but people go bonkers. Like and to get mad at you, like I, that. I don't know what they want you to do. Shit about falls it, downhill, or, man. But it's but it, why it's Steve? Like he has nothing. He's not. Does he look like a programmer? Why I just, do I why do I come home from driving in traffic and yell at Heather? Here's a DM. Thing. Here's a DM. I want to thank, take a second to thank DC Pro Motocross Pulpamex Mav TV for making Pro Motocross unwatchable this season. <laughs> He's thanking me. Maybe he doesn't like the show. He, Maybe he doesn't like Pulpamex. I've killed any momentum gained with new viewers and riders during the Supercross season. This is my fault? Listen, 
I get a lot of emails about bikes, and you are correct. It's a lot of the Dude, people. So when I see these people losing their shit, right. I'm just like, okay, you may be an idiot because right. you're losing your shit to me on a DM, and chances are you're logging in with the wrong fucking email. Well, what you, so, what you screwed up is you actually opened the DM. Yeah. Don't even do it. Yeah, that's probably the problem. Okay, so was that 30 seconds? Yeah, it was at least. That was 28. On, on some planet, it <laughs> probably was. <laughs> okay. I don't even know where I was. Oh, uh, that was only the first question. If you were super stoned, I felt like that oh, was 30 wow. seconds. Okay. Whoa. Kiefer. Yeah. yeah. On a scale of 1 to 10, how good was it watching Masterpool beat all the star bikes in Moto 1? Yeah, I don't care. It's yeah, the these one. questions. <laughs> hey, these questions are... Are you are you like a president of the Time Master Pool fan club? Did no, I, I mean, like, did I, I miss something? I don't. I mean, I I think it's cool that he's beating factory dudes, but yeah, I don't really give a right, shit. Right? Yeah. yeah, I'm with you on that. <laughs> I will. I will say this. I will say this. Derek Kelly on the AEO bike has been solid, but I watched him late in the moto. Yeah, passing factory riders that were dead tired. Yeah, Derek Kelly factory riders as in who? Give it some names. Dead, Whoa. tired factory riders. Okay. Guys he who... He wants to say swole, but I don't know why he's not saying it. Okay. <laughs> no, I believe there was some star... I'm just going to look and do my homework I right I believe here. there was a star Yamaha kid in there as well. Okay. Derek Kelly is probably working during the week as a plumber. No, he's not. No, he's not. <laughs> he might be a plumber. No, he's not. He's... I think he puts up drywall. No, he doesn't. He's full-time. He's all in. I know he is. I'm, I'm half-joking, okay. but... So he just passed Enzo Lopes. Enzo got oh, 18th. Well, Enzo, this is Enzo's first national. Romano got 16th. He got LeBlanc in, in one moto. Okay. Uh, he LeBlanc got okay. 19th. I'm not, I'm not coming on Enzo. Enzo's this is first Enzo's race, since, two, first Enzo national since 2018. Okay. So I'm not counting Enzo. He's not full factory. Well, I'm just looking at the names behind him here, and there wasn't that many factory Okay, dudes. listen. I'm just saying. Derek Kelly on your AEO bike shouldn't be getting you on a factory bike late in the moto. Just shouldn't happen. Why? Why is that a thing? Why is that a thing right there? So do you put an AEO bike on the same level as an OEM factory bike? Do you, I don't. Do you? But you always say, it's not the fucking bike. It's not the fucking bike. It's not, but it's a piece of it. Oh, no. Of course it's a piece okay. of it. Okay. Everybody remember this. A, Everybody remember if this. A, if you're a factory guy, like you're a factory guy, you make good money. You have every resource available. My personal opinion not professional, not business. My personal opinion is you have zero excuse for getting tired. None. Zero. zero. I'm with him. I, I, mean, I agree with you, but I'm just saying sometimes there are better riders that don't have factory equipment. Of plain course. and simple. Yeah, yeah, I'm not arguing that. I'm just saying if you're tired, then there's a problem because <laughs> effort is tired. the one thing you can control. Derek Kelly is, you know, from what I hear, he just, yeah, he puts up drywall Monday If you're to a coder and you're good at coding, you yeah. should not come into your place of work tired. Wow. That's bullshit. Okay. All right. Next question. That's 30 seconds, That's, too. I go to work tired every day. It's fine. <laughs> Feel tired. Feel tired. Hard. Uh, Fuck you. You're fired. <laughs> JT, if you have your pick between a good Justin Cooper or Barshawn 250 for Team USA, who do you pick? Uh, we just went through this. Yeah. Okay. I'll take If Cooper's Whoosh. on his A game, I'll take Cooper. Whoosh. I was busy. What's happening with the... What's I was happening busy with putting the, out fires over here. What's happening with the... He's on the phone. Listen, no, no. Fuck you, you're fired. Oh, that's my mom. It's that, the motorsport.com it. tweets at talent. What, what is going hey, on over there? I know there? exactly what's okay? going on. The The chick is behind the black wall over there with him, and he's not fucking paying attention to what's no, going on. She tried to type in the chat, 
and I was clicked over here, Ooh. so it started auto. It started like auto playing drops. This is what happens when you bring your chick to work. She tries to do stuff that I didn't authorize her to do. Unbelievable. Wow. Next question. She's going back to the couch. Next question. Steve, what is happening with your outdoor fantasy season? Oh my God. <laughs> it is horrible. Or okay. Good. Oh boy. 30 seconds. <laughs> Rod Bell has been the number one scoring 450 rider through four rounds. And you're banging That's the Rod on Bell. On any level. Crushing That's it. Not true on any level. Crushing it, Rod Bell. Okay. How do you say the number one scoring? He had the most points in the 450 class. Yeah. There's no way. Yeah, yes, he, he did. For for outdoors. Really? Yes. I sent it in the text. Really? Thanks for reading. Yes. Wow. Okay. Yeah, I don't. I don't. Okay. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm busy. Okay. Well, <laughs> Rod Bell, solid number one scoring rider mm-hmm. in the 450 class. I haven't picked him. I'm going to pick Justin Rod Bell. Fuck it. I've been missing that boat. I'm picking him for Red Bud. Shock blows in Moto 1, crashes first lap in Moto 2. <laughs> Fuck Mathis. Fuck him. Like, <laughs> like that, that's like, it, that, there's you, there you go. There's an example. There's just what's happening to me this year. So I have a legitimate question. I'm going to pick Nate Thrasher because he's doing well. Bam! Hatmaker fucking cleans his doors out of the. Gone. <laughs> D- disappears. When you, when you do poorly, it brings me a lot of joy. Yep. <laughs> Does that make me a bad person? Yes. Yes, it does. Okay. Yes, it does. All right. The first step is admitting it. Okay. All right. Kiefer. Yes. Do you see Danger Boy beating Ryder D at Redbud? Uh, next year is what we're saying? or Sure. <laughs> sure. Just sure. No. I didn't, I didn't actually write this. No. Okay. JT, when does your career switch to full-time trader begin? Never. <laughs> Never. Never. He's on it a lot, dude. He's on, he's I, don't on like tra- I don't like I don't like trading. Trading is, yeah, that's, that's he is checking his much, stocks when he's on the show, like on the no no, yeah, no, I just, no he's, I just like I like watching it. I like being involved and learning about monk, it. But trading, man, those guys are monk life. It, it's that's a lot. That's monk, a lot to take on. Monk life, really? Yeah, it's unbelievable. Hey, he, he's, a, he's a monk. He's following his money. I'm not a monk. Monk like, <laughs> really not. Wear a cloak. I do have a dagger. Gregorian chance. We need to put some. <laughs> next time JT's in, uh, come in the studio. We need to load up some Gregorian chants. Okay. Oh my God. Just have the cloak wrapped around the chair waiting yeah. for him as he gets here. <laughs> Between the working out and the stocks Dude. and his real work, which is a shit ton, and now he adds NBC pressure to this, or uh, Mav TV pressure to this. He He's, yeah, this is an example of. Too much, too soon. When do you come back? Next week? Yeah, he's at Southwick. Okay. Uh, no, Southwick is NBC again. Oh, uh, oh. So I'm off again next weekend. And then Millville. I'm back to Millville. I will say this, and, I, and you might have talked about this before, but JT is doing a good job. First round, you could tell he was nervous. He's, Second first round, round was, he was fine. First round was great. No, he was fine, but you yeah. could tell there was some nervousness, okay. right? All right. But then Hangtown, yeah. awesome. All of them. Yeah. It's great. I love the varied interviews. We got interviews from... You know? And he's more relaxed. Like, he's asking good questions. Yeah. I have talk- a question. I have a question on that. Yeah. So, I was watching this weekend, and, like, if you know me at all, you know my goal is, like, I try to get better at things I do. Like, that's just, like, whatever I'm doing, I just want to be really good at it. I'm, like, I have, like, a perfectionist, uh, like, problem. Like, I just want to be the best at whatever I'm doing. 
so when I'm watching this weekend, I'm watching Will, and I'm like, gosh, she's like, she's really good at these things. Like, cool for her, good job. Like, I was just very impressed with some of those things she was doing. But I did notice that a difference. So when I'm doing it, I am going and I'm going talking to these guys and interviewing them on camera, where she's going and talking to them and then reporting on what they talked about. Which is better? Mm. So I'm going to tell you why I like you, and this is not because I know you. Uh, because you you ask questions in a rider-type manner. So, like, I ride dirt bikes, and when you ask those questions, I can feel like that is where you're going with the question because you can see it and view it and you've ridden. So you're giving us a rider-type question for guys that actually ride dirt bikes and can understand it. Yeah, I agree. I, I mean, that's not her fault. Like she, she no, no, and I know that. And that's that's what I'm saying. For that, right? But yeah. I'm just saying, no, which I one do it. I prefer? That's yeah, what. I know. I, and and that stuff, like, I think she's she's very polished, and that's what I need to really focus on being. Um, but I, that's like the big difference I saw this weekend. Is I saw she was going and talking to these people, but she wasn't really talking to them on camera. She was doing the homework behind the scenes and then bringing that information to the broadcast. I just don't know which is preferable to the audience like do they want to see that person and hear them talk or do they want to get a summary of that conversation and then brought to camera well yeah no you're doing a good job we got some <laughs> this, is, this is what's good this is your intro music this is his intro oh god dude i'm telling you man it's great you're you're super ripped you're doing a good job on that. Your, your training's probably not going well, like everybody else's. But I'm sure you're you're very smart about it. Markets are markets are a little rough. And then now you have, and then, and then now you have your your WPS work. And you're, you, dude, you gotta get like you gotta get some more. Just gold. keep this going. The whole sh- just the rest of the segment. Keep that music in the background, please. <laughs> it's just JT. Just laptop open. My stocks. You know? Yeah. So, <laughs> all right, what else we got, Mark? Let's check my stocks. Uh, Steve. Thank you. With the World Supercross seemingly gaining some traction with big names <laughs> and more guys going Supercross only, should the Outdoor Series be worried and what can they do to raise the bar? No, they shouldn't be worried. What they can do to raise the bar, though. Shh, relax. What they can do to raise the bar relax. is I witnessed the Troy Lee team this weekend, and actually we'll, we should call Will back. They were washing bikes just in the middle of the walkway, and it was like Unadilla 87 with the fans, for the fans just trudging through the water, <laughs> trudging through the muck and the water. Imagine if you brought beautiful Yar Yar, yes. and she's wearing her Yeezy shoes, oh, and she's at a national. Out. She's out. Dude, and she's just like, oh my God, I can't walk here. Like, wash base! What is wrong with the wash base? Yeah. Why don't we put the wash base in? These The lanes are so full of mud and water, and the teams don't give a shit. And how do I know that? Because I was on a team, and I didn't give a shit. I sprayed spectators on purpose. Yes. I understand it. You but, sprayed them on purpose? Yes. <laughs> oh, they walked by. Yeah. I sprayed, If they started looking at the bike too much, I just went and just sprayed them. You're such an asshole. Get out of my, get out of my bike. So I'm just like saying. fighting dogs. Just yeah. hit them with water. Right. So that's how they can change. But no, they shouldn't be worried. Okay. I don't know how whoever made these questions didn't see that coming. But that's okay. Kiefer. Yes. You can give Lone Wolf one piece of relationship advice. Yes. For, what is it? One. One. Big boobs. Let me. T- <laughs> <laughs> 
Let Pro me. Probably tell him. Okay. Listen. 30 seconds. Hold on. Listen to this. That's exactly what you have to do. Is sometimes. No, should we say this for after dark? No, this is, this is not an after dark thing. Most, 90% of the time, you just need to shut the fuck up and listen. And you don't need to say anything. You don't need to agree. You don't need to disagree. Just listen and let her talk. That's it. That's her all. clapping says you're right, so I'll take that advice. Okay. okay uh, that's it for x -Brands. We're done. Oh, wow. Because we got Welton coming up, and then... got to check my stocks. Okay. Is that What else you got? No, we only had one more. What is it? Uh, JT. Yo. What is the strangest or dumbest email you re you've received during your tenure oh. as Pulp Mix Fantasy oh, customer God, service God, rep. Dude. Dude, that's not even a... That would take long. Mark's actually uh, has the one. Mark's has the cake. Really? Of a guy with time changes. Don't. don't I don't have, I don't have time. <laughs> that don't have, was, oh, he didn't know the East versus Pacific? Oh, but no, he thought there was a 30-minute no. time change in oh, there. Oh, my God. Yeah, I would just, love to uh, read the email on air. Like, I'll leave the name out, obviously. But if I read the exchange... I think it would. I think it would hook people. This, but I want people to understand. This is every day. Yeah. I can't log in. My team didn't save. Listen. I want to use a mulligan. I. Wh where's my prize? I get this it. This is every day. Kiefer, can I get a setting for a twenty-two YZ two fifty F? Do you have? It's right on my fucking website. Just go on my website. It's right there. Look it up. But they want right. their hand held. Yeah. To do it. I could never do JT's job answering Pulp Mix Fantasy emails. Dude, I didn't know that was JT's job. Yeah. Mark's, Mark's going to test. I get testy at times. Are they very short answers sometimes? Just like one-word answers? Uh, Close. I just, man, I just have a hard time having patience with some people because they're very aggressive. Like, they're just like, you asked me, like, what right. are you going to do about it? Right. And it's right. like, oh, man. It? Yeah. No, it's brutal. Um. Oh, hold on, let's uh, let's get to this gentleman before we go. Oh, shit, that's David Bradshaw's bike. I just fucked up. Mr. Side. The music in the background really just tied that together. Right. We got a mix What's of up, shit boy? going on. Uh, we're coming up with Welton, so we do want to talk to you, but you have something to add about the math thing? Yeah, I can call back right there. Yeah, just you were touching on it, but it sounds like from what I'm seeing on the chat rooms, the fantasy chat and all that, is sometimes the fire stick doesn't work. Some people like the flow app. For me, every time I tried to click on the live race, it just showed qualifying. So I had to go back to Mav. There seems to be multiple problems depending on what devices people are using. Right. Some people tried to log into Flow. Like when I mm -hmm. started my account, I paid the whatever, $7 a month. Other people were like, well, I can only do yearly. There's just a multitude of problems, but Peacock was 100% more HD, more clear than the other networks. And it's all coming from the same cameras. It's got to be something to do with Mav and Flow. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah, there's just right. a multitude of issues they need to figure out. Uh, well, I'm with you. I feel like this, this Mav, thi the, the Flow thing will fix this. Mav Flow seems to be, you know, in, in the business of streaming a lot of sports. When we watch when uh, my dad gets to stream Aiden's amateur races, yep, no problems. And that's flow. That's flow? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So, it didn't work for me this weekend. Like, what do you mean? This doesn't work at all? Like, you just couldn't watch so, the races? I watched qualifying, yep. no problem. Right. When, I think when Moto1 started, like I said, it said live now. 
I clicked on it, and it started qualifying over. So I was like, well, maybe I clicked on the wrong thing. Right. Logged out, logged back in, and every time it was only qualifying that I could watch. So then I flipped over to Mav, and it played fine. But other times when I've tried to log into Mav, uh, I think maybe the last moto of the day, it said you don't have a, you don't have an account. <laughs> really? Okay. Yeah, but uh. and that's happened to a lot of people. People were like logging in says you don't have an account. You need to go sign up or whatever. And they're like, okay, yeah, I've already look, paid. I've 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 said it. It's <laughs> not been. What are you laughing at? <laughs> this fucking music in the background. <laughs> <laughs> the I feel music. like I'm listening to Enigma, like back in my high school days. Uh, <laughs> Dude, I just referenced Enigma in an article I wrote. Uh, good reference. Uh, JT, you got to run. Uh, thank you for uh, calling in. Fly Racing, flyracing.com. Appreciate it. I know you said as soon as Jamie got on, you want to go. So I understand no. that. Yeah, <laughs> no problem. Uh, yes, you should. Jamie's, Jamie's going. Is he mad? I. I'm very excited for Jamie and the things he's he's moving towards. Yep. Well, uh, we we need more time with him. We can't talk about everything right now yeah. with him. I'll Can he call back? back? Yeah, yeah. All right, JT. Uh, oops, I just hung up on JT. Sorry. <laughs> Later. My, oh, Dark Dark Side's gone too. I hung up on him too. Yeah, fuck them all. All right, if Dark, Dark, tell Darkside to come in later, but let's get Marshall Welton on the line, and and we'll do that. And Mark's just got me more infuriated right this now. This show has been loose. That's great. It's a Sunday. It's, it's a Sunday. great. Yeah. Okay. It's a return to innocence, Ignima. I'm Ignima. done with that. Okay. The return to innocence. What did I do? I didn't do anything. What did I say? What? What did I? Why? Why did I make you more mad? Yeah. That screenshot. <laughs> that screenshot. I thought he liked that. No, yeah, I do not like that. Not <laughs> at all. Uh, we're coming up with Marshall Welton here on the show. I want to thank the folks at Michelin. Um, <clears throat> thanks to the folks at Michelin Starcross Six. Kiefer, you have tried these. You are using these. Yeah. Uh, it is a fifteen percent, nineteen percent more traction. When worn in comparison to the previous gen of Starcross Five, you know who loves the sixes? Huh? T Dex. T Dex? Yeah. 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 Actually, he hit me up for for FMIP's number, so yeah. maybe that was probably it. He needed some Starcross sixes. Yep. Uh, visit michelinman.com forward slash motorcycle to learn more about the complete offering of Michelin motorcycle tires, uh, mountain bike tires as well. On the wrap up show, they make great mountain bike tires as well. Six versions in the SC6, sand, mud, medium, soft, medium, hard, hard versions, uh, all with the naming designation corresponding to the type of terrains and conditions. And we give a set of weight on the Pulp Fantasy uh, every single uh, day. So thank you to the folks at um, uh, uh, Michelin. So um, All right. I hung up on JT. I got to tell him oops. Uh, all right. Thanks to the folks at Guts Racing, of course. Atlas Neck Brace. Atlas, talk about Atlas Brace. Dylan Wright crushing it with his Atlas Brace. Yep. Works Connection, Pulp MX 20 is the code to save with those guys. FMF WUSA. If you're, if you're getting some wheels, uh, use uh, WUSA to rebuild your wheels. I bought a new set. Wheels. You bought a set. I bought a set for my you Yamaha for backup. You for a set. Yeah. Edge ones or? or no, I got Han uh, hubs Han, yeah. and then Excel. Uh, how do you spell it? We'll Taka. What, co what color? Costco or yeah, yeah. Takasako? Whatever, yep. Yeah. What, what color are the hubs? Uh, blue and blue. Oh, you went blue, blue. Yeah. Oh, I saw it on your Instagram. Yeah, you said no. Didn't like it. Why? Ah, uh, too much blue. Oh boy. Tell you what, though, when the blue rims first came out, I was like a hard no, and then they grew on me. So yeah. maybe if the the, hubs, the Excel blue is really nice too. Yeah, maybe the maybe I would they would grow on me if I you know. She actually rode. Yeah. Wow. Mm -hmm. Chris Kiefer, one hundred shows uh, for Chris Kiefer. By the way, uh, let's get to our next guest. This guy was a privateer out of a van. Mm -hmm. Okay, doing pretty well. Got a fill-in ride with the Twisted T guys. Kind of getting better every week. Got a 10th overall in his, his hometown track of Redbud. It's Marshall Weldon. What's up, man? How are you? Hey, how you doing, Steve? Thanks for calling in. Yeah, that's what I'm here for. Cali, it's Cali Weldon. It's Cali Weldon? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Sausage tips Weldon. Yeah. Uh, you, you sound kind of muffled. 
What do, what in are you, the water? What do you, yeah, what are you, you in underwater? No, maybe I'll go off speakerphone. Yeah, get off speakerphone. That's better. That's uh, better. That's better. Uh, thanks to Twisted Tea, by the way, for coming on the show. Twisted Tea, all about outdoor day drinking with the crew, outdoor fun versus outdoor exercise. Twisted Tea will stop mm-hmm. at nothing to have a good time. That's Welton also. All right. Twisted Tea was up for anything at any time. That's Welton. Work to live, don't live to work. Work hard and play harder. Shameless pursuit of fun. No bullshit. Wow. That's Twisted T. I like that Did marketing. Did you write that whole script? No, I just made it up in my mind. Yeah. Nice. 10th <laughs> uh, overall, Marsh. Good job, Marsh. Pretty big day for me. Not going to lie. I'm yeah. pretty I'm pretty impressed. I didn't see you. When I saw you getting this filling rod, I didn't see a 10th overall coming from you. So that's awesome. That's kind of diff, Steve. You know? Hey, how much, Kiefer, how much are you taking uh, credit for this? Uh, 99%. 99? 99 <laughs> Wow. I mean, you go up to the Dez, right? You, all of a sudden your life changes. You go up to the Dez, you ride some motos with Aiden and I. You go to Hangtown. No, and Kale. Kale, too. Don't forget Kale. Kale. Yep, Kale, too. And then his life changes. Did- he gets a ride. He gets better results, which he was doing good before. Yeah. Now. Honestly, I was most inspired by Kale out of everybody. Our buddy Kale Kuchnicki. I don't okay. know if you know Kale. No. He rides the outdoors. Okay. You should talk to him. He is, there. he is motocross. He travels the whole world. He works, and he rides all the outdoor nationals. And he's out been doing van, it for out of an RV, 10 years. Just kills it. Yep. Does he make the motos? Not a, not a lot, but he's out there grinding it out. Great guy. Wow. No cap. That You know that video that Racer X posted of me like going outside before the uh, mechanics area, like wide open around the outside? You know how I saw do it first? Kale. Kale. Yep. Wow. Two-stroke okay. lines. Uh, what did Phil think of your 10th overall? Um, he sent me a nice job, Marshall, at like 1 in the morning. Oh, okay. All right. Well, he's probably out. <laughs> so yeah. 1 in the morning his time? Uh, I think so. Okay. Oh, you're all muffled. What are you, what are you, what are, are you on ear pods? What you, no ear pods. No. No, I need to speak closer to the phone. I yeah. think so, yeah. Um, hey, uh, you, I talked to you at Lakewood. And you were still on Bogle's stuff, and you were doing pretty good, but, you know, it was late late coming on the team. And how much better is the bike, or how much testing have you been able to get done with those guys? And uh, have you changed a lot from that first weekend? Uh, we've made minor adjustments, me and Mr. Dave Cruz. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've definitely went back and forth on a lot of settings. Uh, we've been trying some new things that they're working on with Showa. And I think this weekend – yeah, I mean, we had a new setting off of Bogle setting. This is the first time off of Bogle setting. And it was, uh, you know, I feel like we're in a good place with it. I think there's definitely room for improvement, but the engine's good. Everything's good. It's uh, it's really like smooth power, super easy to ride. So compared to your, your GG, what's the big difference mm-hmm. in the engine? I mean, it's just like direct traction. You know, I think the ECU has a better package where, it was more like just an easier power on exit of like, you know, the slicker turns or when it gets choppy. I don't need to worry about kind of finessing the throttle. I can just hold it wide open and go. Hmm. All right. His fitness is good too, Kiefer. Just charge him. No, he, dude, honestly, right. like he went out to the desert, went to a hammered track, and he was good. And it, that's rare. I'm, I'm that's a diesel r- engine. Like it's, worry about the fitness. it's rare that I get dudes that come out, even at his level, yeah. that do well out there, and right. he did good. Uh, what about the washing machines and the dead bodies and the abandoned cars? Were you? Yeah, no, we, were, we were dodging all that stuff. There was one moment in the dead. There was a guy. There was like this main road that goes through the center of this track that yeah. we were riding. Yeah. 
and a guy came through doing about 70 miles an hour wide open. And I thought, damn, what if I was crossing at one of those points? Like, <laughs> on a dirt bike or what was he on? <laughs> yeah, like on I, a dirt bike. Like it could be UTV, it could Look be it. a car, it could be anything. You yeah. could be in the desert in the middle of the week and you have no idea what you're going to do, so you got to keep your head in a swivel. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I didn't. That was an eye-opener for me. I was like, holy smokes, that could have been the end right there. Dude, yeah, it's nuts. No, Marshall Welton on the show brought to you by Twisted T. Billy Grotto, man. What a guy. i got to meet this guy. You do. Yeah. Everybody's got to meet Billy Grotto. I don't think Marshall's met him yet. He's the Swiss no, T guy. It's going to happen. So, Marsh, you're doing, let's say you kick ass the rest of your top 10s kicking ass. Any hope for this 23 season? Can you sign? Is it available? Is it an option? Do you think they'll do it? Uh, I mean, there, we've definitely discussed that, we, you know, the team likes working with me and I like working with them. I think ultimately if I kind of keep on this trajectory, things are going to go in that direction. Um, I, I really enjoy working with everyone there. They have a light, you know, there's no pressure. They've never once said you need to do this or that. And they just want me to go have fun and ride the best of my ability. And that's kind of my whole mindset. So I think if uh, we go through the whole summer like this, it'll be put me in a good place. And you, and you wouldn't mind going to 250 SX? No, I seem to like put the fork down for a little bit. There you go. Down a little. Yeah, that's what I was going to ask. So Pipes was on our show, said that they do want to do 250 SX. So that's what you would do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right? I think it'd be a 250 opportunity. Right, right. No, man, you're really taking advantage of this, and it's really cool to see. Um, you know, um, yeah, it's great. Because, again, Kiefer, you're going to do the Suzuki speech here. Everyone, you know, hey, Kickstarter, hey, older bike, you yeah. know, blah, blah, blah. But, dude, like, I, I, if Eli Tomac got on a Suzuki, he'd be winning. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I, yeah. I just – and I myself make fun of the kickstart. You know, we all have our shots. I mean, when you take back the Roxon, like, not that long ago, right. how good he was. It's like the bike's not that different from them. No, no. Um, right. That, I think it's probably the same. So, Keeper, that, that's my point where you're like, you know, hey, like. We talk trash because it hasn't developed, and every every yeah. year it's the same bike, and it has a kickstart. So, it's, an, it's low-hanging fruit, right? So, it's easy. Yep. But some of the, I wouldn't say, some of the best bikes that I've ridden, most fun that I've had has been on a Suzuki. I remember riding Mike Alessi's old Suzuki. That was probably the, one of the top five bikes I've ever ridden. And set up well, turned well, motor was good, easy to ride. So for me, honestly, um, guys like Marshall on, on this bike, Jamie from Twisted Development does the engine. He knows what he's doing. Marsh hops on a 250. That's fast as shit. We, you know, yeah. Mumford, Mumford. I mean, they got a lot of hole shots last yeah. year. I feel like the bike's got a good package. And- right. Yeah. I, yeah. It's proven to be good over the years, too, even things like JS7 and 14. You could put JS7 in that 14 and was it St. Louis or Toronto, whatever that race was. Yeah, Toronto, yeah. And it's like he would still be a podium guy with that ride right now, you know? Like, Marsh is the perfect guy to talk about this because he was on his own deal. He could make his gas gas what he wanted. Mm-hmm. He did what he wanted. I can that my gas gas, I thought I had such like an ultimate package. Right, and I just it just wasn't it, and I was a little bit bummed with myself because I invested a lot of money into it, and it just thought that my bike wasn't good. I really enjoyed riding my bike, but it wasn't. I know I know there's room for improvement, you know. Really, uh, really good to see Marshall Welton doing well. Twisted T bringing you him on the show, Pulp Show. Um, uh, where was I going with this? Next question. Oh yeah, you mentioned it earlier, Marsh uh, Kawasaki. Uh, there was a guy named there, Dave Cruz. Uh, he worked for Kawasaki. He he was uh, one of the uh, I don't know which rod. I think he, oh, he worked for Adam. He was Adam's chassis guy, I think. Suspension uh, guy. And he's and he got hired by Hep last year. Uh, smart guy. Uh, I think he's really helping that team out a lot. 
I, I really enjoy working with Mr. Dave. He kind of just brings like a neutral um, approach to everything, and he's easy to talk to. Where you know I'll have like feedback or whatever from from testing days or racing, and mm-hmm. he has an open mind. And I feel like he already has kind of an opinion of what he thinks his bike's doing, and then he lets me talk, <clears throat> and then kind of goes from there. And we kind of just meet in the middle with kind of what he's thinking also. Right. So he's been really good to work with on both ends. Yeah, it's been uh, it's been good for the team to step up too and hire a guy like that. Yeah. That's another salary, right? A guy that's been uh, familiar yeah. with mm-hmm. Showa stuff for a while, so that's yeah beneficial. Yeah, absolutely. <clears throat> um, uh, so yeah, so Phil gets sent you a congratulatory text. So Phil Phil's on board. So we think Phil is kind of avoiding you a little bit, right? It's not really his arm. That's still sore. I don't know. I think, I think I'm in his head a little bit. Yeah, yeah, kind of what I think too, a little <laughs> bit. And um, does Phil come back this year? Yeah, he's gonna come back for a Unadilla. Maybe I don't know. Yeah, who knows? <laughs> I will see. Maybe he's gonna call retire. Maybe he's gonna retire. I don't know. Dude, I don't think no. Dude, <laughs> no. uh, what, what's uh, how are you getting along with Hartraff? Uh, me and Brandon are good. He's he's really good to work with. Did you know him before at all? Yeah, I've known Brandon for a while. We actually lived together in oh. Seth, uh, oh, Seth wow. Rurick's apartment. Oh, I had no idea. Bit. Okay. Oh, so yeah. all right. So you guys go way back. So that's cool. I feel like that's a good mix, Brandon and Marsh. That's those are both of them have very uh, some, dry sense of humor. So it's, yeah. it's I yeah. think it would work very well. It's cool. We've had some good battles at the practice track where we pushed each other too. So we've kind of fed off each other. So Marsh, we know you love doing all these extra races and you chase the money around, whether it's the privateer Yamaha L privateer race that we did, or whether it's going to um, uh, Brayton's race or whatever it is. And, you know, now with off weekends and stuff, and now you're on a team, none of, none of that can happen anymore. You can't get, you can't get any money anymore. Yeah. Hopefully I can like put that into more of a professional career instead of trying to, you know, scrap up money. <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah, exactly. But, right. Um, <clears throat> no, it, it, I mean, do you have any plans for the off season or do you, if it depends on how this thing goes with twisted T, yep, you could, you maybe do World Supercross or something, huh? Uh, there's there's for sure talks of it. Yeah. Dude, Marsh Marsh is just on an upward. Look, at, this is know? what happens when you go to the high desk. Oh, here we go. Oh, God. Here we go. <laughs> Shit changes. I mean, it doesn't, it's not high desk for anything. You're on right. a high. Right. You stay that way. I should have been picking Marshall in, in fantasy. I haven't, you didn't? I, I picked him at... Uh, you didn't pick what? Yeah, I picked him at... I picked you at Lakewood, maybe? Was that How it? did you uh, not pick him at his home race? I, I thought about it. I watched him in practice. I'm like, yeah, he's from here. Like, he, you know, this would be a good one for him. And I don't know, man. Just kept living your life? Yeah, I kept living my life and had a shitty team. Sure, really should have... Really <laughs> That's should have thought about it. last week. What's that? That's messed up. He didn't even pick me last week. No, I... Is I your, had an eight handicap. <clears throat> wow. Is your voice hoarse from saying Redbud too much? What's wrong with you? I think so. I was. Oh, there it is. I just found it nice. Oh, oh there you go. Wait a minute. Um, so I, I saw a photo from, from after the race last week. You were talking to some fans. Did that go anywhere? No. Nowhere? Hmm. Okay. Right. That's too bad. Uh, hold on. What about what I'm about the pull up? I'm trying to pull up Welton's uh, fantasy points here. Okay, Welton, I've heard a lot of talk about this Justin Hill guy, your buddy, or your you know acquaintance. So I picked Troll Justin 44 Hill. points. I picked Justin Troll Hill. 44 points. I picked Tyler Stepick 30 points. I picked Rod Bell nine, and uh, yeah, Marshall Welton 66 points from Red Bud 2020. Wow, 66 points. Yeah, was wow. the highest scoring guy. Uh, you were not. You were sixth highest. Who was the highest? Jeff Walker. 
Yeah, 2020. Yeah, 2020 shout out to Jeff, Jeff Walker. Walker. Yeah, Tristan Lane next. Uh, Marshall. So, um, yeah, I was telling Kiefer today when we were in the pool, hanging out like friends do. Yep. Uh, about this guy from this band after the race with the Mick Fleetwood. That was quite quite the story. Huh? It was. Yeah. Now you Imagine. don't you don't know this guy or you just met him? No, he's just not. Yeah, so he's in like a legit band. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Sleeping with sirens. Yeah, nice guy. Do you know the band at all, or? I do now. Okay. Yeah. Really, and he, and he was like listening to the Pulp Show. He said, and he was a fan of Marsh. Yeah. Really? Yeah. He said he could get me a ticket any artist, any band. Really? Any yeah. artist, any band, any time. Yep. I think I'm in. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. There's a lot of guys in bands like Evan Ambro. He's state champs. He's a drummer for state champs. He's uh, I met him at Jersey. Great guy. There's a lot of dudes that uh, play music that have really popular bands that love Moto. Yeah, so it's yeah. good. Uh, by the way, breaking news, Marshall Welton is now the highest scoring fantasy rider in Pulp Mex Fantasy for 2022 Motocross. Does he get anything? And yeah, he'll get, a, underdog. He'll, he'll get a pulpy if he okay. finishes number one. Right. A pulpy? Yeah, you'll get a pulpy. We <laughs> send it out. Like but, but So I, I, picked, uh, I picked Rod Bell and, uh, you know, yeah, he... Uh, you shit the bed? Yeah. Damn, Steve, you're sleeping on me. I am. I, I need... How do we feel about sand, Marsh? I'm so ready. I've been looking forward to Red Blood and Southwick since probably like Denver Supercross. So. Uh, and it's nice to see, Marsh, that you've recovered from this quick strap ordeal. No, it's, it's nice not. to see we that. Rather miss weekend, Keith. Let's go. Let's go? Yeah. I, got, I, I still got stacks at home. I'm waiting. We'll do a little bit better job. Let's let's face it. The reason why it didn't work in Denver is the fitment issue. That was on me. I'm not a goggle guy. I need to be better. So if I'm there at the track next time, we will make the fitment a lot better so it's not pulling to one side. So that wasn't on the goggle or Marsh. That's on me. I'm Steve, not the goggle guy. Yeah, I'm not a goggle guy. But I feel like how much play – like. Steve, seriously, how much play did he get because of quick straps? He got some play from it. <laughs> I mean, Blair tracked him down. I was put on race day live because of my quick strap. Yes. <laughs> Blair mentioned it on race day live. The best part is the interview, they're just dangling in the interview. They're that's, just dangling. I mean, right. if you want some clout, that's some clout right yeah. there. Hit that shit dangling. I'm a clout taker. <laughs> yeah, that, that uh, no, look, I'm so glad you survived the twisted or the, uh, the quick strap thing. I'm glad. Yeah, because it could have gone. I can't believe you didn't pick me. You picked Rob Dell over me for. <laughs> Rod Bell was the top-scoring rider all summer so far in the 450 class, Welton. Well, that's not my problem. You guys put his handicap so high every weekend. Like, like okay, but Welton, here's the thing. With me and my season, if I pick you, you're going to have a horrible day because this is the way that my, season, my season's been going. Don't put that on me. I, I know, but I, I'm not going to do that. I'm not, I wouldn't put that on you. Absolutely not. It's been, it's been terrible. No. Uh, all right, Welton. Thanks for calling in, no, man. No, hold on. Oh, one more. You got one more? Okay. Yeah. All right. How do, you, how do you like living in Cali, man? Like, he doesn't. He hates it. Do you hate it? I <clears throat> The whole crew is listening right now on, on live. I see I'm living in a house right now uh, in Temecula, right off Clinton Keith, actually Marietta. But shout out to the crew listening downstairs. And it's been a lot of fun. I uh, just kind of like embracing everything. It, it, I, I admit at first it wasn't. My favorite place, but it's it's been a good adjustment recently. How's how's GH Tuesdays treating you? Are you GH? Are you Paula Tuesdays? No, Where are you I'm at? I'm Paula Tuesdays. I'm over going Helen. Okay, all right. Uh, tracks as far as uh, quality of tracks that we have compared it's to where terrible. you were. Paris is the best. Paris. 
Yeah, yeah, for sure. So you'll pick Paris over Paula? Yeah, for sure. Oh, wow. Okay. I need to go to Paris. Paris is fun. It is fun. Paris is fun. I can jump all the time. Let's have a ride there, Steve. What's that? Let's have a ride there. Yeah, let's do it. What would you rather have, Glen Helen or Elsinore? Okay. I mean, Glenn, yeah, isn't that even a choice? I know, I just wanted to make oh, okay. sure. All right, okay. Okay. Elsinore's at the bottom of the list, for sure. Uh, Walton, thanks for calling in. Tenth overall. Good job, Marsh. Good work. Really stoked on you. This is cool. Twisted T guys, and, and you are doing well. So, um, yeah, keep it up, man. Keep it up, and uh, it's a really cool story. Thanks for calling in, buddy. Yep, thanks for the time, Steve. All right, thanks, Thank man. You. Later, brother. All right. Yep. That's uh, Marshall Weldon. I, I cut it a little early because the sound. He, he they sound, sound like he's muffled. I, I don't know what he's doing. Yeah. You know these privateer guys don't have great phones probably. Is that what it is? I don't know, maybe. Did you drop it in, a, in a, some... It's been through hell. Right. Yeah. Okay. Uh, but listen, that's awesome. For he's real. Been, he's, that's And really here's the good. thing. It's not just this tent at Redbud. No, he has no. been doing good, right? Absolutely. He's been on the cusp of that. No, for sure. So. Uh, good for the team. Good for him and all of that. And I'm glad for the teams, really, because Suzuki gets shit on a lot. Yeah. So it's nice to see a Suzuki inside the top 10. Right. So, uh, MotorcycleIndustryJobs.com, number one source for power sports companies looking for employees, candidates looking for employment opportunities, the first and only job board built specifically for the motorcycle industry. Upload your resume for free today, MotorcycleIndustryJobs.com. If you're a company in the industry and you want to get somebody, uh, a real good person, put your job up on MotorcycleIndustryJobs.com and you'll find somebody. Uh, thank you to uh, those guys for coming on board with us. Appreciate it. Let's get to Sean here. Sean, what's up, man? Hey, man. Um, sorry for the delay. Yeah, I wanted to know, so, like, when you guys, when the track changes, like, Princess Redbud made the rollers bigger or they change a the section, is, like, who makes a decision on the track changes? And then, like, do they have to, like, tell the AMA what's going on with the track? Yeah, it's the track owners do it, but the AMA comes and looks at it, MX Sports and AMA look at it and be like, okay, good, you know? They don't mandate anything. If the promoter knows their track the best, then they make the changes. But if... If the AMA shows up and is like, hey, that's unsafe or we don't like that, they change it. Oh, okay, that makes sense. And then I think is it the track has to have, like, a certain length to, like, yeah. that back section at Redbud. Like, you can't be too, more like, two and a half minutes or something. It's too long. Yeah, no, they want to keep the lap times around two minutes for TV, and they also want to make it a certain width everywhere. So there are a few things they have to do. All right, man, thanks. All right, All right no then. problem. Thank you, man. Appreciate it. Uh, by the way, here's an example of an email fantasy gets. JT just texted us to us. Okay. The subject is, you fucked me. Okay. This shit is supposed to be the fantasy, but instead this shit is very real. Thanks for ruining my motocross season. Wounded Eagle. What does that even mean? I don't know, man. That's, that's the shit. This shit anger. is very real? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You think it's a, you know, it's a joke? Yeah. Yeah, because the title said exactly what you guys said that emails say oh, okay that's a joke then take that i'm back. pretty sure that was a joke email all you right. fucked me i don't know uh all right back to did we do it again yeah absolutely by the way before i get into this a little bit uh i do want to make a comment that the 699 app this 699 for flow that people can't find that Darkside mentioned, it will be easy to find on Tuesday, July 5th. Mav TV Plus will have it uh, on the app. There'll be a big link where to click everything else because I had trouble finding it also, but I did manage to find it and signed up for $6.99. Cancel it after the motocross season, obviously, if, you, if you're not interested in other stuff that Flow Racing has. But $6.99, it'll be on the uh, Mav TV app. 
uh, button, an easy button there, and you can get on to Flow Racing and watch the Nationals. It'll, it'll be that easy. So just FYI on that. Okay. So, um, Jamie. Steve. I don't Brent. even want to get into the wrap-up show. Who's right. on? Who's on this week? Uh, uh, well, I tried to get Christian Craig to come on because I know he listens, but he's a little busy, you know, getting ready for his MXDN run. What is your problem with Christian Craig racing MXDN first? What did you say? I don't, no have, pro- a, I don't no have a problem. I just – he wouldn't be oh. on my number one pick. Wow. Okay. All right. All right. What do you want uh, – yeah, so uh, on the wrap-up, RJ Wageman and Vin, Vin Murphy. Okay, awesome. Sounds good. Michelin bicycle tires, seal savers, guts racing. All on board with the wrap-up show, Dark Sides. Number uh, 99, R.J. Wageman. Yes. National number 99. Kiefer's number 100 show right here tonight, by the way. That's right. So, look, we all know Jamie's story. He was once Dark Let's Side. Let's re- relive it. He was once Dark Side. Mm-hmm. He was this guy that showed up at the races. Yep. Nice guy. Yep. But not someone that I would associate with. Long ponytail, bandana, Metallica T-shirt, dark side tattoo I, I, on I, his stomach. Dark side tattoo on his stomach. I believe he would. I believe this gentleman would have a chain wallet sometimes. Yes. So not some. I mean, <laughs> something from suicidal tendencies. I, he's a, okay. he's a gentleman that I would say hi to, but that's about it. Right. Okay. He comes in. We help him. Yes. We say, dude. You know, well, first of all, Dude. props to Sean Brennan from Feld, who always We're refused. Taking a risk. Took a risk with a gentleman named Darkseid and refused to call him Darkseid, called him Jamie all the time. That's the correct way to do it. Right. So we, Kiefer, myself, mm-hmm. got this gentleman a haircut. Yep. Shout out to Jilly. Jilly. We got him clean cut, no bandana, no pony. Nope. Nice cut. He, he started showing up in more races. He started, you know, saying the right things, doing the right People things. People recognizing him now. Riders saying, that's a good look. Christian Craig, other riders. Pe- more, more, I would say, and this is no bullshit, more people willing to talk to Jamie. Willing to talk to Jamie. Correct. He's presentable. Yes. He, you know, he's like looking like Mark's out there, like a, you know, computer nerd. Yes. Right? I look presentable? Yeah. And and right. so and we got him a dirt bike. Correct. We gave him a dirt bike. He started riding a two-stroke, yes. living life. All of this is going on. Momentum we, is going. We He's, gave him a, a, a few days in the high des of riding, home-cooked meals. Why can't get him to do some Racer X privateer articles? Racing in Southern California. He's riding for Racer X. He's got no pony. He's got a two-stroke. He's integrating with the industry yes all of this yes and this leads us to this moment keith kiefer correct this is it's tough this is our moment now mm-hmm. this is what we have done for this guy and and we are saying this deep deep within our hearts we're happy for him but for me i'm a little sad yeah i don't know why i don't know why you're sad I'm there's sad. no sadness on my end okay there's no sadness. Okay. Agree to disagree. Okay. Right. So, Jamie, can we can we announce it to the world? I don't know what you're talking about. What what is this big news? It's- oh, by the way, too. Minneapolis after the haircut, late night. You know when you're late night with your buddies and and the shit comes out, the real shit comes out. Yep. The mm-hmm. real stuff, mm-hmm. right? Yep. Jamie and I Having a burger and fries after a haircut and a live show. Okay, I was there, yep. 
back at the hotel. Mm-hmm. You were there. Mm-hmm. I got deep with him. You weren't there yet. I wasn't there yet. No. Okay. I don't know where you were. Okay. Good point. Where were you? I don't know. He was there the whole time, Steve. I was there. He wasn't there when I was giving you the deep conversation. No, you were. Sounds gay. It'll just tell a story, so I'll tell you if I was there or not. I got real with Jamie. I said, look, man, you want to be in the industry? You want to, you know, you want to, you enjoy this, oh. you enjoy the pony pod. Yep. You enjoy, you know, going to the races and all mm-hmm. this. Do it, man. Jump off the cliff. Jump off the cliff. Mm-hmm. What's the worst can happen? He lives in bumfuck East Texas. He can go back there. <laughs> he can go back there. Right. He can go back to East Texas and resume his dark side life. Grow the pony back, get the bandana back and do that. Mm-hmm. But you never know. If you don't try. If you don't try. Correct. Gave it to him. Deep, late night conversation. Mm-hmm. Jamie, am I correct? Uh, yes, that you had that conversation with me actually a couple of different times. Yeah, right. This is riveting. Uh, so now we are here. So now day. we are here, July 3rd, America's birthday. Yes. And <laughs> out of all the things that have happened in America over the years, this man's story. Opportunity. The land of opportunity. Mm-hmm. Coming over to Ellis Island and checking in. Right. And getting registered and starting a new American way of life. Correct. Forging your path in a new country yes. with new attitudes and new ideas. Mm-hmm. This is what we've done for Jamie. I, yes, I really believe that. I do too. And it's no b- bullshit. Jamie, you are working for Vital MX full-time. Michael yes, Lindsay has hired correct. you for Vital MX full-time. He what qu- the fuck? You're fucking kidding me. That's a you, slow clap. You you quit your job that you, you know, you you were there for, what, 14 years, you said? 13 years. Haven't quit yet. It's not official. Haven't signed anything, but uh, should be Wednesday of next week. 13 years at some job where he laid in a ditch. Just I don't, digging ditches. Right, right. I don't know what he did, but it didn't look Fixing good. Fixing sewage pipes right, and all kinds of right, shit. Right, right. And Michael Lindsay needed a couple guys, needed a guy, and... And you've been doing writing for Racer X. Wygan has helped you. I've helped you. Kiefer's helped you. You've you made a name. You changed your game. And now you're at Vital full-time. You're in the industry, Jamie. Yeah, I cannot deny that Pulpamex and Racer X were great stepping stones to the next big thing. You jumped off that cliff. Yes. You're like Thelma and Louise. <laughs> you drove off of it. Very true. I did. Um it was a little scary, but, uh, yeah, the offer came in, and I was like, all right, what would Steve Mathis do? And I jumped. Dude. Yeah, right. You're making more money, right? You're yeah. going to get to yeah. cover more races. You're going to get a dirt bike. Correct. We want our bike back, Correct. by the way. We want our bike back. So <laughs> Too bad. I'm keeping the two-stroke. Wow. Marks, don't you think he should give us a bike back? Nope. He cut his hair for that. That's fair and square. Yeah, but he's getting another bike. Yep. He gets another bike. You didn't know that at the time. You didn't know that when you made the deal. Talent? Nope. He's working for another media company, so I think the old media companies should get their equipment we, yes. back. Repo. Give that man a raise. Yeah. In the Repo. There. Give that man a raise right over there, Marcus. That's unbelievable. That title showed up last week with my name on it. Well, so what did your old job say? Well, they haven't. I haven't exactly told him yet. I just Hopefully, said, I that boss isn't Wednesday. listening. <laughs> No, no. I mean, I kind of hinted at it, told him that I had an opportunity, and my big boss, you know, basically 
said he wouldn't, you know, he understands he wanted to do something better for myself. But, you know, he basically said, you're not really replaceable because I've been there so long and they rely on me for everything. But it is what it is. They understand. It's it's a significantly more money, the Vital yes, MX offer, right? Uh, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's a pretty significant bump, yes. Plus adding in that now they're going to pay for the travel when I go to races and Plus the you know the bike and all the other stuff that comes along with it. Yeah, it's a significant bump. Marks, we changed his life. You sure did. We changed his life. I mean, can you believe it? Let's Next up is you. I've changed your life. <laughs> you have. I've changed your life. <laughs> I think I I think I've changed yours, Steve. I've yeah. changed yours. Yeah, that's true. I would have to back Marks on that. Okay. Okay. Seriously though, Jamie, like I feel like this. Why are you sad? Okay, I was pissed off at first. I know. I was pissed off, and then I talked to, <laughs> I talked to Jamie, and he, he said some things that, and he didn't know I was mad. Jamie called me, and he no, said, he, definitely he, he said he, uh, he talked to you, and the things that I would have done, he did. So I, originally, I was pissed because I thought he was just gonna be like, "Fuck it, I'm gonna take the next job." Someone offered me a job, fuck Racer X, fuck Steve. I wasn't paying him full time. I know. Hold on, hear Neither me was out. Weege. We wasn't paying him anything. But here's the thing, at and. This no, no. Racer X was giving me, oh, they were? Giving me 100 a month. Oh, yeah, 100 okay. a month. I did not know this. Okay. Basically, so, for the magazine article and then everything else, the online stuff was right. technically free. Okay. When I originally heard, hey, he's going to Vital, I'm like, God dang it. Why would he just bail on Racer X and Steve? But he actually talked to you. He did the things that I would have done myself, which backed me down. But it doesn't, I'm still bummed out because I would rather have him with us. But I'm happy for him that he gets a chance to do something that he wants to do. He's going to get to go to races. Yeah. Michael Lindsay said he'd go to California for like the month of January. Right. He can wake up yeah. in the morning. What time do you start your work where you're digging, ditch, where you're laying in the ditch all day? Well, I have to be at work around 8, but I get up at 5.15 every morning usually to do, whether it be cut audio for wrap-up or whatever. I, to, I'm working around 5.30. I'm in the studio working every morning. Dude. I don't have to, don't have to do that anymore. And you're going to be enjoying something that he... You He's going to wake up in the morning, be able to bicycle, be able to go dirt bike riding, get some work done, call some riders, do a podcast, work yeah. in the industry. With short hair. With short that, hair. I, that was one of the things I literally thought of. I can actually get more than five hours sleep now. I can actually probably work out. They want me to ride, which is what Chris wanted. And Chris, just I don't know if you know this, but the whole reason Michael offered the job was because Stephen Weeds, in a group text, apparently – Said, hey, you should hire him. So, Correct. like, you know, it wasn't like I was bailing on them. They were, those guys were helping me, which, again, like, the fans that always have all the hate towards Steve, behind the scenes, he's a pretty nice guy. He's a big teddy bear. Like I said, this yourself. is, this was what I thought before <laughs> I knew all the information. Okay. So, so yeah. now the old, the, the, the one drawback to all this, Jamie, is that the wrap up show may be going away. Yeah. Um, apparently the, the owner of Vital, you know, he wants his guys to be right. Vital only. I think in the past he kind of got burned maybe by somebody else that had a podcast and it didn't go how they wanted. And yeah. they wanted, you know, they, they would like me to be Vital only. And, I get uh, it. I get although it. Although I, I was told that I could probably still do the one article a month for Racer X. They were okay with that. As of now, that could change. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you know what? Hey, it's been a good run. You got it your, has been a good run. Got your name in there, and if you got to drop the wrap-up show, you got to drop the wrap-up show. Now, yeah. I wouldn't say it's on to bigger and better things, because I still feel like we're on the bigger and better side, Jamie. I understand that you're you are 100% team pulp, and I'm team pulp. Okay. I'll never be able to 
repay really what Steve has done for me in this industry in the last probably three and a half years that he's helped me out. But, but, um, but I'm the asshole. It, I'm the just asshole. Don't, just don't fucking stank dog him, okay? No, that's not my style, and I think you guys know that. And uh, <laughs> Yeah, man, I'm, I, I think, though, as far as the wrap-up, Australian Nick, Christian Craig, super fan. He he might want in on that, and he's he's all right. I mean, he's not great, but he's all right. No, oh, no, I've seen. I've, well, heard, we, I've heard his wrap up show. He's stellar. How do we feel about getting the wrap up show to some listener as a contest? Like, who has the best? Do like a made up show. Send that tape to us, and we decide on who gets uh, the host. I, the demo. I don't know. Yes. What, I don't know what we'll do. I I don't know, but 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 you know. Jamie. Yeah, my goal is, I asked Michael, I said, like, I really need to finish out the year. Steve has obligations to our sponsors, and that's what I need to do. And I think they're going to allow that. So, um, yeah, we're, we're working those details out. Here's the thing. like We're going to see Jamie at the race. He's just cool guying us now. Oh, it's going to be it's bad. really bad yeah, now. Bad. Yeah. You guys are my boys. Yeah. Not Steve, when you... I want to come I want to come out to Glen Helen. I want to come back out and ride again. So, yeah, that's, you know, hopefully, hopefully uh, yeah, you guys won't cool guy me because, you know, we're... Not the same people, not the same company or whatever. We changed no. his life. You. We changed his life. Fuck we, you. We really did. Yep. The haircut really, really bumped it off. That. Like, it's sort of a joke to some degree, but you guys did make a difference. There's you're, no you're not getting the vital job with a bandana and a ponytail. You're not getting that it. That is 100% accurate. That, that is you're not getting that. I would have to guess that's pretty accurate. I, I would like to think Thank you. most Which, of it was he saw how hard I worked. You know, originally it was a part-time deal. Michael made me an offer like three weeks ago, six articles a month at a certain dollar amount per article. And I said yes. And that first week, I probably gave him more than he asked for in one week. And he was just like, all right, I got to hire you because I am a worker, which I think hopefully you've seen that. Like, I, I don't fuck around when it comes time to get something done. So unless it's in the des and you got a sticker in your fucking finger, then you're. Yeah, right. that's hospital time. Oh, God. Yeah. Helicopter me out. Yeah. Yeah, uh, fair point. Fair point. But 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 you know, if it doesn't work out and you don't like it and you don't like Michael Lindsay and you don't like Vital and everything else, you go back to your job in Texas and you you know you start over. So is that op- is that opportunity still there? You think it would be? Uh, honestly, unlikely. They'll hire somebody okay. and they're limited to what. But yeah, but the, it's pretty big turnaround there most of the time. So maybe I'm definitely not going to leave on bad terms. I mean, I still got. To, I'm going to give them a notice and. Well, this still is. Do every- This is a feel-good story because, honestly, like, the reasons why I offered when we did this, like, hey, cut the pony, we'll get you a bike. You're a good dude. Like, it's sad that, I mean, I'm guilty of this as well. Like, we judge people on what they look like before we get to know them, you know, even though I don't want to live my life that way. I'm guilty of that as well. I had no idea, right? And But if I walked by you, I would just think you're another Hessian that loved dirt bikes. You're going to slam some beers and... And talk some shit, right? So I don't know until you really get to talk to someone. And then this was a perfect example of why I was wrong, right? Like, you never know what people are like until you get to know them. So, Absolutely. I'm guilty of it myself. Talon, if you would like your life changed, let me know. Do I get a YZ250 out of it? Maybe. Do I get Dark Side's bike? Maybe. Yeah, we'll put hand guards on it. We'll get Yar-Yar. Big tank. Yeah. No, you get Yar-Yar. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of that. How's the chick situation? How does she react to this? How are we doing? Uh, she was, she was, you know, congratulative and positive about it. But you know, the situation is still about the same as it was. That's something that we need to. That's the next step. Is we need to make it better or not? Yep. That's the next. Yep. Step. We're, that's that's in the process of being worked on. Okay. There's a lot of good stuff, man. I'm excited. I uh, I'm gonna get a shop built. You know, I might need some more room for all these motorcycles now. 
Yeah, think about that. You had you had one bike. Now you're down, yeah. Now you're gonna have a bunch of bikes and. Are you still going to be an X-Band rep? Can you still do that? I don't think – I don't know. i got to work on that. Like, the the one the one thing that really bummed me out is, you know, I am fly at the core, and I'm going to have to wear other stuff, which I know it's not a G – like, to me – or to JT, I mean – So we can put you in FXR then? Whatever they tell me I have to all wear right. for a particular thing. I all I'm right. Wear, all right, all right. I'm going to wear fly – until I'm told I can't or I need to wear something else, but um, I'm sure I'll be having to mix right it up. Down. We're going to get that dark side butt patch on for FXR. It's going to be dialed. Um, hey, if I'm asked to wear FXR, that would be my second pick anyway. So FXR is good stuff. Those guys are awesome. Andy White, right? Yep. Yeah, he's a good dude. Well, congratulations, Congrats, Jamie. Congrats, man. Yeah, this is uh, – Marks, anything to say to, to Jamie? Um, I texted him. I, I, I do think, you know, I, I, we give Darkseid a hard time and everything, but in all seriousness, I think it's a testament to uh, hard work pays off. You know, I think he has proven that uh, he's busted his butt to get to where he is. So congrats, buddy. And let's, uh, thank you. And I appreciate you building the Moto X Pod show out. It works great. You're and welcome. Let's face it. You can be a, a good worker, but if you're an <laughs> asshole, no one wants to be around you. So that's facts. Can you? Yeah, well, can, I... I can you go in the forum and tidy that up a little bit? Can you tell people not to blame me for Mav TV? Just work on that. I don't know that they would listen because even your own forums blame you for shit. So I think you're kind of fucked on that. Do you mean snowboard or is there? Yeah, well, snowboard, the YouTube chat, you're going to get it everywhere. Steve. There's the secret forum That's that he doesn't know about until you just blew it out. Yeah, but, exactly. Yeah. I, I want to I be in there. How come I'm not in there? There's a thing with like their wives and like naked chicks. Really? Yeah. How come I'm not involved? Oh, Marty Party. You, because you said it's too much trouble. Marty, no. Marty Party's fun. Nudes? That's not too much trouble. I'm in. <laughs> well, you got to you gotta log in. You got to start an account. You know, if it's for nudes, I'll log in and start an account. I'm in. <laughs> All right. Let's get you in then. Is <laughs> Talon posted anything of Yar Yar in there? Does Yar Yar no, even give you anything? I posted once, and now she's in Discord, Snowboard. Oh. So oh, she's in no, it. No more. Oh, yeah, simple, yeah. simple yes or no question it's here. Stay on those. Answer. <laughs> Is there anything good from Yar in your phone? Yes. Okay, thank you. That's all I want to In say. the vault? In the vault. Right. Uh, well, listen, uh, Talon, anything to say to, to, to Mr. Jamie? Uh, congratulations and good luck in the forum. Yeah, thanks. It's actually pretty funny. I, I haven't been on the forum in a long time because last time there was a lot of dark side hate. But it seems like that right side now shifted a little bit. You know, people are pretty positive. There's a few assholes, but that's yeah. always going to be the case. Yeah, that'll always be the case. You'll never get rid of that. Uh, hey, props to Michael Lindsay for giving you a job, too. Yeah, man. that's awesome. Yeah. 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 yeah, I appreciate that. And, again, I, I can't tell you guys thanks enough. Uh, I really do feel like we've become friends, and you guys have my back, and it means a lot more than I can really ever express. I mean, I'll, I'll be real. I mean, Jamie used to call me a long time ago. I didn't answer that much. No. <laughs> now I answer the phone because I, I like Jamie a lot. He's a nice guy. Vital Jamie. Mm -hmm. Jamie Vital? Jamie Vital? Jamie Vital. Or Vital it's Jamie. It's vital to have Jamie. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. What about anal bleaching? Yep. Yeah. All right. Well, sounds good. Thanks for calling in. Congrats. I'm sure we'll talk yep. soon. Vital Jamie, everybody. All right, thanks, guys. Later. Back in studio, man. I want to be back. Well, just at. You can't play both sides. Maybe go and do the Monday Night Vital show. Yeah. All right. Was it ML just in like two weeks ago? Yeah, but that's different. It is. Just don't ask me. Oh, wow. Yeah. 
Okay, fair enough. All right, man. See ya. Later. All right, see you guys. That's uh, Jamie Vidal. Jamie Vidal. Yep. Good Dark. for him. Yeah, that's cool. We changed his life. It is. We changed his life. You and I. Yes. We changed his life. Teamwork. Yep. Air five. Yep. All right. Uh, race Tech Rant. Pulp 22 is the code to save the Race Tech. If you're getting suspension work done, if you're getting motor work done at Race Tech, tell them that uh, you listen to Pulp MX and they'll give you a discount. I really want to thank the folks at Race Tech. They do great work. Have you used them lately for anything? Yeah, we just did a CRF 250R build for garage build at Race uh, For Race Rex. Uh, motor or suspension or both? or what? Both. Both. Wow. Yep. And? Andrew did the head and we got suspension from Rob. And what did you think? Uh, so now the CRF 250R has a little bit more bottom end, which mm -hmm. it needs. Yep. And got a little bit more mid-range. And that harshness sometimes that we feel with Hondas kind of minimize that. Nice. Racetech.com, uh, everybody. And use the code to save. And uh, Kiefer likes it. Uh, they'll work on anything, any model. And they got parts and suspension work for anything out there. And if you got a vintage bike. Yeah. People don't really know that. No. They do a lot of vintage yeah, stuff. Yeah, they do a lot of vintage stuff. They've done all my stuff, uh, my vintage bikes that I've had, too. Yep. So Racetech Rant of the Night, real simple here. Listen, there's a lot of assholes in the world. And three weeks ago... Maybe longer. I, we were, somebody called in about vlogs for rider vlogs and the pros and cons of that. And we went back and forth on that. And I said on the show, look, I would never do a vlog like the Deegans or Chad Reed. Mm -hmm. I just wouldn't do it. It's not for me. I wouldn't put a target on my kid's back. I wouldn't document my kid's lives, the ups, the downs, the crying, right? Chad had his kid crying on his social. Like, I wouldn't do that. Like, look, do you want to do it and make money on YouTube? Great. I'm not going to judge you. You do you. Th you do your thing. I get it. In my opinion, not for me. Wouldn't do it. Just like Michael Essie showing up with the target on his back for those shirts right. that said "Believe the hype." Hayden Deegan's going to have a target on his back from people who don't like him. And I know this because I've been sent DMs from people about videos of Hayden and this and that. And I don't even know the kid. Mm -hmm. He's obviously fast as shit. Mm -hmm. So I went on about how this wasn't for me. Brian called me about it. We okay. had an off-the-record conversation, like, where we just kind of agreed to disagree. But neither one of us, you know, I just said, hey, man, it's America. We're going we to disagree on something and still be okay with each other. I wouldn't do that for my family. And I would tell Chad the same thing. Doesn't mean you're a bad person. Doesn't mean you could fuck off and die. Doesn't mean I hate your guts. <laughs> okay. I just wouldn't do a vlog. Just different. Right. Not once did I mention anything about Hayden Deegan's speed, potential, or anything else. Not once. Okay? Mm -hmm. And he is fast. We just saw that on the weekend. He's going to be a good pro. I don't know how good he's going to be, but whatever, right? I got an Instagram after yeah. he wins the combine from this jerk-off. It must suck to talk shit on a 16-year-old and get proven wrong, huh, Steve? <laughs> tag Brian, tag Danger Boy, all this. First of all, fuck you. I never said anything about the kid's sp speed or skill or anything. All I said was, I wouldn't do a vlog. How is that talking shit on a 16-year-old? It's not, right? Yeah, no. This is what life in the media is like. If yeah. Vital Jamie's going to find this out, like I, I will take any criticism on anything I say uh, about a rider's skill. I've said it many times. I wouldn't assign Dylan Ferrandez. I shit-talked that. I said, ah, dude, that ain't going to work pick. out. I remember that. Yeah, yeah he's, he's been hurt in MXGP. He's older. How good is he going to be in Supercross, et cetera, et cetera? I said that. Ferrandez has proven me wrong, and I've come on this show and said that. Mm -hmm. And I've said that over and over where I have an opinion on somebody, and if I get proven right or called out on it, I will say, I'm wrong. I was wrong. I just said I wouldn't do a vlog. Mm -hmm. Mark sends me this thing tonight from – is this from YouTube? Where, where's this from? Yeah. 
This guy says, I think it's hilarious that because Steve hates the fact that Hayden works hard and is fast and strong yet grew up a rich kid. What do you mean I hate the fact? What? 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 Why do I hate this kid? I said I wouldn't do a fucking vlog. <laughs> I wouldn't put my kid's life in a vlog. Right. Whether I'm Chad Reed, Chris Kiefer, or me, wouldn't do it. Doesn't mean I don't like Brian Deegan or Hayden Deegan or Chad Reed or his kids or Ellie or anybody. Yep. I wouldn't put my kids in a vlog. Mm-hmm. That's it. What's wrong with these people? Why are they? Why do you think I hate Deegan or I talk shit on a kid? Like, how do you construe that out of my out of my message about a vlog? How do you do that? Now we, you know we're twenty twenty two. It's a much bigger situation. People don't like the media these days. People don't like the media. They they like the 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 the, the people that, that that hate the media. That's now the legit media in this world, right? Right. This is a and this is a problem we have in this world with these people. And maybe these two morons, for an example, are some of those people. I don't know. But how you can get that I don't like Hayden or I think Hayden sucks or Brian sucks out of what I said is ridiculous. That's my race tech round of the night. People take what they want to take from what you say and but create their don't own. Don't you have to own. be factual? Don't you have no, to be factual? No, you don't have to be factual anymore. Look. I mean, I, mean, I guess. Yeah. You know, just fucking say it. I guess. That's, what, that's the beauty. As as free as you are with what you believe in, they're like, well, I can say whatever I want to, and I'm going to take whatever you say out of context and use it. That's it. But you look like an idiot. But these people don't care. That's the thing. You're trying to make sense of it. There's no I guess. making sense right. of it. Right. Because I'm not coming at you for something you didn't say. I'll be like, what did, what did Kiefer? Hey, Mathis, you should hear what this guy says about you or this guy said about you. And I will go and listen or I will go and read. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, my, my brother will send me a note. Oh, you're in vital. You know, you're, you're, you're on a vital thread. And I'll right. be like, oh, shit. Like, what are they saying or whatever, right? right? And, like, I'll just read about it and be like, oh, that's not that bad or that, that is bad or what. Like, I don't get it, man. Like, to tag Brian and tag Danger Boy who probably have no idea what's going on. And now they're going to be like stirred up. They're going to be stirred up. Yeah. You're stirring up Brian and Hayden over, over me saying I wouldn't do a vlog. I can't have an opinion on I wouldn't do a vlog. What are the assholes saying in YouTube chat right now about this? Uh, what are they what saying? I've seen, yeah, they, they agree with you. Okay. So this guy Thank says, you. Steve, haters going to hate. It's part of what you get for being popular. Listen, again, if I say something, Danger Boy sucks as a rider. I don't think he's going to be anything. And then he wins the combine. Please attach me on Instagram. And here's the thing. They got to understand. It's your fucking opinion. Let's say you did say he sucked and he doesn't. Big fucking deal. You can come back and say I was wrong. Just like yeah, you yeah, Dylan. Yeah, yeah, no, that's fine. I get it. But I didn't even say that. Right? I understand that. Right, 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 right. I just, it's unbelievable to me that this is the shit that happens. You know, but Brian and I had a good conversation. We didn't, re- we agreed to disagree. At the end of the call, he said he's growing the sport. With his with his vlog, uh-huh. and I, you know my feelings on growing the sport. We were on fucking Jay Leno. We were on X Games. We right. didn't grow no fucking sport. Right. So I don't think Deegan's fucking uh, YouTube thing is growing the sport. Right. And I, I and I told Brian, the the MX Sports people tell me that when there's an amateur race on their racer TV thing, the Deegan fans are so fanatical, like they actually have to close the chat for a while because if somebody does something. People hate on these other riders so bad. Hmm. So I was telling Brian, like, I think with your following, you have a responsibility. You know, we if people – we have such a big following on Pulp Max Fantasy. Okay. If we catch a guy just motherfucking a rider, if a rider sends us a DM mm-hmm. or a rider sends us something 
I got this email, I got this note or whatever. We'll kick the guy out. We'll give him back his money. Like, we have a responsibility to monitor our following. Do we do it all the time? No, but if a rider brings it to our attention and it's really bad, we'll kick him out. Hmm. Fuck you. You can't be in our game. Okay. Brian, I told Brian, you, sh- you have a bit of responsibility with your fans too. Like, you know, if Clean something's going to something's gonna line, be like, hey, man, if, if Hayden gets in a, and I don't even know, but if Hayden gets in a T-bone match with somebody, that other guy's going to have a lot of problems. Right. Right? Brian needs to be aware of that and be like, hey, man. That, yeah, because that's actually true. Later on in life yeah, or in the racing career. Because, because T-bone battles happen all the time yeah, and yeah. every weekend. And, you know, Brian needs to – I just said, hey, man, I think you should be a little more responsible and make sure that people know that slamming into a dude or whatever is racing and, you know – you can literally control the pitchforks and the torches. Just be aware of that. That's all I say. So I'm on on the other side of things. I don't think it's horrible to have vlogs like Deegan's. Like I personally don't watch it. Yeah. But I have watched the the reads, and I think some of that watching their parenting sometimes I like because I can appreciate it. Because some of the parenting skills that I think are missing nowadays. It's nice to see that those are still there with, with them. Like, they're they're holding their kids accountable on right. certain things they do, and I yep. do that with Aiden. So I can relate in some ways. So I don't really necessarily don't care either way if there's a vlog. And I, and I don't necessarily agree that there's a target on his back now because he has the vlog. But I do agree the fact that because he has grown up um, in a family that is known has had the opportunities because his dad has money. I think that's already hate there from people well, that are jealous. My example to Brian was when he was asking me about this was a couple years ago, Hayden cut the track at a, at a race. I mm-hmm. don't even know what race. I don't even know what happened. Well, I know what happened, but I don't know in the context of it. He came together with another rider, got pushed off the track and like kind of went straight and cut off a, a tabletop or a jump or something mm-hmm. and then jumped back in. It wasn't the worst thing I've ever seen in the world. I've seen Jason Anderson do way worse, but it wasn't great, you know, but whatever. I don't give a shit. It was an amateur race. I don't care. Right. But I must have got five to ten DMs with the video clip in it saying, you know, fuck this kid, entitled piece of shit, thinks he could do whatever. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. And I'm like, that opened my eyes to like, holy crap. Yeah. This, I mean, at the time, two years ago, Hayden would have been, I don't know, 13, right? 14. Was he 16 now? Yeah. Uh, whatever. These people hate this 13-year-old kid. Was it the smartest move ever to cut the track? No, it wasn't. Right. Like, But whatever. Who, you know, shit happens. And I was telling Brian, like, I... You think I, you're exposing that more because of that? Well, yeah. Exactly, right? Because you have this vlog and you're held up to this standard and you're doing all this stuff. You're going to have these haters. And you're going to have haters for Brian being successful and having money. And again, I don't have any problem with the Reed's parenting. I don't have any problem with... I don't watch the Deegan stuff. I just wouldn't do that, but we'll disagree. Yeah. And that's fine. We'll be friends now f- still. But I wouldn't do that to my kids. Um, you do know, you think so. he would – what's the percentage pie? Let's say the vlog wasn't there for, for Hayden. But knowing what we know about Brian and what he's done in the industry and the metal militia well, and all what, this. What's Tim Ferry's hate? What's Evan Ferry? Isn't that well, the same Okay, thing? but that's two separate things. Why? They're because Ferry guys. wasn't in metal militia. Oh, I, I don't. I, I think I, some I, of this has to do with metal militia. Dude, I metal militia is bigger than what you think. Oh dude. no, it's huge. Huge. But you're not hating Brian Deegan for metal no, militia. No, no, no. Let me let me finish. Because Brian Deegan is who he is, and now Hayden is successful or trying to get there. He's what's the percentage pie of hate just from that? I don't think much. Some, but I, I think, think there is. Okay, some, but not much, in my opinion. I, I deal with it on a lesser level 
because of Aiden. People think Aiden's entitled or he gets all this shit because of me, and he does. But I can see that magnifying huge with Brian because he's so popular and he has a kid and he's doing well and he's on factory equipment and he's been on a good team. Tim Ferry's the same way. Great rider, you know, massively successful, made a lot of money, has a kid on a factory team. And I think people will hate on Evan because of that as well. But if they didn't, Timmy has no vlog. So I feel like the haters are probably a lot smaller for Evan or Chance Hymas. I understand that. And I agree with that. Deegan's on a Chance Hymas level, right? Right. Like, I just I feel know. like some of that hatred is because Pops is in the industry. Kid gets better stuff because of Pops. Okay, maybe. Anyways, that's my race tech round of the night. Fuck you people who are doing this stuff. Just listen to what I said <laughs> okay. and deal with it. Yeah. All right. Race tech round. Pulp 22's code to save. Uh, I want to thank the folks at Ride Engineering. Ride-engineering.com, of course. Uh, great guys down there. Pulp Fan 20 is the code to save with Ride Engineering. And, uh, again, they make a lot of products. And, you know, they, uh, they have some really good teams out there that are crushing it with their clamps and, and also with their, uh, with their brakes. Great caliber. If you're looking for more stopping power out of your CRF250 and, and CR50X, 450X and all that, check out the Garage vi- Build video on the homepage. They have three options for you, a 270 rotor kit. Jeez, that's big. 10 millimeters larger and runs cooler than stock. The billet brake caliper uses bigger pistons. The braided steel brake line, you do those three things and you will have better brakes 100%. Yeah, so his, just from what I've felt, like it's a little bit more linear, not so grabby, and you get more power. Similar to what I did, even though you're anti the Brembo system on the Yamaha, it's similar to that. Why do you want to fix the Mona Lisa? (laughs) I don't know why you want to fix the Mona Lisa. I have no problem. I don't understand that. Uh, so thanks to the folks at RideDeskEngineering.com. Pulp Fan 20 is the code to save. The 9 o'clock hour brought to you by the folks at SDI Suspension Direct. Marks, any more mobbing? Uh, I have not. With the E-Clicks? Uh, I really want to. Have you uh, seen the E-Click shocks from no. Suspension Direct? We were supposed to get something for the Jeep because they have some for the Jeep yeah, as well. Yeah, they got Jeep. Yeah. Big in the Jeep world. Big yep. in the Jeep world. Yeah. Uh, Pulp MX is the code to save at suspensiondirect.com. Suspension without compromise. They've been found. They were founded in 2005. They got hard to find suspension parts for WP, Showa, Walker Evans, Fox, KYB. Uh, Ricky Gilmore was just on here talking about how smart Dan Worley is. He started Suspension Direct way back in the day. Their e-click stuff is a lifelong project of Dan, and they make them for Jeep models, Ford Raptors, UTVs, Toyotas, is more. Made and developed in the USA. And, uh, again, the UTV world, the suspension e-click stuff is crushing it. So use the code PULPMX at Suspension Direct and uh, get some hard-to-find suspension parts as well over there. Uh, thank you to those guys. Um, Loretta's Kiefer yeah. coming up. Lots of Loretta stuff coming up. So you went to went to Colorado. Yep, and do a little training block a, with Aiden. Thank God Aiden made it, made it in because now you don't have to travel the universe. Yeah, so we had a we qualified out of Paula, and if Aiden didn't make it out of there, we had to go to Utah. So thankfully, we didn't have to do that. Um, so the family and I decided to do a little block of training in Colorado instead of going to Mammoth because we were all signed up to go to Mammoth and race there. Uh, but we said, you know what? Instead of spending 10 days in Mammoth and Aiden riding dirt bikes three of those 10 days, let's go get some quality stuff uh, in in Colorado. So we went to the house there in Colorado and uh, proceeded to train there. And uh, A&H is back. Is she out? She's out. How bad? How many truly? It's not bad on Aiden's side. It's bad on my side. How many truly's deep? No, this is the problem. Now A&H is out with the vengeance without the blood alcohol level. Because you kind of clipped the, the alcohol, right? The alcohol level has been, I don't say clipped, it's been minimized. Yep. So the blood alcohol level is lower. How is she still A&H without the, the high blood alcohol limit? Look, at you and her 
have more in common than you think. Really? Well, like we'll you, find out. If you did the life swap thing. We're doing it. The two aggressive attitudes might collide. Okay. Uh, so I was out doing motos with Aiden. Mm -hmm. And I measure up with Aiden sometimes. Sometimes Aiden's better. Sometimes we're the same. Yep. Uh, at this point in time, we were pretty close to the same. We get back. Lots of talk about Aiden, how good he's riding, doing this good. And I just sit back, and it's not about me anymore. Yeah, no one cares yeah, about old dudes right, anymore. Right. But it's nice to hear once in a while your your wife would be interested in what you're doing. No, the kid is number one. I, I respect that, and yeah. I, I'm fine with that. Yep. But then she attacks me with a... Attacks you? Attacks me with... Well, first of all, before she attacks me, I show her a picture. I go, this is a pretty good picture of me. And I show her. She's like, before she even says, that does look good. She's like, yeah, Aiden was really doing that section really good. Oh, wow. I'm like, oh, okay. Wow. okay. Noted. Yeah. The second thing, the tack comes. You're only riding. I'm trying to debate what to race, KTM or a Yamaha. You're only at, I feel like you only ride about 60%. You're only at 60%, Chris. I'm like, well, Aiden and I were run the same lap times. Yeah, but you you just look like you're at 60% all the time. <laughs> I'm like, fuck me, dude. Like, I can't win. But isn't that a compliment? Because no. Why? Because, because I, she says I look slow. That's what she said. She's like, you look slow. Oh. oh so wow. there's there's just so much hatred towards me and my riding. Yeah, the kid is number one. The kid yeah. is getting all the attention. He yeah. looks good. Right. I'm gone now. So uh, Loretta Regional, Paula, yeah. wins your moto again? Yeah. Uh, are you racing now? Uh -huh. Like, there's no, doesn't give a shit about me. So A and H really, really has got me in a little bind. Like, I can't do anything right. So I just said, you know what? Forget it. I'm putting all the focus in on Aiden. I don't even care. Don't even worry about me, Heather. Don't time my laps. Don't do anything. I'm fine. Yep. She's like, do you want me to time you? I'm like, nope. I'm good. So that's where we're at now. We're already at thirteen hundred dollars in for the entry. No. Oh. It was uh, five grand for our motorhome for the week. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, we're going to be at ten thousand dollars again for the. Never mind thing. the regionals and all those expenses. Yeah, I haven't counted that yet. Right. So <laughs> we leave. Chasing the dream. So Aiden's riding two fifty B and Schoolboy two. You know, you could have a lot taller ceilings if you didn't go to Loretta's. I could. Yeah, I probably could go on a nice vacation. Yeah, you could. Which you guys will never do. You notice that Pookie and I completely out. Yeah. Like we don't even bug you guys anymore. Yeah, or it, it's just, probably better. Yeah, yeah. It's because there's no you're, money. No. There's nobody available. You're gone. It's done. You're gone. <laughs> it's gone. It's gone. So. Between training, getting his parts and all that stuff. So it, it's a full-time job just keeping him going. Do you think A&H even watches your motos at Loretta's? Yeah, she'll watch. Okay. But if I win or get eighth, it's the same reaction. I really thought the, the lower blood alcohol limit would help this situation out. And okay, I should tell you about that. It does help a little bit, mm -hmm. but the the edginess is still there. Yeah, yeah. So it's like having a suspension setting that's kind of harsh, and you only fix it halfway, and mm -hmm. you still feel some of that harshness. Yep. That's how A and H is. Wow. And, good luck. Good luck. And the fact that she's on, Travis will be at the house sometimes. She's on amateur results. She's looking at mammoth results while oh, we're in Colorado. Oh, I, I, I last time I was at your place. She was like, hey, man, this kid got whatever at this regional. I'm like, what? Me and Aiden look at each other sometimes. She's yeah. like, oh, and she'll be talking in the kitchen. Yeah. And we're in the living room. She's talking about amateur racing. And me and Aiden will be like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> <laughs> it's just, it's really overwhelming That's at times. And her excuse is, well, would you rather have a mom that doesn't give a shit? Huh? That's what you want? 
You don't want a mom that doesn't give a shit? You're like, yeah, but can you can you just meet in the middle? I'm like, can you just back it down, not what? look at amateur racing yeah, results? Like, right. I think she was looking at a regional, like, high point or, when I was there. Or we're driving. Oh, did you see so-and-so Instagram? Like, he, he did this. And me and Aiden are like, what in the fuck? Yeah. Like, it's okay. Let's talk about something different. Wow. So yep. she's all in. She's yeah. excited yeah. about Loretta's. Yeah. I'm already drained. Well, your bank account's drained. It's drained. I'm, you're I'm, emotionally drained. You're, sucky you're, you're bits of Loretta's. <laughs> yeah, like, I just want to get there, enjoy the week, and be done. And right. I'm going to be so <sighs> relieved when it's... Well, she she told us today that there was a concert after Loretta's, and you're like, leave me alone. I, I told her, leave me alone after Loretta's. <laughs> you don't, don't talk to me. Don't look at me. Just leave me the fuck alone. What a family vacation this sounds like. Hey, Mark's like, come to Loretta's. It seems like a great time. We got this gentleman talk going into bankruptcy, and uh, and he's telling his family, don't talk to me. Nope. Don't talk to me. Right. I'm so out on that. Oh. It's. It's. So it's it's about two months of my life that it's tough. You know what? Like, look, Loretta's is great. 20-minute motos, heat and humidity, all that. But I, the more I talk to, you know, like, LeBlanc's not going back. Ryder D is doing it, but if he had crushed it, he wasn't going back. Some of these OEM people I talked to are like, dude, it's the four four fifty. That track is no longer valid for a four fifty. Like mm-hmm. it's not a great test of a four fifty. It's a smaller track. You know, it's it's stuck to, in yep. its ways, and the bikes have gotten so much faster and so much better. They're like, it's it's the it, the 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 the, the, am, the other amateur nationals are now doing longer motos. Yep. You know, they're they're prepping their tracks. The combines are great. Like the OEM people I talked to are like, dude. Yeah, I still feel like the, it's good. I'm not the reason why I'm doing it is to set him up to try to, if hopefully he does good and he gets on the radar. That's all I care about. Just get on the radar, right? And see if there's some possibility. Yep. And that's kind of how you got to do it, right? Um, I think you know Nick Way and and Joe Aloff and his kid. They're all they're all in. Like they're traveling the country, going yeah. to all these races. Like I'm not at that level, right? Like yeah, you've always said that. Yeah, yeah. I'm just want to use it as a tool to make him a better dude, right? And hopefully, if it works out, great. So, we're, the, we're deep. Speaking of deep, yep. How deep do you go with your manscape? <sighs> Balls deep. Balls deep. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Pulpamex is the code to save with manscape.com. Thank you to those guys. The lawnmower 4.0. 4.0. Yeah. Was there a 1.0, 2.0, 3.0? I'm sure. Okay. And then now this thing has just surpassed it. Okay. It's got a light on it. It's waterproof. Talon, are you taking care of everything? The Jumanji. Yeah, we're we're good now. You're good. And she tried to laser me, and oh yeah, that shit hurts. So I'm gonna stick with the manscaped. Yeah, that you gotta get with that, Heather. The, get with the, that. The laser. The laser hurt. does not does not feel great. Really? Yeah, just yeah. use the manscape. Why bother? Yeah, I'm, I'm right? sticking with the manscape because the laser takes multiple painful treatments, right? Yes. It's painful. A little bit, yeah. Wow. Well, we'll get yard. It doesn't right feel here. good. Where'd you laser? Can we? Can uh, we... we'll wait till after dark. Okay. Can we just talk about the manscape? Yeah, sure. Go ahead. Mark's has a Manscaped. Yeah, Manscaped was money. Absolutely money. Still haven't charged it in like two months. Yeah, I don't think it ever needs charging. Unreal. I just leave mine on the charger. 7,000 RPM <laughs> motor, a multifunction on-off travel switch as well. Wow. Uh, it's got the light. It's got waterproof. It's the, the goat of hair trimmers, man. I'll tell you what. <laughs> it is the goat of hair trimmers. That's Manscaped. Awesome. Use the code PulpMX, please, when you, when you go to Manscaped. I know a lot of people are doing it. And join the 2 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped and get ready for a hot guy summer. Manscaped.com. PulpMX code. Nice. Yeah. Thank you to Manscaped for coming on board. Motorsport.com. Tweet at Talon segment. No, that's my mom. It's like we heard this one. Dot com tweets at talent segment. 
driven to ride motorsport.com uh videos are out there they took a a, a guy who was an intense downhill racer intense i, I actually watched that yeah with yeah. uh with fro yep and they got him to ride he looked pretty good handy to the whoops Annie too yeah yeah he looked pretty good what's the guy's name i don't remember <laughs> great thanks. i mean you're the mountain biker you should know i mean i don't not into the mountain bikes like you are. Motorsport.com, uh, OEM and aftermarket parts. Uh, go through the banner on pulpamex.com. Thank you to Motorsport, whether it's FMF, whether it's W, whether it's X-Brand, uh, Atlas, all of our co companies that sponsor us. Uh, they're available on motorsport.com. Great shipping. Uh, great free shipping over $79. Great prices as well. It is uh, great to have Motorsport.com guys on board with us. He, the questions are submitted at Pulpamex Show. And uh, guy in the corner there, Laser. Laser, uh, takes the best ones and uh, and asks us. Let's do this. All right, first one from Bob Bradsheet. So I know you pushed Barsha for the 250 for MX Nations and even asked him about it. But what about Craig? Since his team has the best bike and he's rode it this year. No. Yeah. I'm not out on Craig. I just he would be my third or fourth choice. Yeah, I mean, he's good on 250. Yeah, right. Right. We know that. Uh, Tom Hamill says he loves Kiefer. And how can riders sit out races even though they are healed partway through a season? They skip the entire series and leave potentially hundreds of thousands in bonus money on the table. Well, hundreds of thousands is a little much. Right. But yeah. I mean, you're hurt. And you can't ride to your ability. No, but He's guys, saying once they're Once they're healed. healthy. Like, oh, once they're healthy, don't get back out there? Yeah, guys are just like, screw it. I'm not racing. Like, Supercross or whatever. They're just like, I'll save for outdoors. You know? We see that a lot. The guys that do do that are already making a lot of money anyway. So I don't think the, the money that he's talking about right. makes a difference. Right. Uh, from Midnight Pop-Tart, Kiefer, why do the names of different handlebar bends seem completely random and mean meaningless? How does a bar named after a pro from 20 years ago tell me how it will feel on my modern 450? That's a great question. That's one of the best questions I've heard in a long time. Oh, wow, really? Uh, I get, I actually told the guys um, at Pro Taper and Rental, like, why? But they are slowly evolving. Paul over at Rental is making the bar bends more, um, I guess they're evolving to current names but you also have older guys that remember back in the day right yeah. so you got to have a mix of it but as far as the numbering goes i don't know how they do that or why but yeah like 839 or 671 i have no idea there is a, there is uh there is a, a, a but there probably is a reason No, there's a reason yeah i've asked this before yeah. what was the what was the answer i forget okay <laughs> sorry didn't answer your question sport and wood 303 oh, for boy. steve what happened to our guy Amart second moto? He had a great start and just faded. Also, what happened to Anstey's bike? Didn't see him in second moto. Anstey's bike broke, and the team couldn't get the new motor in and get it ready in time. Amart went down on the first lap, so he didn't fade, but he went down on the first lap while he was like eighth. Poor Amart. Yeah. Uh, Michael Blow twelve. Assuming Tomac goes on a run and wins his championship, do we see him opt in for outdoors next summer? I know he said it was probably his last time at Lakewood, but damn, he is still riding so good. He is. I don't think so, man. I don't see him racing outdoors next year. These guys don't judge if they're racing again by the, how they're riding. They're just like, they're having it in their mind like, hey, this is it. I'm done. Mm -hmm. And then if he might do a dungy later on, who knows? Come back. From Slow Ride 858, how amazing was Joe's second moto ride to come back to uh, come from the back to third, pulling the OA by a point? Will he get the first win confidence bump? Yeah, it was pretty impressive that second moto ride. He got it. He came from way back, man. Um, yeah, yeah. I, th I mean, he's third in the points. He's been good to start anyway, so I think this gives him a bump. But I don't think he starts beating the Lawrence brothers. I don't think this is like a a thing. Great ride, but I don't think he does that. I think he's in a 
uh, yeah, I don't know. He, he hung was, with him in that first moment. That's what I'm saying. He hung he with him. Yeah. He did. He did. Give us another round. Okay. Give us another round. Give us another round. One more round. Okay. From the wheel station, uh, Kiefer, out of all the bikes you've tested, what is a standout bike you just liked and still to this day? Well, I rode a lot of bikes. A lot. I got to test a lot of professional racers' bikes. So I'll get to the interesting ones because I'm sure that's all you want to hear about. So the professional you know racer side. I, I don't want to. I'm gonna. I don't hate. I hate to interrupt you here, but okay, let me good. interrupt you. Good. Larry Brooks told me. I was asking him a while back. Uh, Pastrana's RM250 is still the best factory bike he ever rode. Really? Yeah. Huh. Crazy, right? He's ridden everything. Yeah. So 2004 YZ250 Chad Reed's. Mm-hmm. Love that bike. I got to ride that bike. I, I rode that bike. One of the most fun bikes that I've ridden. Right. And I just mentioned earlier, Michael Essie's 2012 RMZ450 was really good. Was that a twisted bike or what was that? The RMZ? What were they doing? Yeah. What were they? Who was? What were they? I don't remember who did the engine, but man, all I know is that thing handled good in straight line, which I was shocked because it was a Suzuki, but I knew it would corner well. Yep. But the engine was so strong and broad, like it was super fun to ride. Okay. From Steve Matthews Baseball Bat. With Sexton, a.k.a. Giselle, is it because he's pushing the envelope on how fast you can ride these bikes that he has so many tip-overs? That's on you. No. That's for you. No, it's not. Oh. He just said Steve Matthews' baseball bat. Uh, look, it, it's the mystery that I don't know, man. I feel like Steve should ask this question sometimes. Is why, How does he look so damn good and then just shit the bed? That's why I call him Giselle because... He's the best guy to watch ride a motorcycle. I don't know if you guys saw this Instagram. If you go, who had it? Pete Fox had a picture or an Instagram of him shredding this corner, this rut, standing up. And then at Hangtown, it dropped away going down the hill. He soaked it up while leaning in the corner. Like he soaked it like a jump. It was insane. You have those moments and then you have these, these moments in, you know, in Colorado. You're like, what the fuck just happened? We saw it in Supercross. I, I can't explain it. I don't know. I, I, I don't know. Steve, you need to ask him more about this when you talk to him. Okay. Can you please address him about Giselle, too? I think he knows about it. No, he does. Oh. But I think we need to bring this out okay. to light more. From the voice of the drunken people, what's more likely to ever happen, life swap or Kiefer racing the quad? Life, life swap, swap is happening. Yes. It's happening. We just got to sync up times. It's got to sync up the vax times. We got to sync up all of that. I mean, look, it ain't going to happen until after the season. It ain't going to happen until after Loretta's. Right. Well, no, no, for sure. And, yeah. and I'm traveling for the Nationals. So. God, what if I just threw you out? Marks, you have to help him. Hmm. He doesn't know anything about what's going it's, on over it's, here. It's not that hard. I mean, if you do it after I mean, it can't be that season, hard. we should be okay. Look, at what you're doing can't be that hard. Okay. <laughs> Oh boy. <laughs> what do you do back there? You play with Twitter and you push some fucking buttons and you answer calls. Like, what are you doing? Okay. Just wait and see. <laughs> Can't wait. From Dawson Anger, future headline. Flow Racing finally redeems the outdoor stream or Mark's Lambo gets pulled by penniless pulp. <laughs> I like that. Don't touch my Lambo. Yeah, uh, I'll go first one. Flow Racing fixes this thing. Flow Racing's a good app. Yeah. Seems like they know what they're doing. Kiefer watches amateur racing on it. Yeah. A&H watches regionals. <laughs> she's on, she's she's, on flow while she's at the race. She's on flow watching <laughs> Eastern Tennessee area qualifiers. Coming live yeah. from Massachusetts. Right. 
All right, Moto Fan 92. Kiefer, what's your goal for Aiden this year at Loretta's as he's going to compete with top B riders like Daxon Bennett, Drew Adams, and Hayden Deegan? What about Evan Ferry? Evan Ferry, too? Evan Ferry, too. Okay. Look at uh, if Aiden gets 10th, top 10, that's a win for us. Our goal is to get around 10th, and that puts him in a good spot for next year where a lot of these kids move up to A. And hopefully he's one yeah. of the top three and B kids next year. B is faster than A nowadays, right? A lot of times, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, look, we're, we're, we're not going to go there and be like, oh, we're going to kill it. I just want to do good, solid motos, consistency, show people that, hey, this kid can ride a yeah, dirt bike well. we'll and then it. next year, really go in like, hey, we, we're here to win. So that's the goal. All right, last one from Lax Defense Coach. Kiefer, have you and Heather established a program for Loretta's week? Oh, nice. Like in the motorhome? Yeah. Oh. Um, no, we have not. That usually doesn't, uh, there's no program, right or wrong. But um, we'll just feel it out. I'll feel it out. <laughs> you feel it out. The, it, it, what if it's shark week? I'm out. Then I'm, there's nothing going on. And what if Aiden wasn't sitting right here listening? Yeah, he's, he's fine. Yeah. <laughs> All right, at motorsport.com. Tweet a talent. Oh, that's horrible. Motorsport, love those guys. Uh, check out their Driven to Rides uh, video. And we have something really cool coming out for Driven to Ride. So stay tuned for that. All right. Marks, our buddy uh, Chris Betts, uh, our actual uh, our friend of the show. Fuck my ass. He, uh, <laughs> See, look how easy it is. Just push some buttons. He yeah. played the night. He did, sort of. And for, give us an update. For a little bit. Uh, he didn't get a hit. And then next at bat, he got tossed. Got ejected. Got ejected. He yeah. did? Yeah. He's, he's, I, I said, can you call in? He said, no, I can't. And he said he can't be doing that because he doesn't play a lot. So he can't go in when he doesn't play a lot and then get ejected. Does he, why did he get ejected? Arguing the, uh, the, the strike zone. Oh, so he actually was at bat and then bitched at the ump and got ejected? It was a weird pitch, though. The pitch was wild, I thought. It was a check swing, wasn't it, or something? It, I, I don't know. Is that what it was? I, yeah. I couldn't watch it with audio because, yeah. you know, we're doing a show and stuff. Right. But, yeah, I uh, got to hear him. He sent me He sent me the video. So, like, he... Oh, yeah, it was a check swing. Oh, he didn't they, swing. It wasn't they, over. And they rang him up, and then he freaked out on the ump. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he was mad. Oh, it's great. I'll send you the video. Okay. Yeah, Chris Betts, everybody. And then it looks like he had a moment of realization, like, oh, shouldn't have done that. <laughs> yeah. Should not have Which done that. Which is what that. he was saying on the text. He shouldn't have done that. <laughs> so, Chris Betts, everybody. That's the update on that. Motorsport.com, Fly Racing, Decal Works, X-Brand Goggles, Race Tech Suspension and Engines, Renthal, Michelin Motorcycle Tires, Firepower Batteries and Chains, Acherbys, Maxima USA, Pro Filter, Scosche, ORW, Ogeo Power Sports, FMF, Guts Racing, Atlas Neck Brace, Works Connection, MotorcycleNewsyJobs.com, Get Data, WUSA, Ride Engineering, Intense Cycle, Suspension Direct, Manscape, Wisco Piston, all on board with us. Uh, Marshall Welton, Styles Robertson, Ricky Gilmore, uh, Ryan Gold, all on the show tonight. Galdi. Really good show. Mm -hmm. Which interview was your best? I'm going to go Styles. Uh, I, I invited Ricky on the show, but I have to say Styles. Yeah, I'm going to go Styles. That was a happy surprise right. for me. So uh, we're going to go to Keith After Dark. Oh, we are. Is that okay? Yeah, yeah. Or do you want to split? No, no, it's good. We're going to get Yar Yar? Yeah, and Heather. And Heather? Yeah. Oh, okay. We got to... Did we talk enough Southwick? Talk enough Southwick. What do you think we're going to see this weekend at Southwick, <laughs> Kiefer? Uh, <laughs> Such a shitty... What we're going to see, we're going to see Tomac. Like, Tomac's really good there. Tomac's going to win. Oh, wow. Just, yeah. He's going to win. 
Yep. Chase will be good, but he's not going to be on Tomac speed. God, I, I hope I'm right on this because it could bite me. Uh, from what I'd gathered, Chase said he's, I think there was a near interview, that he said he's been riding sand yeah, better. Yeah, trying to get better at sand, yeah. That doesn't give me a warm and fuzzy feeling that I'm, I'm here to beat Tomac. Right. So, um, and I, like I said earlier, I think Hunter and Jet are going to be good, even though you say it's not sand, sand. Yeah. I, it's sandy enough. Malin put out a, a tweet about that. And I, I mean, look, they're, they're good anyways. They're good everywhere. But I don't see them. They were 30 seconds ahead at a high point. They're gonna be if they're thirty seconds ahead at Southwick, like they've already done that. Like I don't see where they're gonna just crush it. Like it's not Lomo. Going back to four fifty, how was Dunge over the years at Southwick? Well, he was good everywhere. But I mean, but, no, he didn't shine at okay. Southwick. It wasn't like oh my god, Dunge just crushes it, right? right? So does do we see Dunge podium? I think so. Okay. I'm there. I'm there, and it could happen at Southwick. You know, he looked a little buck wild. He got, dude. He got loose. Well, he was pushing. He was pushing it. He yeah. got loose. Like yeah. and you don't see that that no, much no. from him. I said this before, like. I think he podiums this year. Maybe Southwick. He is like just a tick off of his dominant self. He looks the same. Right. You know, he kind of charges hard, right? It's just, yeah. I got to say too, he is in such a good mood at the races, man. Is he nice to talk to? Dude, he's unbelievably happy to be there. It's really cool. He is so happy to be back, just in the mix, just getting fifth, but doesn't matter because he sees the podium. He sees the third place guy. He's He's fighting in the mix. He just doesn't want to get dropped, right? Right. That race he got dropped at, which was Hangtown maybe. Maybe it was Lakewood. He's like, I don't want to be there. I, I, you know, I need to see those guys. Right. You know? so I'm that, sure Roger helps that along a little bit, I'm too. I'm sure, too. Uh, any, any 250 rider for Southwick that stands out that could, could shine over their usual spots? RJ is good at Southwick. I'll say RJ is good. Yeah. Uh, I do think, and this is going to be a long shot for a lot of people to hear, but I think Volan will be better in the sand. Okay. He's ridden a lot of sand. I know this is going to sound really dumb. Up in NorCal, that's all he trained on because I remember Talon coming to the house. Do you have any sand tracks? Do you have any sand tracks? We would go Jeep out in the middle of the desert to show him my sand tracks to see if it was proper sand for him to ride. And I think he'll be... What, does Vol and Talon just think that riding sand prepares you for anything kind of deal? Or? I just think he wanted to beat his kid up for a while and yeah. to get him tough. Right. And he rode a lot of sand tracks. Yeah, yeah. And um, that'll do it. That'll do it. Yeah. So I think he'll be around top five. Right. But as far as someone, you know, making me say, oh, this is really good and he's going to be much better, I don't think anyone's going to touch the top two Honda guys. And hopefully, since we had Styles on here on the show, hopefully he gets through the sand and does well, keeps that ball rolling. Right. Um, as, looking down the list here, I don't see anything that pops out on me. For Southwick, yeah. For guys who could... Like, you do say RJ. RJ's good in the sand. Oh, yes. Yeah. No, no, RJ's got really good... Uh, yeah. uh, 450-wise, sneaky pick, Troll Train. Really? Yeah, Troll Train's had some really good races on, four, on really? in the 250 class at Southwick. Okay. Yeah, he's podium there before. He was going for a moto win when he took mm-hmm. out Forkner that yeah. time. Troll Train could, could, some, could surprise, like a top 10. I do want to talk a little about Savachi, though. We didn't talk about much we, about him. We didn't. And he was on the show last week. The last show we had, so he's getting the... the I feel like he's underrated. Yeah. And I said this on Daytime, if you guys read that, is he needs... Kawasaki needs to find a way to keep him. I don't know in what capacity. Yeah, how? I don't know. Okay. But he's really good on a Kawasaki. You watch him ride, compared to what I saw when he was on the KTM. Obviously, it wasn't very much. But he just looks much better on the Kawasaki. He always was good on the Kawasaki. Yeah. So I just think he, with some building and not getting hurt and keep riding like he's doing, it sounds like he has a plan. Just I'm just going to keep building, building, building. And 
I feel like he could be one of the guys that we talk about a lot next year as well. Like I, I just like the way he rides. And I think he's doing a really good job for the amount of time he's had on the Kawasaki. So I think it was think, really cool to see him in third. I think it's really cool to see him in third. A lot of other racers were happy for him. Yeah. You know what I mean? They were stoked that, you know, and as he said in his post, he hasn't been on the podium for three, four years, you know? So, yeah. When's the last time you talked to Plessinger about what's going on? Any after Moto's mm, no, I haven't. talk? No, it hasn't been good. No, it's yeah. been, I mean, it's not bad, but no. it's not great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, uh, it was okay. Uh, but, yeah, it's not not ideal. He's in the mix. It's not terrible, but it's not great. So, Southwick, Tomac, you like Tomac to win? I do. Kenny, I think, will be good. He will. Uh, Chase will be good. Um, after that, is Christian good in, in Southwick? Christian yeah. will be good in sand. Yeah. He's good in sand. Right. He's tall. We right. get through that. All right. Well, looking forward to that. Round six, halfway after this weekend. So, uh, all right. Thanks to the folks at, the, at Arthur Draper. He's a friend of the show. He's a slow moto guy turned attorney. In fact, ambulances chase him now. If you've been in a motorcycle or car accident, if somebody or some idiot took you out, Arthur will take the time to know the clients, will take the time to talk to you personally. You don't get paid. If Arthur doesn't get paid, All how's right. that? Uh, help is only a phone call away, and Arthur's got your back. Visit ArthurDraper.com. And, uh, yeah, thanks to uh, Arthur for coming on the show. He's got some listeners have used his services, and, uh, yeah, they've been doing really well with it. Fly Racing as well, FlyRacing.com. Thank you to those guys. Decal Works, of course, Motorsport.com, all on board with us tonight. Uh, I want to thank the uh, Styles Robertson, Marshall Welton, uh, Will Hahn. I forgot Will Hahn earlier. Uh, how could you forget Will Ricky Hahn? Ricky Gilmore. Galdi, yes. yeah, I forgot. I, God, ooh. I forgot to mention that. Uh, so let's um, let's swap it out. Let's end the show now. Kay. We're gonna go into Kiefer after dark. Mm-hmm. If you got little ones, you got kids, you you know all of that stuff. Aiden, we're gonna, see you later. We're gonna we're gonna leave, and uh, uh, we're kicking Aiden out of here. Yeah. Although, good thing you can't hear anything downstairs. So no, nope, yeah, can't no, hear anything. Nothing. Can't hear a word. Nope. Uh, so let's uh, let's end the show. We'll be right back with Kiefer after dark. I'm here for the gangbang. Uh, Kiefer After Dark, grillyourassoff.com. I wanted to uh, put this out there. Which, uh, that, that's, is that, am I on camera? Or nobody's on camera? Okay, all right. We're not doing camera? I think we're shut off. We should oh, be yeah. shut what, off. What camera? It's on you right now. Oh, yeah, yeah. All right. Thanks to, yes. Grill, uh, grillyourassoff.com has Queso Blanco, Pulp MX. Yeah. Yeah. Pulp MX is a code to save at grillyourassoff.com. You can get Queso Blanco and uh, get some uh, really cool stuff from those guys. We've tried it. It's good. We had the barbecue today. It's, it's uh, smoky and spicy, yes. which is kind of like pookie. A little bit sweet. I don't see the sweetness. I, I taste a little bit sweet. I tasted smoky and I tasted spicy. Anyway, yeah. I love queso. Yeah. Who I doesn't put, love queso? I will put cheese on anything. You yeah. put cheese on dog shit and I will like it. I, I don't know if I'm going that far, but I'm yeah coming close. So I think it's good. It tasted good with Cool Ranch. You're anti-Cool Ranch Doritos. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, well, you said you don't dip. I need some seasoning on my chips yeah. to dip. Yeah, I cool don't. Cool Ranch was great. Right, right. So I, I think it's good. Uh, Pulp MX code. If you want to go on growyourassoff.com and use the code Pulp MX, there is a kefir pack that is uh, Willie Pete yep. and the queso. Yep. There's a Mathis pack of Madus and the queso. There's a sample pack in there, a starter kit of everything. Thank you to growyourassoff.com. I think there's a hundred, less than a hundred jars left of the queso. Oh, wow. Yeah. Going fast. So is it limited run? Yeah. Oh. Yeah, get it while you can. I'm going to take one then. You're taking some home. Yep. Talon's taking some home. This guy's taking some home. So Get it. Whatever your name is. This guy? 
Does Yar Yar need to be here? No, she's good. Oh, we're oh, not recording oh. this, though. We're not videoing it, are we? Yeah, we're recording. No, oh, we are. I didn't know we did that. Yeah, we do that. Okay. Do we post that up anywhere? Or? Yeah, it'll be on YouTube. Yeah, okay. Is it we'll like a pre-recorded thing? Uh, let's introduce our guests. God, I'm a sandwich. A&H, Heather Kiefer, welcome. Hello. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Good day today. Yeah, it was Barbecue, a great day. pool. Yeah, it, was, it was a good day. Boobs were out a little bit. Saw her boobs out. Yeah, Not her, good. like she's had a top, but yeah. I saw the boobs out. It's great. Yara, welcome back. Thank you. I wasn't invited to the pool party. No, you were not. Uh, how many? <laughs> no, you were not. Moving on. <laughs> no, she was. She, she, <laughs> how, many, how, how many months now with Talon? Ooh. Uh, I say about six. Six months? Yeah. <sighs> I got Well, stuff. that's part of my deal. Like, it's been a I don't, while. We're not going to go super hard tonight. I just got a couple questions. Yeah, yeah. We, we actually her. didn't get any questions. Do we have questions on ever. your side? You said you had some group questions or what's going on? Um, I don't what know. What do you got? You were. They were pretty bad. They were. Like, they were not really taking it seriously. No. They were just. Okay. Yeah. Okay. All right. So if you have somebody offended or whatever, just, just cut yeah, out the turn show. It off. And we're done. Yeah, we're done. Uh, Kiefer After Dark brought to you by grillyourassoff.com. Get the queso. All right. Let's do this, Kiefer. Uh, so, okay. So I have one question here. And this, I asked you guys earlier, then it's from a woman's point of okay. view. Okay. So I was in a, a vehicle the other day, and I was driving down the freeway, and I saw an attractive lady in the next lane over. Are you hitting on some chick on the freeway? No, no, just hold on. Just relax. <laughs> I'm like, and ice I was forward. Like, Here's the thing. I feel like in today's age, I can't be nice and be like, you know what? You look really beautiful. I think you're a beautiful woman. Have a nice day. So David was in the van with me. Uh-huh. And we rolled down the window. We're in traffic going five miles. And David's like, <laughs> I think you're you're so beautiful. Like you're, I don't know how to say it without like saying you're a, you're a freaking psycho freak. You're going to fuck the shit out of her and rape her. Right? Ooh, wow, that was harsh. So, That's a lot. That was right. But I lot. feel like now if you <laughs> say that to a woman, and I'm asking you two, if a guy just came up to you randomly and said, hey, you know what? I just think you're super beautiful. And uh, I appreciate your beauty. And have a nice day. How do you react? What did she do? What do you mean? Oh, he didn't say this? I thought Dave said this. No, she said, so in the car, she's like, oh, thank you very much. That's it. Oh, okay. But I'm talking about if you're just sitting at a table or you see someone and you're standing still and I, someone says that to you. Well, that's more appropriate than when I've been at the grocery store and I see some nasty dudes like, yeah, hey, oh, hot the stuff. Worst. Or where they're like. Uh-huh. Like they yes. like watch you yes. walk by and you're like, oh, so you dirty. Don't, so, Heather? I would rather, oh, sorry. Okay, go ahead. No. I would say, I would rather you come up to me and just be like, hey, you know what? You're gorgeous. Rather than you just like make a, yeah, under your breath comment about like Gesture. my tits or my butt, you know? Yeah, right? Yeah. It's like, Nothing sexual, but just a guy saying, hey, I think you're really hot or beautiful. That's, I'm, it's okay. I, yeah, I would Will that make your be day? offended. No. I don't know if really? it would make my day. Not offended, no. Oh. I'm saying it'd be nice. I mean, I think I've had a couple yeah. guys like at the grocery store has been like, oh, you have a really pretty smile or something. So as a woman, I always, th- I always think about this because I asked Steve this the other day. I always wondered what it's like for a woman to have sex. I wish I was a woman <laughs> so I could feel a dick inside of me, <laughs> right? Because I wonder what it feels like for you because I know what it feels like for me, correct? Yeah. There's certain sensations that I feel. I wonder if it's the same for y'all. I think we had a conversation like this not too long ago where it's like how, because you can't explain it. You know, right. it's just, it just Steve? is how you feel. You ever wonder that? No. You've said that before. I don't, <laughs> no. like, I don't like you talking about that. I think just it's, su- I think it's super no. fucking weird. Why? I just think it's weird. Uh, you don't ever want to know what Pookie feels on her end? 
Like no, you never think no, about that? No, I don't not like no, not deep like that. No, no. I mean, do I want to make sure she's having a good time? Yes. Do I am I going to am I going <laughs> to picture it in my mind about what it's like? To have I just like wonder a, if it's a cessation. My you, vagina? No. You have a nut. You know what your nut feels like. Yeah, yeah, What's yeah. the woman? I nut imagine feel it's like? the same. No. I don't think so. Okay. No. All right. Well, got to be different. And then, yeah. and then also, do not tell the chicks that they're beautiful. Don't do that. Does it make you look like you're some perv? Yes, a hundred percent. Like maybe back in the '60s okay. when we were a little bit more innocent about things and a little mm-hmm. bit more. I think it also depends on like how you do it. Like right. if you run across the grocery store to be like, you're just so hot. Then I'm gonna be like, I have to go. I got to do it at home thing. Yeah. But if you're just like walking by, hey, you know, you've got really pretty eyes. Oh, thanks. I just wonder about this side Mark, of things because. You can't say that to chicks. Okay. <laughs> no, I don't mean you. I, don't, I mean just in general. Oh, yeah, right. I would never do that. I just always think about the opposite, opposite sex because I know what I feel. I'm, I've been a dude for 46 years. On the other side of things, what's a woman feel? Like, I'm always curious about that. Like, I don't ever get saying, hey, man, I know I'm ugly, but I don't get, hey, man, you're a, you're a great looking dude. Oh, I tell you that. But it doesn't mean nothing because you have to. Oh, it doesn't mean nothing. This oh. is this is why he gets 60%. Right. Mm-hmm. I just feel like I'm a nice guy. I want to say you're beautiful. That's it. That's all. I'm out. Have a good day. Like, I appreciate it. I don't think you can do that anymore. I, it, it, it depends on how you, pre- how you guess, approach yeah. it, how yeah. you present it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I agree. Okay. You know, you're standing it's line. case by case for sure. Yeah, like you're standing you line, you're just like, oh, hey, ball. like you have a pretty eyes or a pretty smile. Like, it's not creepy unless you're like, what about pretty, <laughs> what about, what about pretty tits? And then I see you slowly like put your hand into your pants and like, oh, yeah, you got a pretty smile. What about pretty tits? <laughs> I like your, I like, I your, like your pretty tits. Yeah. I don't, it, I like your pants. I will fucking kill you. Okay. I don't know. I got followed in the grocery store one time by a guy and the manager noticed and he like came and told me. I think. And that was creepy. Yeah, I, I feel like every girl has a story like that. Yeah. Right. At least yeah, one. I agree. Like, they literally watched me to my car because they were like, this guy is totally just, like, n- throwing the vibe out. And I'm like, oh, okay, cool, Ooh. thanks. And the other thing, only I have one more thing, and that was it, okay. is for Yar-Yar, since I knew you were coming. Okay. What is the ratio? I mean, how often do you see Talon during, well, the, during the week? Look, I like how we had to look at Talon and think <laughs> about his name. Hey. Yeah. Well, um, big announcement, Tater, Talon, and I. Uh, Tater? Ta- is that what you call him? No, Talon. Oh, you said Tater. <laughs> she said Tater. Who the fuck's Tater? We'll talk about that. That's what her three-year-old calls her. Oh, okay. So okay. he's yeah. Tater to us. We okay. call him Tater. Right, okay. Tater Tot? Talon. It is Tater Tot. Is he dad yet? Is he dad yet? Well, I mean, she's got a dad. He's yeah, I know, great, but... But she da- has, like, called him, like, dad. Or oh, boy. She tells him she loves him every night. Oh. oh. But oh, wow. here, big and out, big, we do live together now. What? What? Yeah. When was this? When oh, this wow. What happened there? Talon just slipped your mind? <laughs> yeah, tater tot. What's going on? My dad, the market's good right now. So my dad got rid of the house he said, that I was living at and is living with his wife, which he's been living with for a while. So he took advantage of the market and sold his house and then... I was homeless and she took me in. On his birthday dinner, <laughs> on his birthday oh dinner, his dad goes, hey, I sold the house. You have 30 days to move out. You spend a lot of time at Yari, uh, Yari's house, right? You're good. Yeah. And that's what he's just <laughs> you're like, good. kind of pawned him off. moving in. And I was like, well, if you're going to go somewhere and pay rent there, like, shit, pay my rent. Hey. You know, so now so I don't. So is he paying the, paying the rent? Um, well, my best friend, I own my own home. Okay. Um, and for like my best friend lives with me. And then so it's her, me and Talon now. And we end up paying like. Me and Talon each spend like 200 bucks on the rest of my mortgage. That's another question I have. As a woman, and Talon, how old are you, Talon? 28. 28. 
It's like, hey, I don't have a place to live. Is that st- you're still attracted to a guy that maybe not doesn't have like I don't got my own place, or I'm going to go get my own place. Yeah, beat. no, no, no. This is a straight up question. No, I understand what you're saying. Um, no, I don't think that it's a. Tr- I think as long as you're trying to better the situation, like I mean, if you're just living at your car, you're like, yeah, this is uh. Well, it is what it is, baby. You know that I'm gonna be like, oh, maybe not. Well, I but pay him 120 grand a year to answer the phones. I don't oh, do understand. You? I don't understand. <laughs> what's the problem? She doesn't know about that. What's, what's the problem? He's just acting like he got no place to go. Yeah, to save so you're some saying money. he could have had the Lamborghini a long time yeah, ago. Yeah, like, dude, he, he gets. Yeah, I don't know what he's doing with that money. No, but I don't <laughs> think it's a turnoff. I mean, I think that everybody has ups and downs, and not like I was very fortunate that I was able to buy my house really young, and I don't think that everybody especially in this market has that opportunity yeah, and i don't i don't really judge you for it as long as you like i said as long as you're trying i mean talon you know he works full-time job he does this like he it's not like he's just sitting on my couch he contributes absolutely you know he does the dishes like he does more than what he's okay so this leads me to my question so you're seeing each other every day mm-hmm. what is your guys's ratio during the week having sex like what is your okay what's your perfect ratio during the week out of the seven days what's your perfect ratio for having sex versus not uh how old are you how old are you i'm 28 28 okay i'm a couple months older than talon um and then i'm gonna ask talon the same what would his ratio be uh, seven um yeah <laughs> at least <laughs> Jesus, I, six I time over there yeah is that seven in one day Swing. or what are we swinging dick yeah <laughs> <laughs> want some dick <laughs> Uh, I would say anywhere between like four or five like I'm okay with that more I'm sometimes I say yes sometimes I say no but oh so you have turned them down yes Yes. I yes so is that usually when you're going to sleep like hey rolling over hey what's up and then you're just like nah not tonight god it's all the time it's in the middle of the day and I'm like yo I got a kid okay he's like well there's a bathroom right there swing your cock (laughs) There's a bathroom right there. Marks? It's so Don't act like she's never told me to go to the, like, hey, she's sleeping right now. Let's, like, go in here. Post-ejaculation remorse. It's not just me. I got, okay, this spawned off another question in my mind. But, Marks, how many, what's your ratio? Um, yeah, three, four. Okay. Probably not happen that often. And those four is just not pity sex? Like, yeah, I'm going to do it because I'm married, like, on her end? Or, like, yeah? No, no. Uh Okay. Yeah. Are you down with pity sex? No. I'm not either. No. No, like it has to be like exciting. Right. Okay, well you guys have been together how long, right? How uh long? sixteen well, eighteen years. Yeah. So what's your yeah. average? Uh two times maybe a week. Maybe three. Yeah. If you're feeling it. Yeah. It's a lot going on, you know, we got amateur nationals tired. I mean, <laughs> there's results going on. I like, when I hop in bed and I see the amateur national results, it doesn't make me quite horny. It's not that bad. Stop it. She's like, dude, you she got fourth in the Eastern Regional Area. <laughs> hey, did you see the results? I'm like, uh, well, I had a hard on. Now it's gone. Thanks. Yeah. Might have came the earliest. He's ever, as long as she's not reading the come. results, like during. No, she doesn't do that. Okay. I know. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Oh. <laughs> He's uh, yeah. over there like, uh, yeah. Hard on, you're fine. <laughs> uh, last question. I just thought that was last one. This is the last question. Okay, no. um, when you're with someone for so long, and you have a relationship with them. And you guys are honest with each other, yeah? And you guys have been only six months in. Has the question up, has the question come up from him, am I the biggest or the best you've had? Yes. Okay, and are you honest with that? Yes. You have, so you told him no? 
Yes. <laughs> oh yes. <laughs> Fuck yeah. But big, but bigger doesn't always mean better. Right. Okay. Is that the truth? Absolutely. Really? Yes. Is Fuck length or ass. girth better for you? Girth. She also says when she was eighteen, the like. Eighteen. Eighteen years old. She thought My they were bigger than they were. So like we don't really have accurate well, I... representation on some of the earlier ones. <laughs> no, yes, Talon's, we do. Talon's talking himself out of this one. Uh. What are her eyes smaller when she's eighteen? <laughs> she told me that. Show us she said she hooked up is. with a guy she hooked up with like earlier on, and she's like, "Yeah, it wasn't as big as like I thought it was." Like my eighteen-year-old memory was definitely okay. very nice to him. So, but you have told him, "Hey, that's not the biggest I've had." Yeah. Okay. Perfect. That's nice. But is it the best? Yes, and that's because I feel like connection. a yeah, the connection, and we've taken the time to learn each other and to like see what does and doesn't work for us, rather than when you're eighteen and you're just. Like trying to stick it in and bail. Absolutely. Yeah. So it's totally different. Okay. And I would I would say better. I mean. And are you on you on the other end of that? Are you the same? Because obviously I don't know if she has asked you, but some girls, hey, do I feel the best? Is it the best? Do I pop it the right way? Like. She's the best. Okay. Good answer. (laughs) There's no other. (laughs) Look at Mark. He's like it's a good answer. (laughs) I was over here crossing my fingers for him. Like, (laughs) don't mess this up, bro. Tater tot might need a home tonight. <laughs> Almost every Homeless. week, tater tot really hurts himself. <laughs> Does he? Yeah, I'm I like, hate the tater tot. Sorry. He yeah. says some things every week that like it's Marks so and I are like, oh boy, like you shouldn't have said that. Yeah, and, and it, he gets like, a text every time, and I'm like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah? is that how you? Right, know? right. Tater tot, man. At least she doesn't want to pounce and bounce. She wants to keep you around. He wanted to. Uh, oh, he wanted to pounce and bounce? I got another question that just came to my mind. Oh. I can just do this all night. Oh, my gosh. Go ahead. <laughs> I'm here. That's why I are came Are you driving home tonight or are you staying over? I'm driving. Okay. All right. Let's what time is it? home by himself. Uh, what it's, time uh, is 10, it? 10.13. Okay. Uh, <laughs> now I just lost my train of thought. Son of a bitch. We said pounce and bounce. We said. Yeah. Oh, okay. So, <laughs> when, what is the ultimate time limit for you? Like, when is it too long? Well, I don't set timers on my phone, but like when I'm so you one and done, and I'm like, no, no, not usually. Sometimes, I mean, if we're just like trying to, he's all fucked up over there. You can't sit. He's hitting the microphone. No, no, no. Aiden dropped his phone on the desk. Always someone else's fault, isn't it? Usually yours, but yeah. Tater tot. I I like how you're using after dark to interrogate and find out the sex questions here. (laughs) Yeah, I I see what you're doing. Right. Mm Mm-hmm. I'm just curious because... That's okay. We've come a long way since the purple elephant days. What about anal bleaching? <laughs> yeah, what about that? That's all I got. I was just more curious oh, okay. about... Speaking of anal bleaching, yeah. what did you laser? Oh, yeah. <laughs> My, uh, I don't know, what Your do you gooch? call it? Bikini no, line? No, it Basically. wasn't anything that bad. He was at my job and I was like, hey, um, like you just shaved. I was like, I'm going to laser you. Do you want to see how it feels? And he's like, sure. So he begrudgingly walked over to my laser room. I just lasered like the top of this. And he was, I will tell you, men are babies. Oh, yeah. Well, we, men I, I on the table, 100% take it way worse than women do. Yeah. And so there was a moment where he was like, okay, okay, I'm done. I'm done. And, and I'm what like, does it feel like? Like just pins? Like just like. A- yeah, kind of like a pinch or something. Like it wasn't terrible pain, but it yeah, yeah. like I didn't want to sit there for 10 minutes and keep right. going. Yeah, so could just, you imagine on your nuts just use the or something like that? No. Well, the part that I did on him is usually the worst, honestly. We, you know what's weird? What is, about, what is it about this show? Because when Mark started here, his wife was managing Pretty Kitty, the waxing place, right? Right. Now, Yar does the laser. Like, what is it about this Y'all show? Have in a the type. I don't know. Yeah. Well, what do we got? 
pulp and pussy. <laughs> yeah, we just had like you know, bounce and bounce weird. with pulp and pussy. There we go. Heather nailed it. Yeah, that's it. I guess. Perfect. Yeah. How weird is that? I don't know. I find that weird. No. That's Pookie funny. T- Pookie yeah, tell you the biggest. Ironic. Huh? Pookie tell you the biggest. Yes, and the best. Okay. Yep. Moving on. Was right. it you? <laughs> what? Was it you? Yeah. <laughs> oh, <okay. laughs> uh, that's it. All that's right. all I got. Let's go your ass off. Kiefer after dark. Thank you. Get the queso. Use the code Pulpa next. Queso. Get my deuce. Those steaks today I had were my deuce. They were delish. Dude. So the, good. The patties on the burgers were good. The I didn't patties on, on, on the burgers? I know, but I'm just saying okay. the patties on the burgers were good. Right. Patties on the burgers. Patties on the burgers. Mm, 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 uh, mm. All right, uh, Kiefer, congratulations. 100 shows. 100, 100 times up here. Yeah. Was well, he going to make it to 101? Nope. <laughs> okay. That's it. Okay, we're done. That's it. That's it. Well, it's well good run. you know, you're going to Colorado. You got Loretta. So you're. Oh, my gosh, dude. Uh, in studio next week. Who? The great Justin Brayton. Oh. Oh, JB. JB in studio. There will be no after dark then, for sure. No, no, there will no. be nothing after dark. No, not at all. JB will be in. Looking forward to that. That's cool. Uh, thanks, Yaryar. Always. Hey, always fun to thanks come in. Thank you. Me. Yeah. Sorry about the pool invite. Yeah, I'm sure you're sorry. Well, it, was, it was a topless <laughs> night, so I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> what? Big yeah. boobs. Toplets. He's in. Oh, yeah. Right? Huh? Yeah, sure. Uh, thanks, uh, <laughs> thanks to our guys, Will Hahn, Marshall Welton, uh, Styles Robertson, uh, Ricky Gilmore, and Galdi. Galdi! Heather, thanks for coming up. Thanks, thanks for, for staying us. in uh, After Dark as well. Oh, yeah. yeah. Glad to be here. Glad we had a, a good time. It's pretty mellow, After Dark. Yeah, it was real super. Yeah, honestly, it was so questions. short. I don't well, know. I Aiden, we Aiden's, Aiden's killing my vibe, dude. I can't do it. We didn't get any questions. I don't know what happened. We normally get I mean, three to four questions all the time. Didn't, was there nothing there? Uh, somebody asked if you like to be pegged. Oh, yeah, they want to know if you like to be pegged. Oh, well, Aiden, we did talk about this in front of Aiden the other day. She wanted to. Yeah, Heather wanted to bone me <laughs> with a strap on. Right. She wanted to. Well, in all honesty, you want to know what it feels like to be a yeah, woman. Yeah, there you go. You know like what? I am there so there you with go. you. Not in the butt. All the time. Well, you ain't got no other hole for me to stick it in. And y'all are obsessed with it. So I'm like, not. you know what? If you want to do this, then you should know what it feels like. I'm out. Yeah, I know. So I said, no, thank you. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm okay. I'm not. But if you want to feel like what a woman I feels. Got, yeah, but I want. <laughs> then you got to get the full experience. But right. I want to have a vagina and feel it. I don't want to have a. a we can go through that process. No. Yeah. Okay. Well then. Yeah. I'm just saying, if some magical fairy came down and said, "Okay, for a day you can feel what it's like," and you're a woman, I would totally agree to like have a dick for a day. Right. Absolutely. I How much freedom do you have with being a dick? I would wake up and helicopter it. Really? Swing yeah. around. You know, you used Check to do out that. My cock, dude. Donald Upton. Yeah. Yeah, he's got a, a huge one, right? Huge dog. Yeah, yeah. That, was the word, that was the word on the street. Yeah. yeah. Uh, all right. Uh, GrowYourSoft.com. Thanks, ladies. Appreciate it. Thank you to everybody you, for calling yeah. in tonight. Yeah. Talon? Tater oh, God. Good job, Tater. <laughs> yeah, Tater. <laughs> you, I am so That's sorry. what you're going to be called now, Tater. I'm out of here. Can we put, hey, Marks, next week. Are you in next week? No. Oh. I next think Tater's is in. Next time he comes in, let's put Tater on the screen. <laughs> Say less. For his camera. <laughs> Say less. I'm yes. In. Uh, Marks, thank you. I hate you. I'm uh, so sorry. Thank you to Roto for all his help. Uh, Moser. No thanks to Moser. No, screw Moser. He texted me. He said, did I send them? <laughs> uh, so thanks beautiful. to Swiss Corps. Thanks to Pookie as well for everything that she does. Happy 4th, everybody. Uh, thanks for listening to the special and watching the special Pulp MX show Sunday edition. Really appreciate it. Red Bud was great. Uh, we'll see you next Monday night. Thanks, ladies. Thanks, everybody. Later. Bye. See you later. Bye. I said that I admire him and his fucking balls. There's something I want to get off my chest. And it's about that summer.
when you went away to community college, I got an offer to do Playgirl magazine, and I did it. I did a full spread for Playgirl magazine. I, I mean spread, man. I pulled my butt apart and stuff, and I was totally nude, and it was weird. I, I mean, you probably didn't hear about it because I went under the name of Mike Honcho, but I just wanted you to know that. If you could hear me, if it got into your brain somehow, that I spread my butt cheeks as Mike Honcho. Just jump.